Big Dealer Already, episode 501 with our guest Steve Hofstetter. Taylor? A couple of awesome sponsors tonight, Blue Chew, Squarespace, and Smart Mouth. We're going to learn about those awesome products a little bit later. But for now, Steve, thanks for hopping back on. Your your studio looking great, as always. Thank you much. I, uh, and uh, the rest of you, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, uh, I redid the whole thing, and now I got like a big old big screen in front of me, so my eyes are going to be all over the place, and people are going to complain in the comments. It's going to be fun. They wouldn't have. Will... Now they will. Oh, no, they would have. <laughs> yeah, I they'll complain a lot about it, but it won't be camera. about you do with your eyes. Steve, yeah. name a dozen other times they've complained <laughs> <laughs> about you on the show. Uh, just a dozen. Which just dozen. Can I do a dozen? Yeah, exactly. Can you put your yeah, mic a little closer, Steve? Um, what? I said, can you move your mic a little bit closer, Steve, please? Maybe too close. Okay. Perfetto. <laughs> What'd you say, Fayetteville? Uh, yeah, tell me. If... No, I said perfetto. perfetto. Like, oh, perfect. I'm like, like Fayetteville. Something I don't know over the word perfect, but with an O? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just it, it sounded like something that would be in a different language, right? Like a nickname for perfect, or... I don't even. It know. sounds like what an Italian pe- a person would say for perfect. I don't know what the word is, but I can picture <laughs> Chef Boyardee saying it. So I'm gonna don't call me out on that. Steve, you're <laughs> in California. How's your quarantine going? Is are you, are you adapting? Or are you? Are you I, I think in my world, even though the pandemic's not done with us, we're kind of done with the pandemic. Oftentimes, it's not the smartest position, but here we are. How are you? What do you got going on? Yeah. I've actually noticed that about uh, science. If you just get bored of it, it changes. It's uh, it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Favorite part like about it. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, wonderful. No, uh, you know, L.A. is uh, L.A. leads the country in a lot of things. I think currently uh, California just uh, just broke New York's uh, record of cases. Job, so, Number you know, one. Be proud. Be proud of us. Yeah. Uh, Orange County really, really doing a great job. I took offense uh, early they, on. They really when everyone was bragging about how they were better than New York. And it's like, you fucks. You know New York is like the entry point to most of this world country anyway. You know, if you're flying to Boise from Paris, you probably stop it in New York. That's why it was first. Stop bragging, Florida. Stop bragging, California. Your day will come. And now we here we are. But also, New York is people live on top of each other and take public transit. Like, everybody yes. is touching the same surfaces and so really early on when everybody was you know pre-symptomatic and people didn't understand how it was transferred you know people just you know doing what they do they lick subway poles it's just how we do in new york yeah mm. and so uh that, that transfers it a whole lot salty you new yorkers also <laughs> love going to florida in summer yeah <laughs> turns out in the middle of the pandemic that way. yeah florida didn't yeah mind. Mm-hmm. yeah it's uh dude i uh, woody i was on the same page as you with like the i think you said you know COVID's still going, but where you are is kind of forgotten about it. St. Louis was much the same where I was like, you know, they'll still be like, please put a mask on if you go inside. It's like, I'm not wearing a mask when I'm walking around outside. That seems silly. But if I go into a business, I'll throw a mask on, whatever. But I in Denver, where I am right now, holy shit, they're taking this serious. Mm-hmm. Like way, way more so than than St. Louis, at least. I don't I didn't look at the numbers. I don't know how much better or worse Denver's doing than St. Louis. I know we're not doing great, but yeah, they're taking it real seriously. I went to the I dentist say- today. And uh, dude, uh, sorry. Do you want to go, Steve? I, I went to the dentist today. Oh, I was going com- to compliment where Kyle. Kyle's from Georgia, and and Georgia is doing a, a hell of a job. I think their new mandate is if you're going to go bowling, try not to lick the ball. And I think <laughs> that that really 
keeps you safe. Don't that has nothing to do with the virus, though. They've been trying to clamp down on the whole ball lick. You know what you misunderstand here, Steve, is this is the end of a successful 20-year campaign. <laughs> Cleaner Jim balls Jones, in Georgia. Atlanta Braves. Please don't lick your bowling balls like this. Now here, you know we love peaches and licking bowling balls. But one of those is dangerous. One of them has no vitamins whatsoever. <laughs> So, if this no, thing is spread by what is it, uh, little vapors coming out or particulates or vapors coming out of your mouth or what have you, um, you'd think the dentist is like one of the worst spots for it. They have a new breath sucking machine at my dentist that they position next to your mouth the entire time that just vacuums out, I guess, everything. That's just sir, sir, come sample my elixir and my breath sucking machine. <laughs> 100% of your breath sucked into this device, cleans it up, spits it right back out, free of charge. If you I'm need like, to return me, call this number. Call this number. Call my brother's cell phone if this doesn't work. <laughs> when like a famous person goes to the dentist, they just bottle it and sell it on eBay. <laughs> yeah, you got Tom Cruise's breath. They got it a week Which, ago. you know what? Say what you will about the guy. I bet he has tremendous breath. His teeth are on point, and they always are. Clearly on the front lines fighting against gingivitis and bad breath. Good for him. That's actually what I've always wanted to say about him. So, yeah, the whole Scientology thing played out. It's time we throw him some compliments, man. How many decades have we been ripping on Tom Cruise for being short and kind of weird? Let's throw some some nice vibes his way. You know, what has he ever done to anyone that we're aware of? Yeah. legally? Look, one thing I one thing I've always said is if you're if you're part of a fake religion that kidnaps and rapes and kills people, as long as you have fresh breath, it's really that's what you need. Judaism? It's just rude not to. It, I mean, <laughs> oh, 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 the other one. Oh, okay. The, the uh, other one, yeah. With Judaism, we grow, we grow long beards to, to so that way it, it, the breath doesn't even get out. So I, like those, I like those. You know how much fish we eat as a people? I like those sideburns <laughs> that the Hasidic guys rock. Like those. That, I don't know why that never Oh, I hate on. those. They look hot. They don't look hot. Like, it, it looks, looks like, like a hot, got a uncomfortable way to live. Like I feel like if you're sitting, oh, you're you like, meant temperature. Yeah, temperature. It, yeah, if you're like contemplating, <laughs> I was terrified for a second. <laughs> if you're thinking over some big, you know, if you're trying to take over something, maybe for chance, uh, you know, just having something there to sort of twirl around your finger. It, That's it, a good point, Stephen yeah. Jackson. I like where you're headed with this. Yeah, if if you're trying to like Your infiltrate mustache. an entire industry and just from within take it over, <laughs> just just twirl those bad boys right there. I, re I, re I, re I really missed you guys. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's been too long. I'm not I, with I don't them, like Steve. them because it seems like an easy way to lose a fight. A Hasidic Jew... Not yeah, that's what's holding the, the Jews back in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Their hairstyle. <laughs> I mean, it's well, it, it can't help. But it helps in the bedroom. <laughs> Something to grab on. Yes. <laughs> getting, getting. Oh my God! I don't know. I don't even know how I can help in the bedroom. Honest. Wait, she's what? You down. Get creative. If you're not a or, hair puller, she, oh, she's, she's pulling you towards the box she, further in. I maybe. feel like you fuck weak if you're not pulling hair. You know those like weird little myths you'll believe as a kid where they'll be like, hey, you know, so-and-so celebrity, you know, uh, ate bugs or something. Like, I remember hearing like, yeah. hey, do you know like hardcore Jews? They fuck through a hole in a sheet. And I was like, what? Oh. 
that can't Dude. be true, but that's so interesting. And I like it just kind of logged away in my head until years later I said it to someone. They're like, you know, that's that's like almost 99%. Like, that can't be true. And I was like, damn, this is like a Helen Keller moment for me. Yeah, obviously it's not true. They're not fucking through a sheet. How would you do not it? Only absolutely, it's not only absolutely not true, but I I had a situation where like I was uh, I was flirting with a girl and I like things are going really well. And then she asked me, like, just like not offensive, like a genuine question. She just goes, so if you're on the road and you meet women, do you like pay for the hotel sheet when you cut it up? Or do you just like bring your own? And I was like, are you, what? Are you serious? And like, yeah, she asked it completely seriously about like just Jews. Do Jews fuck through a hole in the sheet? I was like, you may as well ask me, like, how do you hide your horns so well? I was like, it's such a... <laughs> I always I heard that from Mormons. The blood of Gentiles. Yeah. <laughs> There's a great episode. Of yeah, Burger that's that's. Enthusiasm. Well, I mean, the only way to complete that bit would be to fuck her through a sheet. Be like, yes, I often my sheet bills through the roof. Thankfully, it's a business <laughs> expense. Uh, you're still welcome to come back, though. I bring my own. I don't use that nonsense motel light. I bring my own Egyptian cotton. You know, 800 thread count. I mean, it's I'm a very expensive lay for myself more than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. The velvet rain you have one sheet, but you put a grommet on the hole so it holds, so you can use that same sheet over and over again. Oh, that's the that's nah. the, the filth. That's the way you wash it. Don't be ridiculous. You what? This is I can't I can't keep doing. I this can't bit. believe you're cheap <laughs> about your sheet. <laughs> I mean, you want a good sheet if you're gonna fuck through it. Imagine how gross that fuck hole would get. You just I don't uh, have to. You, <laughs> <nothing>. <laughs> Let me. Let me look at the Hasidic Jew fuck sheet. And I, I guarantee what I would get is like a bunch of like Times of Israel articles being like, stop saying we fuck with sheets. It's not, it's, it's not true. It's a, and that's the thing. It's just such a weird dehumanizing stereotype. Like it's just such a because because it, it's it's pointless. It's one of these things where to make someone different. It's such a bizarre way of making someone different. Just the idea of like, imagine if it was just like, you know, all people in St. Louis hit each other in the head with hammers. You know, I mean, it's just like it's a very. So what you're saying is it's based in yeah, truth, just exaggerated based in truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what Steve is saying, I think. Yeah, that's, you totally nailed it. <laughs> it, it on a relationship. There's no way to get good lighting in this room. It was either blinding or terrible. And now I look like. Where they're like, you know, so-and-so was a part of the gang. He's going to tell us now about what really happened. It's like, I was a part of the gang for longer than I'd like to admit. I didn't care for it. Cut, Taylor, those don't you people. just turn you around know? so the lighting's in front of you than behind you? What? No, no. I'm I'm in a desk in, like, the back corner of the room. So, so it's not a mobile desk. It's attached to the No. Wall. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. As opposed to yeah. a table. I guess a table is what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a desk. Otherwise, side. I would have finagled it around a little bit. It turns out they did not take Taylor's into account podcasting lighting when they made this room. Mm -mm. I, I think that you should sue for false advertising. That in is not quality. <laughs> like <that. laughs> I like that joke. <laughs> Steve, I might unrelated. use that amongst friends, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> On a related note to the to the sheet fucking that I'm still convinced that Steve <laughs> Let's go back to that. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. True. Um, did you see that the Canadian Health Agency suggested glory holes for uh, <laughs> hooking up, hooking up during these times of COVID? I only You're read the headlines, but I did see something about that. It's I, I'm not making it up. It is not. This is not an Onion article. 
Um, this is this is real. That's that's so this stupid. Is written by one person who wants people to go to glory holes. Like this yeah. is not. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Someone's like, man, all my watering holes have been dry recently. I need to, you know, get a little more action over there. According you know? to the Center the for Disease Control, I, the Raleigh Adult Bookstore is perfect for this. They say the best yeah. way to prevent COVID is to stick your big dick through the hole at the Starbucks at Fifth and Simpson. Between 9 and 11 a.m., Monday through Thursday. <laughs> How is that, like, and look, I don't know the science behind this. I have not looked it up, but, like, you, you've you got to be able to transfer it with sex, too, right? Like, you think, right? Yeah, you can get AIDS that way. This isn't well, even they also AIDS. recommend condoms and dental dams. <laughs> yeah, and, and we all know that's propaganda. The Catholic Church told us that much. Praise his name. Whose name? It says using condoms, lubricant, and dental dams may help to further reduce the risk. It sounds like it's an optional thing. They're just just like, look, kids are going to fucking give this virus to each other, so we got to try to stem it as much as possible. Uh, Listen to this. On the same website where I, I, I found this, I also found this article about a Michigan man who was accused of killing and eating grinder hookups. His name is Kevin Bacon. No relation to the actor, I'm sure. And he is facing a lawsuit from a second alleged victim who survived an incident straight out of a horror movie. This <laughs> Jesus Christ. He strung him up by the ankles and ate parts of his body, including his testicles. Is this a real website? Like, is it- No. Yes! Probably. I mean, it exists. What? what is- <laughs> I mean, I'm not like making this up right now, but what is the, and also by the way, the idea that like that guy's his, he's suing. Like that's what you you do when someone tries to like, what do you sue for? Uh, $75,000 in damages in in connection with the incident. (laughs) Apparently Um, $75,000 in damage. Well, he only ate my elbow. So, you know, it's not, it's not that bad. So I'd give a little bit of elbow meat for 75 grand. Look, if you take the weenus, I mean, that's the way yeah. you do it. You know? I'm sure that grows back. I guess he yeah. was he's accused of neglect, gross negligence, battery, and false imprisonment in uh, in the lawsuit. It states the facts of the case are straight out of a horror movie. Uh, uh, the poor victim uh, traveled all the way to New York from Michigan. Uh, no, 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 excuse me. To Michigan from New York for the purposes of engaging in uh, consensual BDSM uh, with the defendant. Um, the defendant does not look like the kind of man who could pull someone across the country. Um, but also, yeah, link how, I don't think look. I, yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious how like desperate someone has to be. I mean, obviously, <laughs> this is horrible that, you know, he, he went through this. And and I really do hope he gets these seventy five thousand dollars of life <laughs> money. But the, the idea okay. that like you're in New York, look, if you're in the middle of if you're in the middle of nowhere and, you know, and and you're experimenting with your sexuality and you're trying to meet somebody, I understand driving across country. But if you're in New York, like you can't meet someone a little closer. Yeah, you, they, absolutely... they were discussing doing something a little more extreme than what they're saying in this article. There Definitely you go. so, you just, because you just hit the fucking nail. You're on the exactly head. right, Steve. You don't fuck off all the way to Michigan from New York. You can find someone in New York to engage in your in your shit with you. There, this is this is not the full story for. This, this is not the full go, story. Not even close. If you have to go across the country to find from New York, I should mm-hmm. I should add. To, to find someone who's into what you're into, you're into some fucked up shit. 
Like, like this has got to be some real dark stuff. Like, I, I got a feeling this guy wanted his testicles eaten or something. Remember that case where, like, in um, Germany or like Norway or something like that, where yeah. some guy posted an an ad who was like, I think the way it actually went was some guy posted like, I would love to kill you and eat you, and some guy responded like, That's so funny. Just the other day, I thought I want to be killed and eaten, and then they <laughs> they then they get together and the guy kills and eats him. And then they're like, you can't just kill and eat people. And he's like, he responded to my Craigslist ad saying, I want to be killed and eaten. And they're like, dude, even so, that's fucked. We got to send you to jail for something. They're like, we matched matched on Eater. (laughs) I like it. Matched on Eater. (laughs) The only two users of the site. Tremendously low revisiting rates (laughs) from the users. Constantly plummeting too close. I want to say that what they Sorry. did was they they cut off the victims like dick and or balls, and together they consumed them. Yes, they, I think you're right. They like sautéed it up, Lecter style, and then they both enjoyed a little testicle tartare or something. Yeah, so pretty gross. I, I, I don't want. I wouldn't want to eat anyone's that's testicles. Ridiculous! You don't serve that like ceviche style. Like you got to actually cook it. Like that's, yeah, you do. Yeah, you'd, you, you know what would be such a bummer is if like you <laughs> finally find someone who's willing to let you kill and eat them and you do it and you cook it and you're like, it just isn't very good. It's just, it's, it's, <laughs> this isn't what I imagined it. I, I damn it. I should have sous vide your your cheek meat, not not threw it on the stovetop. So that would be disappointing. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, you live and learn. Is it? Yeah. Look, we, we've all been cooking something and accidentally left something on the grill too long or whatever it is, you know, and you're just like, ah, fuck, I got to start this one over. But if you, you Woody's being like, no, perfect every time. <laughs> no, no. Like, I'm like, what you Woody's like, no, yourself? never cooked anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you mean? You just say, wife, I'm hungry, and then it kind of just it shows up. <laughs> if you're tapping your watch we at 1230 still, what's with this woman? <laughs> No, but that's something like the the amount of prep that goes into that is a lot more than just marinating something. So like that's got to suck if you you just leave it on a little too long, you get distracted, you know, listen to Pandora or whatever it is, and then suddenly suddenly you got to kill a second person. Yeah, you have you to like go back in and tell him as he's sitting there bleeding. Like I, I ruined your dick and balls. Can well, how are you feeling about those fingers though? You know, I the grill's already hot. I feel like so, if I were going to be know, killed and eaten. and you are tied up. Like we could do a salad. Here. Wouldn't it be cool to do it in a sequence in such a way that you get to eat yourself a little bit too? Yeah, that's what we're describing. No, that's horrific. I, yeah, that is what happened, but that's terrifying. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I'm multitasking, but yeah, that, that I like. I like where your head's at. <laughs> I like where your head's at. Yeah, I never really considered that the victim would also get to have a bite. That and there's a you know if you watch um, if you read the book or you watch the TV show Hannibal or if you watch the movie actually yeah the um, movie he, he uh, one of his victims he he likes over the course of a long period of time like cuts him into pieces and that each night they eat a different piece of him and like as it's ongoing at first he's he's in a wheelchair and one of his legs gone and then there's two legs gone and then he's only got one arm and then by the end he's like here you go. <laughs> He's like feeding him his own arm because the guy doesn't have a fucking arm anymore. And the guy's just but like, the guy in the show is, it's so the guy who's being cut up is another serial killer. And he's so out of it. Like even sitting there, like just, just as a stump of a person, he's like, so Hannibal, how are you going to escape this in the end? What's your plan? 
you can count me. I don't really like just sitting there, no limbs, like chewing on his own like leg fat. It's a very disturbing show in some. And there's that scene in the in the movie. There's a scene where he cuts the top of a guy's head off while he's still alive, and he cuts a small piece of brain out and like like flash fries it or something, like sears it and then feeds it to him. And he's like, "Mm, that's yummy." While he's eating his own brain. It's great. It's actually all you can do in someone's kitchen is cut a section of their frontal lobe out. It's brilliant (laughs) from the victim's perspective because not only can you eat all you want, but you still lose weight. That's a, I mean, that's a new diet fat. That's what's. (laughs) I see it coming. Yeah, I mean, you lose legs, but you lighter. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be hard to work out afterwards. So you gotta, you gotta diet this way. Once, <laughs> How are your workouts going, Steve? Last time you were here, you were showing off your forearms. You're looking buff as fuck. How is? Thank it? you. They were. Uh, I started doing like uh, this core machine. While, well, because you know I couldn't go to a gym anymore, yeah. so uh, I I started doing this core machine at home, and it was working really well. And I I did this crazy that like I don't know what the fuck happened, but I started having these like crazy headaches, and I was really worried. Like I went and got a CAT scan because I was having headaches for a month, and I went and got a CAT scan. And uh, they took an extra three days to tell me that it was okay. And one of the major causes of headaches is stress. And yeah. I was like, hey, do you think it might be stressful to think that your brain is bleeding for an extra three days? Do you think that that, that might not be good for this condition? Um, but yeah, it turns out uh, it hurt something in my, in, uh, in my neck and like my shoulder was trying to compensate for it. And so like I've been able to work out for a couple weeks because of it. So I'm a, I'm a scrawny pandemic piece of shit. That's what's going on. Dude, that's <laughs> the balance, man. Like... Uh, there are times when my enthusiasm is greater than my like durability. That's what I'm looking for. And uh, yeah, it's, it's like, fuck, I just got to like take a break. For, for me, it's been elbows for like a year and a half now. Those are the first part of my body to, to you know, need a break. Well, that's um, the first part we serve. So that's perfect. Oh, perfect. Uh, um, no, it, it's it's uh, it's just something where like I, I would probably be OK at this point. But until the headaches are completely gone, like I don't want to fuck with it. Like, I don't want to because when you're when you're when you're working out and something hurts, other muscles will compensate for that. And I'm worried about mm-hmm. like I'm worried about straining something the wrong way. My form is garbage anyway. So, you know, like that's <laughs> part of why I'm afraid of free weights. Like I mainly use circuit machines, which is why it sucks to not go to the gym, because I know that my form sucks. And so and, and I enough. know I could watch a YouTube video and learn how to do it, but that takes time. Buff dudes. I'm all about the buff dudes when I need form. (laughs) Do you know the buff dudes? I've talked about them on the show before. (laughs) For starters, they're like comically strong. They're obviously gym experts. Their videos are like two and a half minutes long. And they'll be like, buff dudes, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. Buff dudes. Now you're working out like a buff dude. And it's all I need. Oh, that's really what they say? It's about that. Yeah. They're pretty great. So I say that again. Yeah, because well, no, the th- the thing that like worries me about all those YouTube videos is that they're showing you something for thirty seconds and it takes seven fucking minutes, right? Of them just being like, "Hey, make sure to smash that subscribe button," you know, and like all that shit. <laughs> and and all you want to do is just and so you fast forward thirty seconds at a time and then somehow you miss it and it's just I don't want to be watch sure to smash minutes. those lower back <laughs> muscles when you deadlift incorrectly because of this two minute video. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and uh, there's a couple things I really like. They use small weights, right? So visually, you yeah. look at this guy and you're like, he must deadlift like seven hundred pounds. Like, holy fuck. And he's demonstrating with 125. 
And it's like, I, I like it. He's got his form perfect. And, you know, especially if they use bad form, because they'll show you, like, here's mm-hmm. a, a common pitfall. And uh, the lights are wit. I'm sorry, the weights are light as heck. And it's like, I don't know. I, it's everything I want from a video. And like you said, pacing is huge. The, YouTube rewards videos over 10 minutes, although I think it's switching to seven. And, yeah. uh, um, no, I'm here making four hour videos, so I'm, you know, it is what it is. But when I watch a video, a lot of times if I'm looking for an answer, I want that thing to be three minutes. This is a three minute answer that you have stretched 10 or 18. Well, not only, not yeah. only that, like I, I want that. 15 fucking seconds. Like the thing of like, oh, where is this thing? And I'm editing something in Final Cut. Where is this feature? What do I do? And they'll just be like, well, first you open Final Cut. I'm like, yeah, we the fucking got that one. I already got that one. <laughs> You know, first, what you want to do is turn, turn on that PC, brother. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Let me tell you about the complete history of Final Cut. The way now I would have the, solved uh, this in 1986. Final Cut. Yeah, looks like Are those like really annoying tutorials? Like, I'll like look up how to, you know, how to baste and grill spare ribs like at home or whatever. And like, you'll get some. I don't I'm just picking a random recipe. I don't know. That's pretty simple, but you'll. Go to a YouTube video and it'll be someone, first of all, with a 35 second dubstep intro. And then it'll be like, first, what you're going to do is you're going to take your fucking onion powder and your fucking onion salt and you're going to season the fuck out of that motherfucking bitch cunt. And it's like, geez, like, stop trying to make cooking so intense. Just tell me what I need to do. Do you know exactly what I'm talking about? And then you grab that and you tenderize the shit out of that chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh god. I, what are you what, you're making what me cooking mad. videos are these? I, <laughs> I don't know. It's I watch a lot of cooking you, videos and I've never seen this. You've never seen angry hey, cooking Taylor, videos? Taylor, Taylor, I'll be honest. Are they literally think, called angry cooking videos? <laughs> I think that you are watching so. porn where they happen to cook. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, why do they never finish the recipes? They just end up fucking. <laughs> I'm on step four of making my own fud home, and then yeah. he starts fucking his dick. I wear pants with my apron, but you know, you do you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna season that ramen, and then you're gonna get your cock hard and fuck the season chef. Season that ramen, then season that rump. It's because for yeah. some reason, what what seems to sell like in in those short ish videos is is quote unquote personality, and yeah. so and so some people mistake yelling for personality, you know, so, and some people mistake like weird enthusiasm for personality, and like that, like kids are interested yeah. in that I think, but not. Like Most of it dogs. isn't even YouTube oh, yeah, stuff. You I can remember it, it's more like those <laughs> those like Reddit GIF recipes that I'm thinking of. Say it oh, again. I like, do they, they don't have any audio, right? Oh, some of them do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's some that like have full audio and everything. And then other ones where it's just like the on screen thing. And it'll like have the list of ingredients. And instead of saying like one avocado, it'll say a motherfucking fat boy. And then like a picture of an avocado. And it's like, this is. That this is, is so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 seen, I need to go to where Kyle goes for, for his recipes. Yeah. I'm just going to random fun. places and getting frustrated. This sounds like the thing I've seen in recipes is the like, because I was, you know, I've been cooking a lot more because I'm, you know, I've been stuck at home for four mm-hmm. months. And so I was like, okay, let me try to make, I wanted to make like a potato soup. And I was like, all right, I want to make sure I don't fuck this up. I've never done this before. Let me look at what to make. 
And the first four recipes I found were like eight paragraphs about their grandmother's potato soup. I'm like, I don't give a fuck oh. about your life. I don't care about your history. Give me the fucking eight lines of ingredients. That's all I want to know. Yeah, it'll be like the intro will be like, well, I see a fellow traveler interested in the Irish tradition of potato consumption has stumbled across my fine old page. I remember my first potato in 19... <laughs> <laughs> it's just I mean, people do that also with like uh, Yelp reviews. Like I, I saw a review once for an Italian restaurant where the first line of the review is, so I'm dating again. I was like, are you fucking... <laughs> <what? laughs> she just has to announce it somewhere her facebook friends are so tired of it that she has to go to yelp it's like this eight paragraph i'm just like you're not carrie bradshaw just what what the fuck how's the pasta on the youtube thing there's a balance though right like like so i might start off saying like all right i like paramotoring i'm watching this guy because i want to learn more about paramotoring and then 18 months later it's like I like this guy. I wonder what this guy's doing today. That happened in the Call of Duty community everywhere. You know, we, we started with like, I don't know. This is how I handle it when I know a guy's around the corner. I pre-fire from the hip or what have you. And then two years later, you're vlogging your way to Target because you're interested in well, what, you know, that guy. It depends on what the video is. If the video is here's how to solve a specific problem, it should be fucking quick. If the video is, I've had enough of him. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he was work. he was very upset because that was those were his cooking videos he was talking about, and he was hoping that one of us would validate him. I, I just did. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so strike three. If it's a if it's a very quick, like if it, if it's a specific problem that needs to be a quick video <laughs> to address a specific problem. If it is a, but if it is a get to know you vlog thing, then you can talk about your trip to Target. That's fine. And and, but, but and as far as that transition, I think you've got to build an audience first. Like mm. like maybe wait till someone asks what your life is like. Right? <laughs> like like until until you've got a substantial amount of your viewers saying, "Hey, Jim, like." What's going on with you? You're always talking about the wife. We've never seen her. You're always alluding to these fishing trips you go on. That's why we're watching you fix the boat. But, uh, you know, I'd love to see you bash bass fish, as a matter of fact. Until someone starts doing that shit, just fix the fucking boat. <laughs> Show me yeah. how to repair the fiberglass. Show me, tell me how long it takes to set. Like, like I don't give a fuck about you or and yours. And there's so many... When I find a good video, when it's just like, all right, this is what you do. You got this tool and this tool, and you do this, and look, it's fixed. And all right, goodbye. Eh, I didn't need a goodbye you, from you. you right. like, <laughs> now, now the, the trick to getting this lug nut undone is a lot of WD-40 and some elbow grease. Now, this one right here, here more fucked than my marriage. I'm miserable. I hate myself. <laughs> my children don't respect me. Let's just go ahead and squirt some WD-40 on this one. See if we can get it done. Actually, I might like <laughs> Once again, channel. nothing ever works for Johnny. <laughs> nothing ever works for Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of selling me on Johnny. I, I think I might sub. <laughs> yeah, just some guy who doesn't know how to fix anything. Just son of a fucking bitch. God, my wife. I can't, I can't even finish the video. <laughs> just, <laughs> some, some this is a good-ass channel idea. <laughs> My favorite, I've talked about it before, but it was when I was trying to fix the washing machine and there were only two videos on YouTube to fix uh, the brand of washing machine <laughs> yeah. that we had. And one of them was 27 minutes long and the other was 47 seconds long. And I was like, easy decision. And I clicked the, the, the you know, the 40 second video 
And the guy's like, well, they made this thing like a fucking spaceship. And uh, if you really want to take it apart and get to the drain plug, you got to take the top off, the door off, the back panel off. It's about 18, 10 millimeter bolts. And then you want to pull this off. Don't break the wires. And then you'll have access to the drain plug below. Fuck all that, though. And he pulls out a sawzall. It goes, <laughs> and just cuts the ugliest, most jagged <laughs> hole you've ever seen in the bottom center of his washing machine, reaches through that jagged hole carefully, goes, click, click, and we got it. <laughs> Kitty would so that's not what allow you me to cut yeah. a gigantic jagged hole in the washing machine, so I watched the fucking 25-minute video, and now I can do that whole process in less than five minutes. You need a hole I've saw. A hole and a plug, I've, right? Just I've had that happen with... Uh, It'd be like cutting a hole in a cell phone or something, the way this washing machine looks. Sorry, like, it's sorry. all shiny and, like... Very sleek, it, futuristic. It wouldn't, it wouldn't go down well. Well, touring, uh, I'm always renting different cars. And so sometimes, you know, 95% of cars have a gas cap in, in a place that makes sense. And you could figure out where the release is. It makes sense. Every now and then... Like, there'll be one where they're like, isn't this clever? It's hidden behind the taillight. You're like, but but why? Why is it there? And so, like, every now and then, I would have to just be like, where the, where, where the fuck is this? And so, uh, I... The I Americans still give us more respect. We will show them by fucking with their gas caps. <laughs> they will never suspect this must be reached under the dash and flicked twice. They will be so frustrated that fat American chest bursts through. At the Philip 66. <laughs> That's what it will be. I had, a, I had a similar thing, similar thing to Kyle though, where there was like two videos and one one was like 10 minutes long and one was eight seconds. And I was like, let me look at the eight second one. And it was literally, they just go, yeah, it's stupid. It's over here. And they showed. <laughs> <where> it was. <laughs> I was at a gas station completely baffled. And I'm just, I don't know what to do. I'm looking around. I'm playing with the, Gas like the 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 door itself, and I, I can't figure anything out. I'm looking all over, and and some guy watched me struggle for like seven or eight minutes, and then he took pity on me and just he's walked like, over, got it for me, and I was really <laughs> grateful. <laughs> you see the video where the guy's walking around his Tesla trying to figure out where. where yeah, put up a gas in. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It has it's to be so fake. Was right? it a guy though? It was. It was fake, Shocking. right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was fake or not. I the the people watching it were were giggling their ass off. Who and buys a Tesla? Like, thinking see, that's it was why great. I'm it having a hard time. It was uh, like I think it sold the dealer plates on it. Um, uh, but but uh, see, that's even more suspect, right? Like, you, you, yeah, know, you know more. <laughs> you know, a salesman just went over this thing top to bottom and was like, "Yeah, and the charging port's back here, and and you didn't want the eight thousand dollar charger for your house, so you'll need to do this and that." And I'm uh, not. I saw not a woman. I saw a woman at a gas station the other day. Not me with my own eyes, but a video. Um, and she was doing that thing. You're, I'm sure we've all pulled up to the wrong side of the. Oh, the I've pump, seen that video. That right? was so good. But we immediately fix that mistake, you know. You know, we have we have spatial reasoning to be like, "Ha, oh, it's on the other side." So I'll it's pretty easy put the other side against a pump. She fails at it four fucking the times. The U-turn, the U-turn, <laughs> the U-turn. She's and, and the best part is she's an awful parking lot driver. So she's doing like eight point turns or something <laughs> like that to like get turned around. And she, 
like, like you might think, well, okay, so she pulled up with the wrong side of the pump. She had to correct eight times, and then she got the right side against the pump. No, she went. She put the wrong side on a different pump, <laughs> and then she did it again. And she every time she does it, she gets out, hands on hips, and is like, "Fuck, physics is just a constant, huh?" <laughs> All right, well, let's try it again. <laughs> Uh, of all phrases of that one, <laughs> physics is a constant is definitely not one of them. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> dude. Sometimes I meet people, right? And, Do y'all and... have any right-handed pumps? <laughs> <laughs> I feel persecuted. <laughs> what were you saying? I, I remember that video I... because she's the one where, like, you'll see on like the third attempt. She'll like be first turn into the eight point turn. You're like, oh, so she's just going to back up now and get the side right on that perfect little slot. Oh, no. Okay. She's, she's continuing to turn and again and oh, and she's back where she started. Not, it's not like she had it. She had layups. It's like a calligraphy K. It is the most ridiculous. Like (laughs) that's, I love it. That's great. Yeah. Or Sam Woody. It's passed. But dude, so when I had my Tacoma, Tacoma is a smaller truck. I thought I was good at driving. I was like, I'm, I'm a good driver. I do everything I aspire to do. I'm not claiming to be a race car driver, but if I want the truck here, that's where it goes. Then I got a full-size truck. Now, I just warn people, like, buckle up. I'm not very good at this. This is going to be a problem. And uh, <laughs> thank God it has these, like, aerial cameras where if you're going slow, you get this, like, bird's eye view of what's happening. And that helps a ton. But um, it's... I'm better now than I was two years ago, but it is a struggle. I don't always get it first time. I, I think as vehicles have changed, they do need to change class of license. Like if you don't know how to drive something bigger than a car, you shouldn't be allowed to drive something bigger than a car. Cause I see people all the time who have no idea how fucking wide their truck is. And they're in two lanes or they're, you know, or they're parking across three spots or like all this shit. Cause they just don't understand how big their car is. The, the more like, spots you shouldn't they- be able that one bugs me because so, uh, so I'll pull in and I might be on the line or straddling it. But here's the trick. Yeah. They let you fix it. Right. You can do you can take a second <laughs> swipe at it if you want. You know, I'll pull in and I'll be like, yeah, that one was kind of a no, no, it's state, state law. One, one spot, one try. State law. <laughs> yeah. No, you'll, you'll never find me parked badly, but you won't know that did that ever, was the fourth try. <laughs> yeah. Did I ever tell you guys that I, I actually I actually think that you can tell a lot about a person by how much they're willing to fix a bad parking job. Like you can tell if someone's a decent human being because we all make that mistake. Every one of us, you know, pulls into a spot with, you know, it could be like a street spot where there's, you know, room for two cars you're too far from the driveway whatever it is like there's a million different ways to do that but not fixing it is the shit part and so i was uh um it was around the holidays and i had to go to a mall i fucking hate going to a mall around the holidays it's the worst but there were there were no spots and i'm driving around i see there's one spot and this guy is parked as if he aimed for the middle line like for the line in between to go in like under his car and I was really, really pissed. I'm, I'm waiting a while. Finally, another spot opens up. Pull in. This is when I was still married. And so I was like, I'm going to leave a note. And my ex was like, oh, you don't really need to, leave to, need to leave a note. I'm like, I'm, I'm just pissed. I'm going to write something nasty. I want to leave a note. And so I look in her glove box, and she has a the envelope from a parking ticket that she had gotten for an expired meter. And so I took that, and I wrote the note on that. 
and put it under his windshield. And it said, I hope this momentary uh, panic that this gave you reminds you there are other people in the world. Do a better job next time, asshole. And I was so happy with it. Just the idea of that guy thinking he had a ticket in a fucking parking garage in a mall. How afraid just... were you when you were putting it under the windshield wiper, though? So he scared, you. you have no fucking idea. I was yeah. terrified. I was shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, and she's watching, too. This could go... This could go yeah. downhill real quick. Like can you can you block me as much as possible? I've got a story about. So when I worked at Cisco, there was a guy who did that every day. Now my my, my personal take on straddling spots is it's okay so long as you're not taking the prime real estate. If, maybe you have a nice car, a new car, something that means a lot to you. So you park in the back and you take two spots so no one parks next to you. Knock yourself out. You're gonna walk an extra thirty feet, but. Uh, if it makes you feel better about your car not getting ding, then then cool. But that's not what this guy would do. He would come in and take the best spots available, and he would take two of them. And I, I don't know. Angry young Woody would see this every day and just get angrier and angrier and angrier. So I Googled for ideas, and um, the best one I saw was to start putting bird seed around the person's car. And on the person's car. <laughs> so the birds would shit on the car and loiter around the car. And eventually train birds to just like hang out on this person's car. And I'm like, I wholeheartedly approve of this idea. I even bought the bird seed. Now, I may have done it once or twice, but he stopped. He's, he actually didn't stop taking two spots, but he started moving. But uh, yeah, I was totally prepared to bird seed this fucker every day until the birds thought his car was the hangout spot. Like a By the statue. way, Angry Young Woody is a great name for a band. That is an excellent band. Ooh, I hadn't even <laughs> thought of it that angle. Of yeah, it. but yeah, I like um, it. I, uh, I also don't get the people who uh, will like fight for a parking spot in front of a gym because like uh, you're there to work out and you can't walk an extra thirty feet. On the other hand, the walk back is brutal. I feel like the harder your workout is, the better spot they sh- you should earn. Right, they should watch you and be like, "Steve, I've noticed the extra effort you're putting in. We're moving your car up front." Yeah, they just slowly bring it back. <laughs> yeah, this is this is, a this is an I- excellent system. I think this is a really good idea. Yeah. Some like yoke guy comes in for after parking in the back. You're like, "Sir, no." No, you're right at the front. You're right at the front. This big fat guy, first day of the gym, he's in the back. He gets the benefit of a little extra cardio on the way in. I, I, when, I where you're coming from? Yeah. It, it's not are you, crazy. Wait, are you arguing for non-handicapped spots? Like you're <laughs> yes. for able-bodied I'm, a, I'm, I'm arguing for able-bodied spots. <laughs> and 90% of the front part of every gym is that. I think the employee... It's, the, the, it's blue writing on the parking spot, and it's just a guy laughing at a wheelchair. No, it's a guy. It's a guy uh, overhead pressing and throwing a person in a wheelchair towards a different spot. (laughs) Overhead pressing a wheelchair. That's what you want. Or actually, you you have uh, their one rep maxes on there where it's like, I can park here. I can bench uh, 430 pounds. It's like, well, sir, I believe you. You know, or if somebody's like snipes in and they go, you know, squat 500. I don't think so, ma'am, to the back, to the back. And that would help everyone. Because most people can't do lifts yeah. like that, even like people who are super into lifting for years and years and years. Really, what it would end up being would be like a bunch of empty spots and then a bunch of full spots. You know what? Now this system is falling apart, Woody. I'm starting to second guess it. There should be, but it's also similar the, to that. Like, valets at the gym who observe your workouts and move your car closer, the better you do, 
right? Like maybe you get in there, you're warming up, and they're like, fuck this guy, he's going to be a walker. And by the end, when you're doing your massive farmer's carries, your car's <laughs> in the front window. That's, that's the system I approve of. Okay, I like that. Yeah, you you go in and you do you do one of those things where you like uh, you just stretch the whole time. You're not working out. You get out and you're like, "Why is my car parked in Oklahoma? <laughs> like, what the fuck?" <laughs> Bonus for like you did fake yoga in the middle of the track. That's why. <laughs> I saw, I saw that though. Uh, there was once I was at a restaurant in some small town in Idaho. We're just on our way to a gig, and we stop in this in this teeny little town. You know, probably population of ten thousand. And they're in the in front of the restaurant. There are three spots, three spots for Purple Heart Award winners. That's too many many, spots. I was like, how many Purple Hearts have been given out, let alone live in this fucking town? Like they're I I just don't Mm. understand. Like, how how much do they think that this is going to make them seem patriotic that they're like, you know what? Only Purple Heart winners can eat at this restaurant. Then they go out of business in three weeks. They're like, oh, we have miscalculated a great deal. <laughs> at Cisco, <laughs> they had so many handicap spots, right? Now, I work here, and I know that there really aren't that many handicapped people. Like, they, they were always empty. And I, there's more than you're thinking right now. There might have been like 38 handicap spots. And, of course, it's the best 38 spots at this building. And And, by the way, the lot would fill up. Right. Sometimes you wouldn't even be able mm-hmm. to park at your own building. If you were late, you'd have to like park at someone else's building. And it's like, motherfuckers, are we hosting the Special Olympics on a daily basis here with, 30, <laughs> with 32 handicap spots? Like, what is this? <laughs> you, you know how you can get in trouble for parking in handicap parking? Uh huh. You cannot get in trouble for parking an expectant mother. Of course not. Yeah. I do it Just all the time. Little life pro tip for listeners out there you can't get in trouble for parking an expected mother. So wait, even if you're just, yeah, what if you have a beard and you're like you? That's not a protected group. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Taylor, you try here. and pull off expecting? Who's going to call someone out on that? You know what I would think if I saw some guy, some single guy parking an expectant mother, I'd be like, that's really funny. I should have thought of that. <laughs> what, I, what are they going to do? There's a comic who had a bit about how uh, how he was uh, he was hooking up in his car and a cop like taps on the window and he thought he was going to get like some ticket for lewd behavior. But it turned out they had parked in an expected mother spot and uh, he was like, well, give me a minute. That's a good joke. I like that. Um, yeah, Parking as a whole is out of control. It's become too complicated. I wonder if cut Taylor's all the used... handicap spots in half. Purple purple heart winner spots apparently cut it in a third. You know, how often are you gonna even have <laughs> one there? I've never seen purple heart parking. I've never I, seen I, I get I it if they're like, Home hey, Jim won a purple heart. We should have a spot for him. Then that's Jim's spot. You don't have to fucking say why. You just put his name yeah. on it. It'd be fine. You know what I like? Yeah, that's a... Employee of the month parking. I feel like someone has gone above and beyond at their job, doing it the best that it can be done, and they get a special parking spot. I, like I really respect that guy. You know what's even more yeah. incentivizing than that? Worst employee of the month parking, <laughs> which is way the fuck away. It's like by a train station on the wrong side of the tracks. And he's like, God, I really should have taken my calls more seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, you're wait, a worst employee. Park. You're, you're a Martin Luther King <laughs> Jr. <laughs> Boulevard and Murder Street. 
<laughs> I looked it up. There have been uh, 1.8 million Purple Hearts given out, so maybe there were three in that town. But uh, although a lot of those guys have died at this point, yeah, given out total ever. Because most of them yeah, were healing up. Do you get a Purple Heart so, if you yeah, die? Yeah, I don't know. I don't... No. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, if you, yeah, like, you get that in, you get that. something on top of that. See, Wait, that's bullshit, though. What'd you say, Taylor? You get some, you get the. I, maybe I'm wrong. I think if you die in combat, you both get the purple heart, and there's some other medal for like dying valor or something like that. You get if you actually die. I might be wrong. Look, I I don't think you should get a medal uh, if you died. Okay, true. Just for dying, Let like, the soldiers make it up oh, just fine. In in 1962, they changed it so that you can get a purple heart after you die. So maybe three spots is too many. I'm back on. I'm back in the original. See, back that's bullshit. Board, that's <laughs> bullshit. If you get wounded and live, all right, that's an accomplishment. You fought through it. But if you just die, I mean, you, even well, there's got to be some in it also you can't just there's no achievement in call of duty for dying yes there no, are what if you die you know, <laughs> we named the show after you, it what that's not they don't a, give you that's a, an achievement though they don't a give you a purple street. heart you just, give them a like, death streak put a painkiller the... fucking emblem on their on their tomb or something but but don't give them sp- i guess they're not gonna get special that, that's if they're what dead. The show <laughs> jesus christ hey you part the hearse right here <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, I, I, what does this show name mean? I like. Uh, you don't want to know. Name it's, that? It's, it's super nerdy. It's a thing from a video game. It's fine. But, okay. I mean, it, it quickly, I was playing. Uh, if you die three times, you get this streak called Painkiller, and uh, it makes it so you have more health. Next time, it's a little harder to kill him. And Wings complained that someone had Painkiller already because our teammates were so good. People were dying in just minutes into the game. They had like three deaths already. And uh, he said, painkiller already? In a funny way, and it became the show name. There it is. Ah, that makes See, sense. So, so that's something where they reward you. It's like a Mario Kart thing where they they reward you for losing? Yes. Yeah. 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 I, and now so, it's too late to change the name, so... It's a dumb name, yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty has a history of trying to make the game like accessible to new players. And if yeah. you're a very good player, those attributes frustrate you. It's like, like if I'm better than you, hypothetically, I should win every time. But in Call of Duty, I'll probably win two thirds of the time, and that can. We be were bouncing around with each other ideas, ideas for the show, and I was shot down over and over on the idea for Taylor and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it now. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you know, great ideas. Yeah, you know, shot to the bottom all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Oh. Um, I uh, there was a. Uh, do you guys ever play uh, Winter Games for the Commodore sixty four? This is like a very very old <laughs> computer game. Uh, no. So Winter Games. It was it was an. Uh, you guys might be too young. Woody might be too old for it. I'm in the sweet spot. But the uh, <laughs> the idea was basically so it's it's the Olympics. You know the the whole game was various different Olympic events, and one was figure skating. And if you fell enough times, you got a perfect score. It was I don't know if it was a purposeful glitch or just something wrong with the game. But if you fell the most number of times, you would get all tens and like or or per sixes, whatever the fuck the perfect score is in in skating. And uh, and so like there was uh, there were two ways to play. It was like try to do all the try to hit all the jumps or try to fucking fall on your face. 
And I've uh, I've seen comics have sets like that. <laughs> like they fall so much that people are like, okay, I like this. Bill Burr in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> no, Bill Burr in Philadelphia started started on the ice and then landed a fucking quadruple jump. <laughs> like that set was amazing. I just watched that a couple days ago. I've been watching this uh, this uh, YouTuber who like he watches. He's a black guy and he doesn't know much about like rock music or country music and a lot of other like genres. And so it's just him watching music videos to music that he has no, no idea about. And uh, it, it's it's actually really good to see his reaction to like some old country music or, or some old rock or something. But uh, he, he he reacted to Bill Burr's set uh, in, uh, in Philly and it was fucking hilarious. I, I hadn't heard him do it in like years. So it was it had been a while since I'd seen it and. Man, that was hilarious. It must be a YouTube oh, algorithm was, thing. Because like that thing got put in front of me not long. Like, I've also watched it in the last week or two. Yeah. And uh, it was good. It was really good. I remembered it, it was even better in my memory. Like, but it was really good. And uh, but what's cool is I saw Bill Burr talk about it and like how it worked and what the com how it's it's exaggerated that like every comic before him was failing. It was really just one or two guys that struggled, and some guys were killing it. And uh yeah, he just got up there and sort of went at the fans instead of trying to please them. He he went at them and they liked it because Philly's awesome. There was a uh, there was a show I did at the Fringe in Edinburgh where I didn't really understand how this show worked. It was this late night show. It's called Late and Live, and it is notorious um, for just a really rowdy crowd. And so I went up there and like you can't get them to listen at all. And finally, there was <laughs> there was some asshole who, like, he was upset because I was wearing uh, black shoes with blue jeans, and he was like giving trying to give me shit about it. And I was like, I don't care enough to be upset by this. <laughs> and he was just you know, this rich kid with a fucking you know pink shirt with like the collar half popped and like drinking wine at this <laughs> at this like, rowdy show. It was ridiculous. So I asked him, and I was just like. Uh, I was like, oh, do you have I was like, what kind of shoes do you have? And he like holds one up to like show me. I was like, that looks like a nice shoe. That's a nice shoe, man. And he's like, yeah. And he's like all proud of his nice shoes. And I go, can I see that? <laughs> like all excited. And he goes, yeah. And he tosses it to me. And I turn and I just throw it off the stage to the side. <laughs> and I walking home in the rain, asshole. And I just did it because I was mad and like I couldn't get them on my side. And I like I left the stage. And the producer makes a beeline for me. And I'm like, well, here it is. I'm never going to get booked on this show again. And she just goes, oh, that was great. And she gives me a hug. I was like, that's that's what you wanted from this show? <laughs> oh, it's been a while since you've been here, but we call him Johnny Shoes. He causes problems every He has never approved of her comics footwear. <laughs> she, booked, she booked me again the next week. <laughs> like, oh, cool. It was ridiculous. And I was just like, I just don't like that guy. That's why I did it. <laughs> Uh, that's what yeah that's what that's what they wanted i don't know what i expected before i came like you know you, like i i'm in denver right now and just walking around i a, a fr my cousin who i'm very good friends with lives here and so we ended up ended up staying here so we could hang out with him for a while he could take us he's like a hippie hiker that kind of guy vegan and you know you not one of the vegan only a guy yeah, who so goes skiing with you when you go in july carry on Yep. <laughs> but I was like, I, retard that I am. I was like, yeah, but like people can't walk around in public and just smoke weed in Denver. Like you have to go somewhere and do it. And like 
just walking around the first night a few nights ago, I was like, oh my God, like every 30 feet, no lie, 30 feet, there's, you just walk through a cloud of skunk. And this whole city, I I thought at least that if people were smoking, walking around in the city, they would be taking little like vape hits and being like, oh, let me try and ghost it. No, there are people walking around with like two joints behind both ears (laughs) and ripping one. And it's like, man, this place rocks. Can you get a contact from that at all? Like, is it? No, you're out. You're outside. Like every everything's you can smell it, but like it's blowing away. It'd be like saying like, you know how you can smell cigarette smoke, Woody? You've never gotten a nicotine buzz off cigarette smoke, right? I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Same thing as that. Yeah. Like you, you'd have to be like sitting there in a tiny little box, you know, airtight, and then someone just going, yeah, like directly into yeah, your face. Over and over. Yeah, that, that would get it done. But yeah, that's it's that's crazy. Like, they they really don't care here. Denver right now nope. is like like cigarettes in New York in the forties. Like it's just it's everywhere. But the toughest thing about Denver now is like it's so difficult to get anything done. Like if you I don't know if you've experienced this, Taylor, but the last time I was there, like just trying to order a fucking sandwich because every clerk is high. Yeah. Like everyone is high out of their fucking mind. And you're just like, hey, can I get a sandwich? And they're like, yeah, can you get me one? It's like, no, I. (laughs) Dude, there have been two different times on this trip. A sandwich. That sounds real good. Uh, Call back later. I got to take care of something. (laughs) There have have literally been two different times on this trip so far that like it's late at night. Like we'll go to a bar, hang out with my cousin and his friends, my girlfriend, whatever. And like I'm I'm baked to shit. And they'll come over and be like, what do you want? And I'll be like, oh, I'll try this beer, that beer, whatever. And like, they leave. Like 10 minutes later, I'll be like, what the, f- are they like brewing all of this fresh for like our table of four people, five people? And then this is twice in four days. They'll come back and be like, could you guys remind me again what you all ordered? <laughs> like, I'm high as a kite sitting here at your table and you can't remember my order? I can tell you the beers we all wanted. So you must be absolutely blitzed. I had a, hey, I had a, a good time. that I tried, I tried to check in. I tried checking the hotel last time I was in Denver, and this is like it's like a nice hotel, and the clerk is high out of her fucking mind. And like <laughs> I ask her what type my room is, and she says it's a Clex. And I was like, what? What was that word? And like it's a back and forth for a while until mm-hmm. finally I figure out. That then she tells me that means club level executive, and I was like, okay, I don't know your staff terms. So I don't know what a, what a clex it like. I, I don't know what the shorthand is. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, it's club leg, level executive. I'm like, I still don't know how many beds that is. Yeah, how I'm with you. I was, I was like, you I hear say club level is. executive and I think pretty nice. I mean, is that a presidential suite? You have but a it, picture of it. <laughs> it is that club, one all, nice bed? Two okay all, beds? Yeah, all club level is in uh, in a Sheridan just means you have access to like the breakfast lounge. Like that's what club level is. And then uh, executive uh, just just means their king room that's slightly bigger. Like that's that's what it meant in that hotel anyway. But it took me 10 fucking minutes to figure that out because like this woman couldn't understand that. I don't know the inside hotel terms. You know, the worst at that, everyone who's ever served in any military. My God. Yeah, like it, uh, them with their acronyms. It, what are they doing with the acronyms here? But like you have to know your audience to some extent, right? I was a computer guy, right? 
computer people do acronyms at a level that that, that rivals anybody else, even military guys. Uh, but we do understand the audience, you know? We don't just talk in letters. But military guys will tell you they're about the PCS, which turns out that means move. You can't put that together. Who knows what PCS means if you're not serving in the military? Maybe if you take the time to actually say the words and think about it a little bit, maybe we'd win another war sometime in this decade or next. What's it been, 50 years since you guys have won one? We're due for a win. We are the New York Yankees on like a 50-year fucking wind drought. No as, lies. As the We're the State Louis Blues, and the Blues won last year. And the militaries—they're gonna—they're in for a victory at some point. How many wars can you lose in a row? That's why we're sending military to fight ourselves because one of us will win. Now that's a good point. Ooh, yeah. That's. I think you guys haven't one. haven't considered Portland's a win. What's going on with Portland? <laughs> I know that. Uh, I've been so You've not been connected the past week to anything this. political or social media. Like I know Portland, like there's a bunch of riots and shit going down. Like, what, what, so is it just Trump kind of sent a Department of Homeland Security in Portland, and depending on whether you look oh, at this I through the blue this. or red lens, the red lens is finally some law and order. The blue lens is they're literally feds. Like with no badge numbers, no ID, throwing people into unmarked vans and taking them to places we don't know. And it's like, all right, Mr. Grab Your Gun, celebrities, where are you? This is what you train for. You know, what are these people doing? Are they just like grabbing random? We're in Texas. So that depends on where you where you fall too, right? Like I saw a video and it's like a skinny 22 year old guy who didn't seem to be doing anything. But they're like, we heard a report that he was vandalizing something. And it's like, so you didn't see it, but someone told you that this dude was vandalizing. So now you take them and you throw them in a van with no. No, I got to say, I mean, don't don't we normally throw people in secret prison for graffiti? I mean, I think that that's that's pretty standard, right? Shouldn't Is we, that... though? I hate graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> I, right? Like, that's it, a, it should be a case by case basis. What are you, if it's what a nice fucking Da Vinci over there with your swear words under the bridge. Get, hey, 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 swear words the under the bridge are different. If it's a really nice, like if they catch somebody graffitiing and it's like, damn, that's a cool ass picture of like a, a safari, like a lion <laughs> and a giraffe. All right. All right, you're fine. But if it's like you just spray yeah, painted "fuck" in bad in bad font, you you're going to jail. Fuck. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're using stars and money draft. signs on your insults in graffiti. Straight to jail. There's a yeah. C in fuck. F U Q. What are you Korean? <laughs> what, what is that? <laughs> what? What? It should be a quality based crime. You know, if you make a quality bit of art, you're good to go. If it's not good quality, that's the risk you take. You know, and I get to be the driver. Growing up in New York in the 80s, I definitely had an appreciation for, like, good graffiti. There was, like, really, there was a lot of really, like, good graffiti. Yeah, like some just, of it looks tight. But, like, at least in St. Louis, the the 5% that look tight is far outweighed by, like, the 95% of, like, ugly shit and gang signs. Like, it, it, those way yeah, outnumber. Like, They're just starting out graffitiing. You don't draw a Start out by just spelling out the word lion, and then eventually, <laughs> because they do it on the side of trains so much. I know this could never happen, but I would like it if some guy could like start practicing on one of the front cars and then get better and better as he goes along. So you could see the train <laughs> going by and being like, "Oh, that's no, that's 
Okay. Like okay. <laughs> I, I see what I'm doing here. This is all right. You, you, can, you can graffiti now by the end, by the caboose. It's fucking Michelangelo. That's what you need. <laughs> Yeah, I do do wonder the idea, though, of because like I I had posted something about how like there are people who because I I did a bit about uh, gun control and the responses were always like we're doing this to prevent against a tyrannical government in Mm -hmm. case there's a tyrannical government. That's why we need the guns. And I'm like, okay, fine. If that's your argument, fine. But now that there are soldiers in the streets, why are you with the soldiers? Like, why are you on that side? You've been saying you're against this the whole time. That 22-year-old who may or may not have graffiti deserves what he gets, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Show us what he graffitied. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't know. So I don't know if you've been watching uh, Big Herc lately. Uh, mm-hmm. Our fav- One of our favorite. Um, so this guy's ex-felon, ex-con. Did a lot of time. It's a shot big, caller. Big swole black guy as they say and uh he's very matter of fact with his opinions about stuff like like it's the language he uses is hilarious like like he's i guess he answers viewer questions sometimes and he'll just be standing on the street in a wife beater answering these questions and uh they asked him you know what what about these guys who are just gay for the stay you know they they're not gay on the outside but they they have sex with men while they're inside he's like if you have sex with a man at all you gay if uh you put in your pp in another man's butthole that make you gay <laughs> <laughs> and and you know that's you you be you but i ain't gonna chill with you that ain't cool <laughs> you putting your pp in another man's butthole i can't be having that did can't, you really can't. say pp this yeah. is cool yeah <laughs> and so um he, i guess he was reacting to um that what, what do they call themselves Chaz or something that like autonomous group that had uh set yeah. up and that was um, the seattle thing yeah yeah in seattle they had taken over a police station like like three weeks ago when it was going on he was like Y'all fucked. He's like, y'all out there having a good old time. They taking names. They remembering who you are. Y'all got cases coming. And then I guess recently they like locked all those fuckers up and the leader was crying as they drug him away. And he's, he's like, why are you crying, big man? Why are you crying now? I know why you crying now, because they got you. And the, hey, all of y'all who left last week and thought it's over? No. Nah. They coming for y'all too. <laughs> they got cases on all of y'all. It's fucking hilarious. Is, is that shit over yet? Is the whole the, yeah. the Seattle thing done? They let okay. that thing brew for weeks while they built cases against those people and let them do commit as many crimes as they possibly could. And then they arrested them all. Dude, imagine how much that would suck if you're just some like guy who works at a construction site or the bank as a teller, and then it's like Guess what? These six blocks belong to us. And you're like, I still, still got to go to work, guys. Like, can I can I still go to the can I still go to the construction site? Can I still go to the bank? Did they? How did they? Well, yeah, there was like a bunch of. I, I would not want people fucking coming to my apartment area and just camping out like right in front. That would that would piss me it was off. First of all, I I had a I had a buddy who who lives up there and like he was doing video from it. And it was a it it looked like a fucking street festival. It looked like a block party. Oh well, I mean, if he liked like, it, well, I don't want that in front of my yeah, it's block either. Yeah, right. Hey, quiet yeah, down. Like, you know, you know, yeah, early. I don't want noise out there. That sucks. Stop kissing. I remember I talked about it years ago on the show when I lived in like St. Louis in the city. Saturday mornings, there was this motherfucking homeless guy that would just yell down the same alley, and I could hear him. Ah! 
like getting closer and closer. And I knew Saturday morning, fucking Cletus, the homeless motherfucker, he's coming, he's coming down the way. But yeah, that sucked. I can't imagine if there were people yelling, screaming right outside where I lived constantly. Yelling and screaming. There were rapes yeah. and, and violence. Well, yeah, there were, there were rapes and murders, but like even just if if it's just noise and garbage in front of your place, like, and you leave every morning and you see an- another dozen bottles of Diet Pepsi or, or fucking Smirnoff or whatever the hell it would be. Like, that would that'd be annoying as shit. Dude, this happened like two years ago. So uh, I live in a, like, it's sort of a dead end with like my group of houses that I live in. So there isn't really much traffic aside from the people that live there. And um, some guy parked his like shitty car at the end of my driveway. So not on my driveway, but on the road, which I own, but like, what? it's it's almost like public property, even though that's my property. And uh, he just parked there. And I don't really know what's going on. And it's darkish. It's like, call it 9.30 p.m. And uh, I don't know, like, I just don't like him there, I guess, but I don't know what the scoop is. So I come up to his his car. Do we know what, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do we know if he's a white man? No, we don't know, but I do now. So you're very you can't take that kind of chance. <laughs> so I uh, I knock on his window and I ask him if he needs any help, right? Because best case scenario, benefit of the doubt, is he's having car trouble in front of my house, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, man, I got this. I'm just just trying to get my fuck on." And then this <laughs> <laughs> this girl what? who I didn't really see, like. Shows me her head, <laughs> and and he's having sex. He th- he considers like in front of my house to be a private little place where you get your fuck on. Kyle, sound by the by the little voice you did and and the the verbiage, not a white guy. He is a white guy, although he might be appropriating some culture here. Okay, okay, yeah. or, or at the very least, you are. Okay. What, what, how am I going to see? I'm telling a story. Right? So, Kyle, hold on. Hold on. No, Kyle, you have to be a black guy. The second he said someone was on my property that shouldn't be. You, you, you. Uh, so, You're like, I'm going to find any clue whatsoever that he was. He's anyway, like, so I, I processed this for a second, right? And there he is, and there's his girl, and I'm like... Last time. <laughs> Last time. <laughs> you can't come back and do this anymore. And uh, and we, we came to an agreement, and I don't think he ever came back, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he... Uh, Dude, Woody, that's a very cool guy of the oh, week moment it, of you. I like that. I'm in the running. <laughs> You're take, in the running so far. <laughs> how long did it take him to finish? I didn't time. Are you stay there and watch? <laughs> that, that would be funny if you were like, all right, well, wrap yeah. it up. Like, okay, but I've got rules about that. this. <laughs> 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 Otherwise, the front facing camera for that. That's a bad idea. Get her leg up, get her leg up higher. There. He gets tired, you're and you're just like, I'll push you, buddy. Don't worry, I'm here for it. Do you need me to hold her ankle? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't need the trunk open if you didn't have a smart car. <laughs> Just uh, fucking there. Have you ever? Yeah, that's have you ever gotten, good of you to let that nut. <laughs> any of us have uh, have, any, have any of us ever been caught or have any interesting car sex stories? I have a uh, car sex story, I, but I wasn't caught. I wasn't caught. It was just I, I had just gotten a new car, and uh, I was I was hooking up with a date in the car, and uh, so she's blowing me, but she doesn't, but she doesn't want to swallow. 
And she's like, where do you want to come? And I was like, not on the upholstery. Like, just this is a brand new car. So let's let's figure out another place because this is not I'm not I'm not coming on my car right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I and was, so. So where'd you come? Uh, on her tits. What's I mean, I'm, I'm a gentleman. Good no, you trusted your aim. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> That's good. I, I've. Uh, well, you do it from close you know. range. You don't, you know, I'm not a hero. <laughs> <laughs> you get in the back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit on the dash and, and, and fire it through the, the captain seats into the back of the Honda Odyssey. Not all of these pulses are going the same distance. We got a problem yeah. here. I don't think I've ever, ever been caught in a car. I would have bought a Honda Odyssey, but thank, <laughs> thank you. I, I fucked in the parking garage of the O'Hare Airport uh, in a car. And the only, like, we never got caught, but every time we were in the backseat of the car, and like obviously the car was moving and like someone else was coming, climbing up, it would just be like, a, oh, okay, that's not a security. That's not a cop. All right, keep going. And that was, that was it. Very anticlimactic. I, well, I, we did both climax, but th- it didn't, you know, we didn't get I've, caught. I, um, I've done a few things um, to, at the airport with the windows tinted and people literally right outside the window getting in their car and just being like, don't move. They can't see us if we don't move. It's vision is based on She's like, is that Jurassic Park? I'm like, Shh. And, um, <laughs> You see the little water cups stirring. I, I would always run into this situation where, like, I, I would fly lots of girls in. Um, and, um, and so, like, we would be driving back to my house from the airport, which was two hours. So maybe we'd get started before we got back to my house. And so um, she would be giving me head and her like ass was in the window. And then I underestimated just how tinted my windows were, which so like the truck driver next to us is like, honk, honk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, didn't and help then, the windows were down. Yeah, <laughs> they worked down. They worked down. Um, and she was and, actually uh, shitting outside the window. That was the weirdest part of it. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you were thinking. The windows are tinted, but the convertible top is down. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we definitely like one time uh, didn't even make it back from the airport. I was like, we could just uh, go to a park or something before we get to my house, and uh, and so we did that, and we were having sex in my truck, and uh, it's in in the back seat, and I don't think it was for us. But there was like park security with sirens and lights that was like driving toward us really fast. And it, but it, the road that got came to us was super curvy, so we had like tons of time to like, all right, all right, zip it up. We gotta go. We gotta go. And and just had to escape the park because I would not want to get caught. I, I I don't know if there's any legal ramifications from that. You know, you always hear those horror stories of the guys who become fucking sex offenders because they're fucking their girlfriend in a slightly public place or, or like something peeing like outside. that. Yeah, or yeah. pissing okay. in a like you're drunk walking doing the responsible thing, walking home from the bar, and you just take a piss in a in a like a playground because it's eleven PM at night. The kids are at fucking home. It's not it's not like you did it during broad right. daylight between episodes yeah. of blues clues. I'm all right. You, it's like nighttime. I, mean, I know, um, a guy, I, know a guy who got I pull a, up to the uh, chain link fence, I open my overcoat, I pee through it. All the kids at the <laughs> elementary school are playing soccer, and suddenly I'm the sex offender. It's bullshit. Well, suddenly, I'm the candy man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look at all these smarties I got. Come on. 
I'm sorry, officer. When did it become illegal to ask a third grader if they wanted to make twenty dollars? <laughs> when did when did this become a crime, sir? I believe I'm protect. I've got like a "Don't Tread on Me" cape on. I should be able to say that. That's that's all I have on. Yeah, just, just a "Don't Tread like on Me" cape. Into the cape. <laughs> oh, we're, and we're we pro definitely cape around here. We definitely had uh, had sex in like a back room that we snuck into at like. Um, Who did? I, Sorry, I didn't catch. I that. did uh, oh. at this resort in Georgia. I can't think of the name of it right now. It's um it's some French shit, Rue Fleur de Lis or some nonsense. But we broke into like this back. Yeah, room. don't say you broke yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, we we didn't break in. We didn't do that. Um, and uh, went to this. Uh, it was a ballroom. It was a and and I like to imagine that it was all it, it was set up to be like a like a I don't know it looked like a wedding was about to take place or something like maybe the next day. And I like to imagine that we fucked on somebody's really expensive uh, dinner. And 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 I I don't think I came though because I was super nervous about getting caught because it seemed like what we were doing could be perceived as illegal. Did you way. fake it or just fuck some and get out? I of literally it? said, like, I, I I don't think this is a good idea. We got to go somewhere else. Uh, yeah, Kyle, I, was, uh, Kyle was arrested for faking and entering. Faking and entering, <laughs> yes. Yes, that, that's exactly what happened. I don't think I – but I, I don't think I've ever actually been caught caught. So Yeah, I, no, I haven't. I used to be a lifeguard on the, on the beach, and uh, every once in a while you'd find a condom in the stand when you went to work in the morning. It sucks, but – that's life in the big city, right? So, uh, <laughs> you show up to work with gloves and tongs. <laughs> I'm not that like germaphobic, you know. You just grab the rim of it and you toss it somewhere or throw it in the trash, and, and that's the end of that. Um, fucking tissue. <laughs> it's gross. Who has tissues? Like, you bring no, I, tissues? I use my teeth. <laughs> you know who has tissues? People who are used to condoms being at their job. It's That's like who should have tissues. Every couple of weeks, there'd be one. It wasn't all the time, but uh, I got inspired, yeah. of course, and uh, and wanted to leave my own condoms in the in the lifeguard stand. When I tried to pull that off, it, th- I don't know how they do it. How quick are these people having sex? Someone was coming by like every three minutes. You could hardly neck in the lifeguard stand in peace. And there are police roaming up and down the streets in little like four wheel drive golf carts and shit. I don't know how well, they do it. The most dangerous sex I've ever had. I'm sure most of us probably have, have, have like gotten blown while we drove. But we were driving back from like Texas to Georgia, which is a very long drive. And so she just got on top of me and we had sex while I drove. The most, I just had got back from like flying a helicopter and blowing some shit up. This was far more dangerous than any of that. Like, like, like we were really taking yeah, our lives insane. into our own hands because I'm like looking over her, her shoulder while I'm driving. That may have been one of the most dangerous things I've ever done. Totally worth it, though. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I, I've done that. Jackie and I have done that. Oh, sorry, Woody. Yeah, and but and I think uh, I've done shit other people shouldn't do. I don't approve of that. But yeah, okay you should see the look on the guy at Burger King when we came through. <laughs> <laughs> I got a um, when I like when I was first on the road. I and you know be driving ten hours at a time, 
and it's like all local radio. You know, this is this is almost 20 years ago. And like, you know, you go for stretches where there's one radio station and it's Jesus and that's all you have. And like there was one point where I was on this like super straightaway highway. I hadn't seen cars for, you know, five, 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I just stay in the middle lane. How long can I close my eyes and feel safe? And I like <laughs> did that a couple of times, like, you know, a couple seconds. And like when I think back to it now and I'm like, oh, thank God I have Spotify. <laughs> like yeah. just the idea of like how bored I must have been to just be like, why don't I just see if I die or not? You know, like it's it's such a dumb thing. Yeah, when you get out west and some of those places some of those places that just don't have radio stations anymore. It's like yeah. where where am I? There's where no there's radio stations at all? There I've been places with no radio. Or like the one station that it like, you know, it'll you'll hit scan. And it'll just roll over forever and then come right back around to the station that you were just on that you when hate. You were trying to leave. Yeah. The one that you hate. Because, <laughs> There's you so know. many parts of the country that have absolutely no radio signal. Like, because, you know, Wyoming. especially if you're like yeah. in the mountains. Yeah. Like, there, there are places where you can go probably a half hour with zero radio signal. Hmm. It's, you know, it's it's one of these things. And, and it, it sucks. Like, now you know, when there are places where you're like, oh, I don't, I haven't had a cell signal for 20 minutes or whatever it is. Um, and so you just hope you have shit on your phone already. Otherwise you actually have to like, look at the road like an idiot. It's ridiculous. I, think I, did. I, I went on like a, like a six or seven mile hike a couple of days ago where I had no, uh, with my girlfriend, no signal at all. And like, as I'm coming back down the mountain at the end, like I start like getting the buzzes, like just nonstop. And I'm like thinking like, oh my God, like something serious must've happened. For some reason, my phone still wouldn't open up because it's broken. And I get down to the camp, or not the, the camp, the fucking parking lot where we got, where we started the trail. And I open up my phone. I'm finally able to click through to the, the message thing. And it was my retard friends in their group chat arguing 287 messages. <laughs> I think it was about which specialty Halloween breakfast cereal was better like booberry. I'm sorry, Chocula. Taylor. All right. Woody and I had strong opinions. <laughs> It started out just leave the I, I know, I know. Leave the it chat. started out yeah. just normal cereal and then they moved on to Halloween and it was like that that's it's too much. Taylor, too much. I have I have disagreed <laughs> with a lot of the things that the hosts have said on this show. If you tell me you're a count chocolate person, I'm fucking out right now. That's I can't I cannot abide. What are you, Taylor? What are are you a booberry man? It's Frankenberry. Frankenberry. <laughs> you gotta go Frankenberry all the way. Frankenberry? Wait, what flavor is Frankenberry? I remember booberry. I don't even fucking know. I'm just Pink. naming the flavor. <laughs> what is your favorite cereal? Forget about the holiday bullshit. Uh, oh, favorite, uh, Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Very Frosted. When I was a little kid, I liked Cookie Crisp, but only because I was forbidden from having it, and so it felt like a treat. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, other than That's that, maybe like Lu Lucky Charms, probably. Lucky so Charms. Hmm. We didn't eat cereal at our house. Like if we ever had breakfast made for us, it was like eggs. All and right. Bacon. Well, let me help you out a little bit. That's some real white trash shit. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay, fair I, enough. I think judgmental. less of you. I think, <laughs> I think less of you. I think less of you as a man. Now. All right. Like 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 you went from from like right up here. What's a more appropriate cereal? They're always after me, Lucky Charms. Fuck you with those nasty ass marshmallows. Even the cereal part. 
looks like the rejects from a better cereal. It's like all of the <laughs> misformed pieces from an actual good cereal, and they made Lucky Charms with the leftovers. All Dude, even rainbows. when I was like seven years old, I remember his little rhyme, and instead of clovers and blue moons and whatever, 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 something and uh, balloons, Yeah, I thought that he was saying balloons twice, like 2020 rapper style where you can't think of another word to rhyme, <laughs> so you use the same word. And I remember <laughs> even being like seven, being like, that's fucking bullshit that he rhymes blue moons with blue moons. Like that's, come on, come up with a better jingle. But then I found out later it was no. blue moons with balloons. Uh, my favorite cereal is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, that is the uh, correct answer. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is Cinnamon Toast Crunch is a cereal you can eat without milk, which is rare. Absolutely. It it's mm-hmm. a cereal that makes good ice cream even. Like Cinnamon oh, Toast absolutely. Crunch ice cream is fucking good. That cereal you to put dry on cereal? Fruity Pebbles. Fruity no, Pebbles. I don't eat dry cereal, but you can. Oh, so, Fruity Pebbles are great. Good I eat call. Frosted Mini Wheats because I'm able to lie to myself about how that's actually a health cereal. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's Mini Wheats. You know there's more there's more sugar in Raisin Bran than almost any other cereal. Yeah, I didn't. But if I'm I were sure to choose raisins, I mean, they're raisins. a milkless cereal, well, no, but they're raisins covered in sugar. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, that's so why they, when you eat that, you're like, these are the best fucking raisins I've ever had. <laughs> like, if you tried to take to take just unfrosted wheats and then add raisins, you'd be like, this is trash. This yeah. is a trash tier food, but it's they, just sugar they dust. dust the fucking raisins and confectioner sugar. Of course, it's delicious. It's Dude, I don't know how almost that got a healthy round. Almost every one of those, if you look at like all the like the Kashi Golene, like all that shit, it is mm-hmm. just all sugar. Yeah, it's like is, they oh, yeah. they market it as healthy and it's garbage. They just all they do is take, take not, all the fat calories out, introduce sugar calories, and they can say low fat, no fat. I don't have breakfast, and not only that, I don't have breakfast all the time. But here's the deal: we watch this little girl now, and she loves blueberries. So I will take frosted mini wheats a health food, and then take fistfuls of blueberries, <laughs> which I think are vegetables, and and lie to myself about this healthy breakfast that I'm having. And it's it's glorious. Blueberries have sugar, but they're pretty healthy, actually. Blueberries they, they are... Taste too a, lot good to be a lot of antioxidants. A lot of antioxidants in the blueberry. Berries are unbelievably yeah, they're, expensive. Uh, are they? Like, I'm probably having oh, like a yeah. $9 it's bowl of cereal. Because I... Fistfuls, multiple yeah. fistfuls. Like if you want a nice They've menagerie been, uh, of berries, like blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, everything, that's so fucking expensive. It's like five dollars. What year tiny is little... it that you're eating menageries of berries? I'm, I'm saying if you happen to want one, you you are you a single berry man? I can't be satisfied by a single berry, my friend. I need the whole <laughs> spectrum of what, berries. What does your berry selection have to do with? I'm years? actually polyberry. So, because I feel like he's eating like a medieval times king or something like like he's got like the big fruit bowl full of just because I eat tomato slices off of lead plates doesn't world. mean that I'm in the Middle East. <laughs> come from I the love land Kyle of America. Combining like, <laughs> blueberries and raspberries, what wealth is this? Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> this goes against Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, shall I mix berries. The thing that makes me feel the most like I have admitted to being an, a, an adult and I have to fucking take care of myself mm-hmm. is I'm a big breakfast person. Like when I wake up, I'm hungry and it's having a bowl of oatmeal in the morning. I fucking hate it. And I put raisins and almonds. And, you know, when I have them, any sort of fresh fruit at all in it to try to ma- and cinnamon to try to mask the flavor. And it fucking sucks. 
and I down it every morning and I hate it so much, but I do it because it is healthier than what I would have eaten in its place. Yeah, three, because that body isn't free. Yeah. Three tablespoons of sugar will make oatmeal fucking good. Oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> then, then you may as well not fucking eat oatmeal. Like at that oh, point, yeah. Steve, pause for a second. Three tablespoons. I just of picked sugar? a big number, but I'll tell you. And I only do this when I'm on a cruise ship, which is, you know, it's been like six years or something. But uh, yeah, it, it, I've done that. <laughs> a little cinnamon, um, a lot of sugar, and oatmeal's outstanding. I I get when such I'm, a uh, kick. Whenever I play, oh, go ahead. sorry. Whenever I play Vegas, and they, uh, you know, they have whether they feed you from the buffet or they feed you from like there's like a staff buffet, like it, it's always all you can eat when you play Vegas, and and they always have like the dessert stations and they'll have like the fucking ice cream machines. And I'll take uh, at the end of the meal, I'll take like a donut or like a mini apple pie or something and just put it and then cover it in ice cream. And I'm just like, this is my reward for all that fucking oatmeal. This is what I get for oatmeal every day for five fucking years. I get this. <laughs> like That's what makes it okay. I like it. I like it. What were you saying, Taylor? Oh, I was saying that I get such a kick out of how juvenile is the wrong word because it sounds insulting but it's not like that woody's cravings are where woody's you're just like it's it's wholesome i guess is the right <laughs> word where you're like you, you don't want booze you don't want drugs you're like every once in a while i'll spoil myself with a few more planters cashews and then <laughs> do that i'll, I'll uh i'll not, eat not expensive berries ones. not the honey roasted ones it's not christmas all right like you can't <laughs> yeah. no no you lighten up and those honey roast ones are overrated as shit. They're too sweet. They're too sweet. And I'll too sweet? Say it right. You want right, right. Station, They're too good looking. If you're getting a gas station things. nut, what you want are the, the fiery, like, cayenne pepper dusted peanuts in those little pouches. Those are solid. Wow. The thing I miss most about living in New York is uh, when I say this, I, I don't mean uh, having nuts off the street like other parts of New York. I mean, like, yeah. uh, like the vendors. Like the uh, the the praline shit that like just covered in in uh just covered in sugar. sugar, yeah. Oh, it's so good. They're so good. They were like uh they, they used to be like a dollar. I think they're two bucks now. Like you Probably just throw down a couple bills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, yeah. It's one of those things. Would be like this damn inflation. I used to be able to get diabetes for cheaper. <laughs> Dude. I yeah i mean it's no, just totally Terry, random too you don't know he yeah. you're you broke up so he's pretending he heard your joke oh you dick kyle <laughs> <laughs> it was my little fun way of letting you know <laughs> but i don't think Taylor you, you responded got it. to it so perfectly and in the right time that I had zero suspicion that you were responding to me. Uh, you're, you're an asshole sometimes. Man. <laughs> I, feel, I feel sympathy for this though because the amount of time, like the reason, like most of the time when I'm on, the, like when I'm on the show, you know, when the world was open and I was touring, like I had to plan being on PKA around when I was touring because the idea of doing this kind of show, the idea of going three to four hours expecting good hotel internet, like that's the kind of thing where you write an email, you put it in your outbox, and you wait and hope it sends before you finish. Yeah. Like that hotel internet sucks so much. I'm amazed you're able to be these two weird little square. Like when when you guys air the episode, can you just put 
like a like a picture of Taylor smiling in that box or like what do you do? <laughs> am I am I looking bad here because I like right before we started Chiz was like, "Hey, you uh, pretty much every hotel you can go and pay for premium internet and then that should be better." And so like right before we started, I went and I bought the like the the oh, daily premium thing. Okay. And so hopefully that makes it okay. And it's no, not, it's not it's good 95%, maybe yeah. better. It's it's almost always perfect. Um but it's you, just very rarely. You know how audio incorrectly. If probably. audio glitches for even a second, like people I want to say I'm, I'm acting like it's me, but like humans find that less forgivable than say video glitching for just a second. You know, mm-hmm. it, am, it, am I am I the only one who can't see his video? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you can't see my video. Hold on, let me uh let me turn it off and back on again and, and see. No, no, I've no, had his video for ages. Oh yeah, for, for mine he for mine he's just been those two little fucking Discord boxes that just do this the whole time. Oh that sucks. And then he's Yeah. That's been the whole that's been the whole time. I assumed you shut off your video because your internet was so bad that you're like, well, maybe I'll just do the audio. No, I, I, yeah, I've, I've done that before, but <clears throat> yeah, if Woody and Kyle can see me, that means um, I'm being recorded. Can you see me at all now, Steve? No? No, I'm just imagining your, your uh, happy face. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> My fat fucking happy face. <laughs> no, Taylor, you've been yeah. fine 99% of the show. That's good. Yeah, as long as you guys have, it doesn't matter what the fuck it looks like on my end. <sighs> oh. So, yeah, same sentiment. I, <laughs> I uh, have these, like, stories that i saved and uh, before we uh oh, real oh, quick sorry, before we jump right. into there we're gonna hear from a couple of awesome companies that represent our show and help us out support us blue chew and squarespace blue chew let's talk about sex good sex guys remember the days where you were always ready to go now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it's the real deal, and it's the stuff that works. You can take it anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, which is important. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the real pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys with dysfunction. It's for anyone who wants extra function and to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the farm. They're made in the U.S., and since Blue Chew prepares Taylor. and ships direct, they're cheaper. Can you yeah. pick up after no in-person doctor's visit? Oh, sure. I'm sorry. Sorry, I really Blue Chew is great. I'm just I'm just looking for the uh, there we go. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the US of A. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your shipment free. With use of our special promo code PKA. Just pay five dollars in shipping. Again, that's BLUU. B-L-U-E Chew.com. Promo code PKA to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. I'm baffled. How do you spell blue again? Why is that part of the read? Who is their who is their customer base? They're like, uh, like B-L-U-E. B-L-E-W. My understanding is that they, they want to make sure that people know it's the color blue instead of B-L-E-W. Because yeah, the amount I, they have in the ad about that, a bunch of people were typing in 
B-L-E-W. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Hey, that, that's the wrong one. That one's that one's not right. B-L-U-E, like the color blue chew.com slash PKA. So check that out. Another wonderful company. We're going to hear from tonight is Squarespace. This episode of PKA is brought to you by our good friends over at Squarespace from personal blogs and e-commerce destinations to marketing tools and analytics that will help your business succeed. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform where you can build and establish a beautiful online presence and run your business with ease. problem. Because in addition to configuring third-party domains, customers can also purchase domains directly through Squarespace. Over 200 TLDs are currently available for purchase, and each domain with Squarespace comes with a beautiful parking page and free Who is Privacy. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. They take care of all that for you. You won't need any plugins to get you going. You can hit the ground running with your new website by utilizing Squarespace's, Squarespace's award-winning templates. Everyone should have their own corner of the internet, and with that, you'll want to f- just that with ease. Taylor, Squarespace's sites are... Pick up after your own corner of the internet, please. Everyone should have their own corner of the internet, and with that, you'll want to flesh out your online community. Now you can do just that with ease, and Squarespace. Fuck! Am I out again? For a second you were. I just feel like we have to get this right. This is what pays the We bills. gotta get it right! We're, we're doing it for Squarespace. This is... I'll do it again. Everyone should have their own corner of the internet. Please keep going. Am I good? Yes. Everyone should have their own corner of the internet. And with that, you'll want to flesh out your own online community. Now you can do just that with ease. And Squarespace's sites are fully integrated with commenting systems that support fully threaded comments, replies, and likes. Squarespace is trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. They're used by a wide range of creatives creatives and people, musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. In addition to some of the largest e-commerce sites you'll find conducting business online today. So don't wait any longer. Get started today. Head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash PKA to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash PKA. Nailed it. All right. Uh, Woody, before you do there the, we the go. stories, uh, can, yeah. I, can I show you all something that uh, someone gave me? I figure Kyle will like this because it's kind of a weapon. Kind of. Oh, he loves weapons. <laughs> yeah. So here. Oh, Ooh. goodness. You got yourself a cutlass there, right? Are so you someone a Marine? Gave me, it's a Marine here. sword. It's their, uh, it's their uh, non-commissioned officer Marine sword. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, a, fa- a, fan, uh, a fan sent it to me. Um, and I, yeah, I posted about it. I posted about it on my Facebook and it was like a really sweet moment. Like he sent it to me and basically said that, you know, that he, it was like a very complimentary letter and I posted it and I, you know, and most of the comments were like very, very sweet. And then a couple people emailed me and they were just like, you gotta be careful. That means he's going to kill himself because he's giving away his things. I was like, you must be so fucking bored in this pandemic. <laughs> the idea it'd be like oh my god it's a mystery we have to solve this and help this man i was like this guy he's a sweet guy he's got like a wife and a kid we've emailed back and forth a couple of times like he's a nice dude that just wanted to give me a nice thing and then there were all these people who were just like oh my god he must be killing himself how uh, how, how well trained are you with your blade <laughs> do you know the ways of the blade <laughs> <laughs> No, watch, here's my training. Could you, per se, cut seven Aquafinas? In- <laughs> is it sharp? This is all I can do. What? Is it sharp? Let's find out. Cut yourself. 
Like would that oh, cut accident. you? Do you think? Oh, oh that's I'd not true. It. No, it's uh, it's I think it's been dull. <laughs> it's ceremonial. The guy <laughs> hasn't been a marine since uh, 2006. Okay. Um, so it's and it's nor- the ceremonial sword is normally for like it's like weddings, you know, or like cutting a cake or doing the Dude, whole shit like, could go down anywhere. Our thing, you know, etc. But what's fun is so one of the things I did with my studio is the door is like a secret bookcase now. I'm, I've been, I've been home alone. For well, months. not now. So, <laughs> what? Not now. It's not, not a secret not anymore. Now. <laughs> yeah, now it still is. Um. So uh, yeah. So like when the door is closed, it just looks like there's a bookcase there, and uh, and the sword is hanging up right outside of it, and like it's right on the my bedroom is like right down the hall. And so if there's any intruder, I just get out, I grab the sword, go in the secret bookcase, and then wait th- go there in the for bookcase. them. Bookcase. Yeah. And then they then they eventually find me and kill me. But meanwhile, you know, I'll, I'll have a cool ornamental sword. So. I guarantee the intruders will never search the bookcase. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if look they're like looking to read? Yeah. You, you don't think that's possible, Kyle? You don't think someone bursts into a home and goes, do you think they have the Iliad? <laughs> <laughs> I already read that one. What about the Odyssey? <laughs> They're arguing about Homer's epics. Yeah. Uh, oh, Skull yeah. him with and the then butt then... of a fucking high point. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, then I come out and try to stab them with a non-pointy sword. It works perfectly. It's the, uh, I'll be safe. It'll be fine. Man, we got lucky, man. It's fucking lucky that guy came out. With a dull-ass sword and had no idea how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky my dad made me take fencing. Otherwise, I might have been in trouble. <laughs> Immediately. He was there no yeah. I, I wonder what Snow's doing right now. Well, probably in prison. 8.59. He ought to be out. It seems like you should. Oh, I see. I, really? He was getting out that soon? He might. He didn't know. He, uh, my my one of my friends from prison. Uh, he had he had done many years and uh, had an unknown amount of time left because of the way the federal prison system works. Like they could they could have given him like a lot of house arrest plus like um, um, halfway house, and he could have gotten out like in January of this year, I think, or February, something like that. Or they could have fucked him, and he could have not literally. Um, but also probably not. He's hard and, to uh, fuck. He'd be hard to fuck and you wouldn't enjoy it. And, uh, but, but he, he, maybe this fall, if it didn't happen, uh, early, early, uh, earlier in the year, um, <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what he's up to right now. Are you though. allowed to contact him? No, I don't think so. Hmm. No, have you I guys think talked a- about, have you guys talked about how poor the timing was for, for Kyle? The idea that like, if you had gotten arrested a year later, Whatever it was, you'd be, you never would have gone to, maybe. yeah, home arrest now. Everybody who's not, they're releasing all kinds of people. And so oh, if you were is that true that or out, not? I can't tell. Are they letting a lot of people out or just Trump's friends? No, see, see, I, uh, not, not oh, no, people, they're, they're, they're letting tons of people out. I've heard about this in like cities all over the country where like a bunch of people get arrested and then they'll just let them out because of COVID or, a, or some I, other I reason. So, I don't yeah. think, I don't know if that's the federal prison system though. And, uh, uh, and, and, and I'm pretty glad I went to prison cause that was, that was a lot of fun stories. That was a lot of cool experiences. I uh, enjoyed yeah. your bits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Selfishly, I'm glad you, you want to go back. No, I think next time I'd have to go for a lot longer. 
I'm almost done. Yeah, but with then this part. more stories. No, nah, I, I got <laughs> I, mean, I got plenty the first time. I'm all good. I'm all good. They get repetitive. I mean, you can't do the same bit all the time. No, no. Yeah, but Kyle, Kyle, come <laughs> on. If this thing's gonna go to seven seasons, you're gonna need more no. stories. <laughs> I'll come up with something else. All right, I'll, I'll brainstorm. Yeah. Um, but but I don't. I don't Kyle, want season eight is like Game of Thrones. Season eight, it's just it's just <laughs> at the end, it just makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were talking the other week about how the PKA Reddit was slowly moving my eyes further and further apart. If you look at our banner now, I look absolutely absurd. It's just, I look like kid the slot. You're like a sea creature. What have they done? I can't believe that anyone in that subreddit would Photoshop a picture of a person to make them look worse. I can't even oh, imagine. Oh, no, but it's, it's funny, man. This is a good joke. I like it. <laughs> they don't, like, post yeah. pictures of me and be like... Like some, they'll like at like nonprofit agencies with a picture of me with my eyes photoshopped further apart and be like, any love for this handicapped streamer? And I'm like, please stop, guys. Please stop tagging these people. <laughs> Your eyes have moved so You're like, wide. We need to raise money for him to get internet on the road. <laughs> yeah, the eyes are so wide. They had to widen your My, head. my face looks thinner. <laughs> Yeah, don't you remember Taylor from that movie? I'd wide eyes wide apart. That's a good one. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. It's nice when good jokes go off on the internet. Oh, just I good spirited fun. Jokes. By the way, spelled B L E W. It just redirects to the real one. Good so. for them. They got their domain game oh, yeah. on point. But yeah. it's not B L E W, B L U E boys. Right. Get a hard. What deck. about what about B L O O? Does that also redirect? <laughs> How dumb nope. can you spell blue? It still works. No, this one got caught by, I guess, my ISP's DNS. Turned into a search. Yeah. Suddenly Woody's computer shuts off. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, that's a very different kind of website, boys. I'm going to tell you right now. That's what I thought the other blue chew was going to be. It was going to be like bad oral sex or something like that. Like, you know, a combination of what sort about, of blow and chewing. No? Oh. What about B-L-U-E? That's chewing blow. C-H-O-O. Is that just like a kid's book? Like a train? <laughs> No, that's for. Uh, you don't really have to check. <laughs> that's for like an Asian American running for office. <laughs> that's blue chew for Congress. <laughs> not CHU. <laughs> oh, not CHU. Okay, never mind then. Uh, yeah, just, just well, then I'm out of jokes on that one. It's a website placeholder. <laughs> yeah. It's not cool. <sighs> My sleep schedule's so fucked up, oh, man. man. Yeah, I had, to, I had to set an alarm for the show. What? I thought you were solid, dude. No, he's inverted. No, wait, Kyle, don't you remember on. he played? I, I Rust thought you were again? solid for a long time. You I was. was solid for a long time. And then they inverted. said, "Tap, tap, tap." Kyle, do you want to play Rust? And he's like, "You know I do. You know I do. You know I <laughs> what, what time are you waking up now? Because you woke up. What time are you waking up now, Kyle? Because very recently you were getting up early ass in the morning, going to bed reasonable hours. Was it Rust once again? Yeah. That was the mistress that led you away from it. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I'm honestly, I'm on a schedule. I sleep eight hours a night. Um, I do the same stuff every day. But I woke up today at five forty-five p.m. 
Yeah. You know, he sleeps from 12 to oh, 8. It's a nice healthy sleep schedule, just the wrong AM, PM. Yeah, the, it's the, it's the AM, PM. It's completely inverted. You can't say you sleep out eight hours a night when it's not at night. Oh, I sleep eight hours a day. <laughs> you sleep eight hours a morning. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. Afternoon. You know. <laughs> yeah, I go to sleep yeah. in the in the early morn. How is uh, your squad kinda, doing on rest? Uh, we play duos, just Mitty and I. Um, okay. But we, we've been on a four day wipe cycle, so we haven't played in a few days. I think they actually wiped today, so we'll probably get on tonight and uh, and start a new start a new wipe. Get I think back the, into it. Rust, it's just a that's just a cover. It's it's because the Japanese stock markets are open at different hours, and so he has to make sure <laughs> he stunks. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm doing something productive in Fiji water. I'm not I'm not mining for ore all night. Yeah, it's <laughs> not it. Um, I question for you guys because you guys are w- way more gamers than I am. Okay. Um. When did games decide to put errands in as part of the game? Like, why is that like a fetch thing? Quest? In like, like I like I love like I love playing Grand Theft, and I hate how often you have to just drive in traffic. <laughs> and I was like, why? Why does this take seven minutes for me to get to this fucking thing for the quest? And then like uh, that happens. Red Dead Redemption. Also, you have to run errands for your wife, right? Like there's yeah there's no I'm playing Red Dead right now and you're right the the trick is is I ignore any quest that I don't like and so I'll like go to a dot and some woman will be like some some criminal stole all my canned peaches I need someone and I'll just be like good day and then just leave <laughs> you know, that's what you need you, you can't because it always gives you an option to comfort or antagonize and antagonize is the funniest option ever given in a video game because like it'll just be like some woman there was a homeless woman who was like in the streets and like i only have enough money for one more chicken pot pie i would love one more oh you like i thought that there was a chance that if you give this the right homeless person some kind of money that you might like get a wish granted like a genie or something That's or at least some real life I'm like really piece Just of like equipment. Cowboys, right. Like they might be like, oh, then yeah. you could use my husband's old revolver and something cool. Turns out, no, because I gave one bitch money, this NPC bitch, and then it turned out later I was riding by. She, she's wearing a dress. She's looking nice, and so I got off my horse and I murdered her. And, <laughs> Just and, like I, really. and I stole, I stole my money back. Mm. But then it turned out the police in that area were very upset with me. <laughs> but, uh, you it's a really fun back. game i like the it girl or the dress shop no i killed her and then i for loot and i stole my money back and then i got like a silver ring and that was about it it really wasn't worth it i had to pay like a 400 hundred dollar fine which is a lot in red dead yes it's it just because fast. i murdered her but also it, they, it was only like a 16 dollar fine for murdering her it was when i post office and killed two dozen cops that the rate really went up. <laughs> oh man, Red Dead is fun, man. It's good. But my character, I, I've said it before, I haven't let him shower the entire time. And my chat will be like, dude, please let your character shower. He's disgusting. And he'll like walk into social situations and he'll be like, Arthur, are you ready to get going here? And he's like, yeah, I'll go to the bar and get the distraction going. And then you walk up there and they're like, whew. Smells like someone hasn't had a bath in a coon's age. <laughs> You're just there, stinky, sweaty, disgusting. 
yeah, that, pretending to be a cowboy is great. It's a lot of fun. That, all, that, all those parts of it sound fun. But like the the idea of like in Grand Theft, you can't not do the errand. Like you have to in order to get to the place where the next thing is, you have to drive. Like if you don't have a, yeah. if you have a helicopter. Are you talking about GTA Five? What? GTA Five? You're talking about right now? Oh, I thought you said PKA Five, and I'm like, oh, that was a while. Oh, GTA Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, GTA Five. Yeah, uh, which is basically LA, which is part of why I find it fun. Like there was one where I decided to have a. I had a standoff with cops on the roof of the comedy store. That was kind of cool. Um, That's it. Yeah, it's a ton yeah. of fun. I, GTA Five is, I think, the most fun I've ever had streaming a game because it is like the dialogue is genuinely funny and yeah. it gives you so many little ways to play with it that I is, I really is that the one where you play as the black guy though? You can play as a Tre- I think no Trevor is the crazy redneck white guy, and then you got Michael who's the crazy or. The He's the mobster guy. Okay. But still yeah, a little bit crazy right. guy. And then you've got, I think it's Franklin, the black guy, who's the best at driving, who has like that that ability where you can hit both sticks if you're playing on controller and slow down your turn. And so like if you're racing, you want Franklin. If you're shooting, you want uh what is it, Tucker, I guess. That guy. Because his Trevor. his ability is called like meth rage. <laughs> because yeah. then if you use his meth Trevor. rage, suddenly he can aim and fire at a rate that nobody else can. And so that's what you want. I think Trevor is one of the one of the most fun characters. Oh, he's like hilarious. The, too. Yeah, he's 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 absolutely awesome. But but even with all of that shit, you still have to you have to fucking drive the whole time. Like I liked to, that though. You know, like the, I, oh. I didn't fast travel once in that entire. Okay, I fast traveled maybe two or three times that entire game because most of the time it was like. Why wouldn't I drive back to where I'm going from? Because there's always little side missions, little fun quests you can do. And so what if like two or three of the fun quest fun quests are stupid and not fun? Like every once in a while you'll get one that's like, hey, my name's fucking Chuck the meth head and I need Adam killed. And it's like, yes, this is the kind of mission I'm doing. I'm going to go kill Adam for you. I don't care if you're giving me bootleg moonshine. That's going to make me blind. I'm not going to use the reward anyway. I just want something to do. Like that's what <laughs> I just I think I don't like it because I live in LA and I'm like fuck I gotta take the 405 again like I had to do that earlier today <laughs> playing this game to earlier today. But the difference is when you get off the 405 and you're in a residential street in real life you can't hit the gas and mow over dozens of people. I mean you can't. Speak well, for yourself. <laughs> fair, fair enough, I suppose. <laughs> but that was fun in the game to just fuck people up for no reason and that, yeah, that was the best part of gta i hope they come out with gta 6 soon but i feel like those games only come out what every like eight years nine years the last one was so successful you would think that they would make a new one you know in two or three years but it seems They've like they made like, so much money off of the add-ons though. yeah yeah they're like, like we can just milk they, this forever what they've been doing is they've just been expanding the world um and you know and just adding other things you can do and people have the game already and they're you know they're excited by it it's the like i play this uh i play this iphone game um or i guess it's probably an android too but it's called empires and puzzles and like it's you know it's one of these like a grind game and sounds fun you play play, yeah you play a little bit every day um but it's it's addicting because they keep adding like these little new things to it and so like it's really fucking addicting do you ever give in? Like give in and pay? 
where they're like, hey, your cathedral will be finished in three days unless you shell out the four bucks and get it finished right now. Have you ever given oh, into the temptation? I've definitely spent money on that game. Absolutely. Um, and I have no problem with it because I play it every day and I've played it every day for you know over a year. It, it keeps me sane because it's something like with comedy, it is so difficult to do something and know what the result is going to be. Like you have to just put so much out there and just hope one of the things you do happens to work. And what I love about that game is like, if I do this, this little thing will happen. If I do that, that little thing will happen. You know the results of your actions. It's like the one thing in my life I can control is this fucking iPhone game. And so like, yeah, I absolutely love this game and I have no problem putting money into it because it keeps me sane. Oh, Taylor, did you, um, did you hear Woody talking about what he was doing when he came back out of breath? On uh, on the last episode, no. What what the hell was that about? Did, so did he was we gonna figure out what he was, was up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so he was gonna talk about steroids, right? And like 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 the the conspiracy theory that we were all on steroids. And so he figured mm-hmm. if he was gonna look like maybe he was on steroids, he should get a pump. So <laughs> when he left the room, he uh, I think he had to like pick up a pizza from like the pizza delivery man, like maybe pay that guy. But then he cranked out forty push ups real quick. And so when he came, he was hoping when he came so back, when he, he came, back. came back, he'd have a good pump going on. But instead, he just came back a little bit, little bit red faced and and out of breath <laughs> with, a, with a different shirt on, <laughs> with a different shirt on. I guess he got a little sweaty, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but that's yeah, what, that, that's, that's what was going on. Do. That's what steroids do. They make you red faced. They make you out of breath, and they make you change your shirt every time. It's that, they're, it's no, they're, they're very difficult. Did the the amount of response I've gotten on my, like, I haven't been on social media that much. So maybe it's just me like not checking Twitter as often. And so it seems like a lot more, but people have really resonated with the truth. I was spitting about Helen Keller last Dude. week. And so I'm what? so proud of it. I'm, I'm a, uh, anyone out there I'm calling into uh, I talked to Dick Masterson. He wants me to call into his show again this Sunday, this Sunday I'm calling into the Dick show. I don't know when it goes live, but he wants me to enlighten his audience as well about how much of a fraud Helen Keller. I'm so afraid. I want to jump in here. So last night I'm live streaming. And when you were giving me the Helen Keller spiel, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. I was 110% team Taylor (laughs) that this fucking woman is a fraud who generations of Americans, generations of humans have been baffled by this woman who couldn't speak. I guess she could speak. She couldn't see and she couldn't hear. And then I watched videos. Taylor, she's much more capable than you said she was. I watch and, I, and, and I'm listening to her talk, and then she has the other person. I'm like, that's the same thing. I, I heard her talk, and hey, she, Woody, Woody, why did all of her speeches, public engagements, and books cease as soon as Ann Sullivan died? Well, why why wouldn't she continue to speak her truth to everyone who who wanted to know it? Taylor, as soon as I her teacher died, falling for the lies of her Big activism and her abilities. <laughs> disappear that's Taylor, fucking weird i'm dude. listening to her talk and then i listen to ann sullivan and it's like oh my god that's what she said so on my live stream i'm like guys taylor said she signed into her palm right you could actually hear her say all these words and i'm trying to show my stream what helen keller's capabilities really were <laughs> they fucking donation bomb me whenever you donate like 15 seconds of shucks you plays and you you couldn't hear a goddamn thing on the video because they were like just bombarding like three dollars at a Good. time. We're not interested, lads. We're not interested in this nonsense <laughs> propaganda of some of Ann Sullivan training Helen Keller to say certain things. 
And then, first of all, the first book she ever wrote when she was 11 turned out to be a complete fabrication that was plagiarized from someone who wrote it a couple decades prior. Entirely. That's how it's I wrote when now. I was 11. Now, and when you were 11, no, it was Ann Sullivan writing through this savant. And then Ann <laughs> Sullivan realized, oh, you know, nobody's going to buy this. I should wait a few more years. And then she writes all of her books, gets everything published through Helen Keller. And then it's crazy. It's almost oh, like I'm, as soon as she died, Helen Keller no longer had any takes about anything ever. I'm, it's just, I'm it's unfamiliar. Just weird. I'm unfamiliar. So... If I'm understanding the context, Ellen Ke- Helen Keller's teacher was named Ann Sullivan. What, what mm. teacher of what? Oh shit! So so yeah. Ann <laughs> Sullivan was the one who taught her taught her how to sign and communicate. And what really happened is that Helen Keller's parents were rich. They didn't want to admit that. Oh, I'm, I'm giving the abridged version. Helen Keller's, Keller's parents, mm. rich, very, very privileged did not want to admit that they had a daughter who was retarded. And so they basically got a teacher and they picked different teachers. This is something else I didn't even bring up. They went through different teachers and so many teachers were like, yeah, there's no fucking way, dude. And then Ann Sullivan shows up and they're paying her a handsy sum. And she's like, oh, well, my, it turns out your daughter, she's not only not blind deaf, she's got a lot of political opinions. (laughs) <laughs> She's got a lot of astute and well-researched opinions that she couldn't possibly know. And then immediately, or very soon after, she begins espousing the same beliefs as Ann Sullivan. And like I said, when Ann Sullivan died, all of these beliefs, all these speeches, all these books dried up. And so I, wait, I, I wait, put wait, it wait, together wait. that she was retarded. Why, why would you say she had no access to that? You're saying Helen Keller couldn't Google this stuff like anybody else? Yeah, Taylor. No. She, <laughs> if you put Google in front of her, she wouldn't know what to do. Taylor, tell him what the, the, the title to your little uh, spiel was. Oh, uh, Helen Keller's Secret Retard. <laughs> my favorite part. That's my favorite part. I, I still got a couple copies of it printed out at home. Very, very Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> he had some out at work. I bet, the, I bet that manifesto is getting thicker by the, by the day over there. God knows what's thicker that's, that's what I do. My, my manifesto is 100% about how And also this bitch said this and it's made of it. It's like, why, why did he do this? Kyle, it's, it just seems thicker than it is because of all, the, uh, of all the braille. It all raises braille. and makes the pages twice as thick. That's true. Yeah, it looks like a big book. Not really. It's just got bumps all over it. Yeah, it's it's. I I, I guess I'm on board. You know, I wasn't beforehand, but I'm pretty <laughs> yes. sure you can. They totally shut sure. me down when I was trying to like show the Helen Keller video and demonstrate her capabilities. And boys, don't you stop. <laughs> Do not allow propaganda to be spoken Woody, Woody, without her response. Woody. What are you saying? Your capa- her capabilities. You're saying that she was more able than she let on, or no, no, more able than Taylor let on. So, like when Taylor said, "You know, this thing's a big scam." What Helen Keller would do is sign into Ann Sullivan's palm, and then Ann Sullivan would tell you what she just said. And I'm there like, that speakers- does sound yeah. wildly suspicious, right? Like, you know, would yeah. we speak in the secret? palm sign language code and and i use that's that's bullshit so then i went to youtube and started watching some helen keller videos and she's just talking she's saying things and how do you know that's actually helen keller and not a sign <laughs> touche yeah i guess you got she's me there. talking but she's that's talking the same way a parrot does the same way a parrot talks is the way she talks 
Uh, like whether feathers? What do you mean? <laughs> no, like like Helen Keller is mimicking sounds like, that she's heard in the past. There's about? even a thing there where where Helen's got her like hands on the mouth of Anne Sullivan, and Anne Sullivan's like, and when I go, mm, and Helen Keller go, mm. <laughs> it's like, and when I go, <laughs> and Helen goes, wait a goddamn <laughs> minute, I'm watching her talk right now. She can, she speaks very well. The, uh, these, look, these are uh, post-production effects. <laughs> this is black and white. Give a link. I want to see it. Black and white. Yeah, Kyle Link. I'm gonna no, she's, it for you. I will not abide any discussion that she is not a retard. <laughs> That's why it's Kyle, Kyle's going Kyle, through the same steps. Black and white. I am. All right. You made it black and white, so it's believable. That's the that's the key. That's how they get you. Oh, you know, you're they, you're watching they, Helen Keller speaks out. All right, all right. Cue up. No propaganda I'm film. At, I'm at 206. Let me just poison the well here. Heavily edited. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, there's some Adobe work in here. Tell me when you're at 206. I am. I'm, okay, hold ready? on. Wait, hold on, hold on a second. I gotta... Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I don't have the chat up. Um, I'll just, you know what? Just, just fucking do it without me. It's right. fine. Ready, fine. set, play. That appointment in not being able to speak normally. It is the acute disappointment in not being able to speak normally. Longingly, I think how much more good I Bullshit. Longingly, I feel how much more good I could have done. If I had acquired normal speech. But rather than this sorrowful experience, incredible. No, lies. It's fucking incredible. I'm inspired. I, I literally am inspired because, like, like, like just so we're all on the same page. I know Steve isn't watching, so let me describe. This woman who, who, who cannot see or hear and has been like that since she was like 14 months old or some shit, 19. has learned to speak by touching the lips of her teacher while she says a word and then signing that word into her hand so she knows what word is being said. Where's the rest of them? Based on that, she is having a full fucking conversation and saying that one of her life's greatest regrets is that she can't speak normally. And she's speaking well enough that I can understand like 90% of it. It's like someone with a very strong accent. If you've ever heard a deaf person speak, how there's a really kind of like odd tone to it and, and they don't, but, but she's moving her lips based on memory of touching someone, some, someone's lips. And she's having a legitimate conversation and speaking eloquently. Why, why Why? did she never speak after Ann Sullivan died? Wait, wait, new theory, new theory. Alan Keller was completely able the entire time. Oh! And it was, it was faked in order to show the improvement. Helen that, Keller, Helen? secret fake. <laughs> she, okay, well, I, I even said on the show there were three <laughs> options, only one of which is impossible. One option, she is a retard, and she's being manipulated like a parrot. Second option, she is faking deaf, dumb, and blind. 
Third option, she's the first deaf, dumb, blind woman to be able to make astute political observations about things she's never seen. How Only good, one of those how is totally she, impossible. How good was she at pinball? That'll tell us. Probably not good. I don't think they had that yet. Uh, I know the song. I'm, I'm with you. Thank you. Taylor's gone. I just found a YouTube video, Meet the Deaf Blind Lawyer Fighting for People. <laughs> I, I'm not sure she's the only deafblind person to communicate. Here's a 17-minute video of various deafblind people communicating. And, and you know what? A lot of that... I know and it exactly looks like it was made 17. in 1970, so I'm pretty sure there's been a lot more deafblind people who can communicate since. You, you know what? I know exactly the deafblind study you're citing because I looked into this when I was talking about Helen Keller. And a lot of what you're about to look at there are people who went deaf at 14 and blind at 17 because of scarlet fever. And so obviously they have the requisite skill set in order to engage in conversation if they need to. Like they, If that's they went true, why are they signing into their each other's hands? Uh, how long is that video? 17 minutes. Can't I'm saying nobody who's 19 months behind. We, we got to get off Helen Keller. <laughs> Taylor's like, this oh, is really upsetting for me. I can't now it's time to switch subjects. <laughs> no, the truth does not come out. The truth is found last episode, my I, friends. What kills, so Taylor will sometimes just define a truth. Like, no one has ever done this before <laughs> and ever done this since. If you don't think that, that you're a fool. Moving on. <laughs> it's just like, what, what, what? that needs to be fact-checked. Nope. Okay. Yeah, look, never mind. Fact-checks are bad. When you denied the Holocaust, I was a little off-put. But now, this Helen Keller stuff, I really can't. Wait, that was your conspiracy theory. It's not how I remember it. That was Taylor. (laughs) Oh, okay. That was me. me. (laughs) Just kidding. I've been doing retarded ones the whole time. The Denver airport one, that was a solid one. I walked around the Denver airport a little bit when I got here. The murals in that place, it's fucking weird. It is there, weird. Did you see the horse? There's no way to deny it. It is weird. The, Did you the see the style. statue outside? This yeah, I, I saw Denver Lucifer, airport. the big horse, like with the with the red glowing eyes. It, the Denver airport is is fucking weird. There's an odd aesthetic. It's fucking it really gargoyles is. at baggage claim. What the fuck is up with that? What's the wait? 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 You're asking that everyone in the city is high. <laughs> you're wondering why the airport looks weird. Yeah, but well, they yeah, built that because airport the airport recently. was built decades ago, way before they were all chill with pot. Yeah, well, way before it was legalized. But it's not like it's not like they legalized pot in Denver, and suddenly people were like, "I've heard a lot about this. Can we give it a try?" <laughs> like it's, it's Denver has been like the home of of mushrooms forever. Hey, where are mushrooms? Like, I talked to uh, that, that. That's funny you say that because just just two days ago. I was talking to my cousin, obviously lives here, and I was like, dude, we want to find like a really cool, like semi-difficult hiking trail to take. And my cousin was like, oh, dude, I know a guy who knows the best areas in Colorado Springs. And this motherfucker took us like a guided tour through the most difficult hike I've ever done. And it turns out that he's he shows up with his dog and in a tie-dye shirt. And, he, and the whole time, he's talking about how he's, major like mycology like mushroom studies and so every time he sees a mushroom he's like going over to the side being like oh dude we could like fry this up or like oh here's one of the ones that we could like cut up and like trip on it was like this is, i, I kind of wanted wanted someone to just tell me where to go <laughs> more, than, <laughs> more than the whole like drug lecture Oh, the same way a bunch like- of shrooms man damn you have to bro it's like yeah what but do we go left or right here. Well, now in now in LA, because like, you could just you could just get 
pot delivered to you. It's, you know, it's the same as like ordering a pizza. And Dude, it's fucking the cool. idea of like what's gone is having to talk to some guy trying to sell you pot for an hour. Like what's, <laughs> what's gone from that is like where you have to discuss like what the real meaning of this album is. <laughs> you know what's gone from that also is is having to pretend that you're friends with your drug dealer. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh man, yeah, I, I guess I'd love to watch an episode of something with you, man. Uh, hey, you want to smoke some of your stuff together? No, no. So <laughs> it was you know, always the worst. No, I want to go home. I always had the yeah, worst drug dealers. Oh, they were the worst. <sighs> that one guy, I'd go to his house and we'd be down in his basement where he had all of his plants. And all these degenerates would be hanging around to get free weed, pretending like they're his friends. And and I just want to buy and leave. And and they're just all yep. such losers. They're just the worst kinds of people. That's where I had that conversation where we're out, out back, like smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, uh, you know, someone brought up meth, methamphetamine, like randomly. And I was like, hey, meth, not even once. Am I right? And they went. Well, I've tried it a few times, and the other and I, I was like, "Fuck!" And the other guy goes, "Yeah, I like to get a little crispy every now and then." And I was just like, <laughs> "A little crispy." <laughs> well, it's my cue to fucking run away. <laughs> so you need a spiel, Kyle. I'm, I'm more into you need to hit your drug dealer and be like, "I need one ounce Alaskan Purple Dragon Slayer. Faster is better." <laughs> you would expect that to be a thing, but he, he, he can't do it that same way. Treated like a barber. Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. Sorry. He would be like, I, you know, I tell him what I wanted, and he'd be like, "All right, let me go bag it up." And it'd take him like twenty minutes while he had a whole conversation with me, telling me stories, depressing stories. He never had bags. He always had to like make these bootleg bags out of like plastic wrap and a soldering gun. <laughs> and, and like, like I, I'm not even soldering kidding. Oh wrap. shit. Did, yeah. did he ever? Did he ever use the cellophane off of a cigarette container and then solder that? I closed? would buy in such quantities that that wouldn't that that wouldn't work. But I have purchased <laughs> weed where it was in the cellophane of a cigarette, <laughs> yeah. like like the cellophane that comes off of a packet of cigarettes, and then they put yeah. it in there, roll up, and then melt the top, and it's just like. This is some ghetto shit, boys. <laughs> they just they just give it to him in like a Kroger shopping bag. Yeah, I, you know, I, I buy I buy at least an ounce at a time. Like like, like if I'm if I'm if I'm. Yeah, I remember there. I was in a, I was in a, a college drought of needing it, or, or wanting some pot. You know, I was like a sophomore in college, and it was like, who am I going to go to? And someone was like, hey, this guy, he kind of is weird, but he, he'll do. And I was like, all right. So I went over there, and I was going to buy some, and it, this happened like twice. And this guy would like pillory you with offers of playing Street Fighter. <laughs> the entire time you were just trying to buy drugs and go home and so I, I would have to play him in Street Fighter in two or three fights and get absolutely manhandled by him because I didn't know the buttons I didn't know how to play Street Fighter <laughs> but every time you go over there you sit down and before he goes to grab the goods he wants to fucking play Street Fighter and so you play <laughs> a couple games of Street Fighter with him you get railroaded and you just have to be like alright man well uh <laughs> Can I just have the, the weed now? Like, That's what can, they should have done. Get that for me? It's anti-drug commercials. Fuck this whole, like, oh, and then you play with your gun and accidentally shoot yourself. Oh, your dog talks. They should have just been like, look at the fucking degenerate you're going to have to talk to for the next two hours. Yeah. Like, if you buy drugs, you're going to have to go to this guy's house. 
Like that's the best anti-drug commercial you could possibly that, do. That is a real good one. It's like, it would just be a photo of a guy, of a white guy with dreadlocks and a tie-dye shirt and black sweatpants on. It would be, do you want to talk to him for two hours? <laughs> then <don't> do drugs. <laughs> they were the would, most uh, depressing parts of my week when I would go see this guy. And, and he was like a friend of a friend of a friend. Like he, that he was so far disconnected from like my little social group. He was just such. All right. When, usually when you call somebody a loser, what you mean is like they're bad at life and they, mm-hmm. like, 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 like through their own, through things they've done to themselves. It, it, this guy had loserdom thrust upon him, though, like, like through a series of unfortunate events. He was I've told the story before, but like there was this one like nine month to 12 month period where he kept being seriously injured and mangled. Like, like while just trying to work a job and provide for a family, that's what had driven him to selling marijuana and driving a, a long, a, a long haul truck was he, he just kept getting injured severely through no real fault of his own. Like, like he was in this construction Weird. job, KFC, he was, he worked construction and, and uh, they were putting mm-hmm. like a, a tin roof on a house and he was on top and there's a guy on the bottom pushing this big sheet of tin toward him. The guy on the bottom was all fucked up on meth. And like got too aggressive, and the guy is holding a sheet of tin at the top, and the guy at the bottom shoves it so hard that he Ooh. like he cuts a bunch of the tendons in my boy's hand and like cripples his hand. They've got to go in and like reattach tendons. Well, now he can't huh. use his right hand for like months as a construction he worker. He doesn't get like a million dollars for that. <laughs> no. no no if you look up how much people like that get from the government on injuries it's depressing it's like oh you lose an eye yeah we'll throw you 50k like, like a so, company or? but what about after no, that? i feel like steve is like what i need my no, eye. you hire an attorney you you, you don't get it from the government oh, you get it from the company you, you, you know it, this is like no, billy bob's construction company like, like all the tv attorneys salivate over cases like that well like no no. Uh, so so now he's got a crippled right hand that's going to take months to recover. Well, he's like, hey, I'm pretty good with my left. Let's keep fucking working. I'm a man. I provide for my family. So they're like, he's at a different construction job in like a sub basement where they're hammering rebar into like mostly dry concrete. Like it's, it's wet enough that you can hammer rebar into it, but it's dry enough that that's still an effort. And I don't know if the ha- a, a chip of steel came off the hammer or the rebar but hammers are this like really tempered steel and when a chip comes off of a hammer it has this shocking amount of velocity to it because it wasn't they're not supposed to chip so if they have chipped it's it's deceptively extreme in nature and so a chip of of hardened steel comes off this hammer and hits him in the chest a small piece like really small and, uh, and he's like, oh, that hurt. And uh, his buddy goes, what? And looks over at him. He goes, he's like, dude, what happened? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, have you been shot? And he looks down and his chest is covered in blood and it's running down his leg now because Jesus this thing has, has gone so deeply into his chest that the oh. ER thinks it's a gunshot wound. And they think he's lying about a gunshot wound to get out of some sort of trouble. They're like, you can tell us. If this is gang related or something, like like you can say it was an accident. We just need to know what kind of firearm it was. And he's like, I, I was swinging a hammer at work. And they're like, 
Sure you were. So finally, they, I don't even think they got the chip out. I don't think they could get it out. So they just patch him back up. And so now mm. he's got this chip of steel in a not-so-healthy spot inside his chest now. He's like, well, my troubles have to be behind me. <laughs> no, you no. know, I need something. I need a recreational vehicle. I'd love to just have some fun in, in my spare time while I'm on workman's compensation. I'd like to get a four-wheeler, an ATV. So he goes to this guy's house to buy a used ATV on the, you know, on the cheap. And uh, he's in the guy's backyard. The sun's going down. It's getting pretty dark. And he's got, he's got one hand, his, his bad hand, uh, operating the throttle. Rum, rum, rum. And his left hand, he sort of got like swaying by his side, hanging loosely. Unbeknownst to him, someone has taken the cover off of the chain. Of, oh, no. Of the, 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 the ATV. And it's a, it's a manual. So the chain is spinning back there until you hit the clutch and put her in gear. So it's just spinning. His hand goes into the chain and gets drug into the sprocket. It cuts off one finger. It cuts the tip off another, and it mangles the third. So now his left hand is crippled. His right hand is crippled, and his chest is all bandaged up. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to sell some weed. I'm just going <laughs> to sell some weed. Can't nobody hurt me if I'm in my basement watering my weed plants. <laughs> well, Did he grow it. He grew it. Yeah, he grew How's it. he even pulling the trigger on the spritzer bottle? <laughs> I'll get the electric spritzer. And, and the electric spritzer. Nothing bad can happen to me as long as I'm here. I'll drive my big rig. I'll provide for my wife and child. So I've been going to him for a few months now, and I feel awful for him. So I always buy buy a little extra. Like like I pay him well. Like like he's he's like ah oh, yeah it's two ninety for an ounce. And I'm like here's three hundred. You know I, I'm. I'm the good guy. Mm. Here's your extra here's your ten dollar tip or whatever. <laughs> but and you know, I'll try to have I had these long, awful conversations with him about how awful his life is. And uh, he's always giving me discounts on stuff and asking my advice on various aspects of his life. Well, one time he wasn't there, um, but his wife was. And 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 I, I I went to the door and I'm like, hey, uh, Bill told me to come by. He said I could get some, and I'm not sure how in the know she is about his whole weed industry. So I thought you'd get a little pot from him, you know? And she's like, how much you want? And I'm like, ounce and a half. And I call, call it 375. Let's do 400. She's like, whatever, whatever. She comes back, big, big ass bag of weed. So I already knew that she was kind of a shitty person. She just seemed a little rude or maybe she was annoyed, didn't want to be a pot salesman. I can understand that for sure too, but I'm a nice guy. I'm not showing up all weird. I find out she's been cheating on him the whole time while he's gone <laughs> in his in his fucking big rig. The reason she doesn't she was annoyed with me <laughs> is because she had a dude showing up pretty soon and she needed me she needed all the witnesses out of there cuz his his weed sales were cramping her style cuz she's only got so much time cuz she's got to send her kid to her parents' house. She's got to arrange this boyfriend to come over while her husband is away and hide the boyfriend from his weed clientele friends in quotation marks and uh they used to have a better marriage but her big thing was getting fingered and (laughs) (laughs) it was the most depressing shit ever he lost the house he lost her she took his fingers he lost the he lost the truck everything he lost the truck he lost it all he was making payments on it you know like like most of those guys are they don't own those trucks outright they're 
Oh. Losing the truck is a big deal. Like it's uh it's their job, it's their house, it's their Dude, he took the cab everything. off of it and lived in it by the end. I was uh oh, the ultimate <laughs> cucking. <laughs> I was on the road. I was on the road with a comic who was like super into pot. And he, you know, he flew in for the gig. And so he had to like find some. And it's pretty easy at a show. You just talk about it on stage, and then people come up to you afterward. And so that's what he did. And then, you know, he we had adjoining rooms at the hotel. And uh, he gets back, it's like two in the morning. And he ever come back and I'm like, Where the fuck were you? He's like, Ah, uh, you know, I just uh one of these folks' house and uh got some pot. I was like, it was three hours ago. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, yeah, it turned out they wanted to uh they wanted to talk. And it was just like this like sixty year old couple who just wanted to talk to him about comedy and like he couldn't get out of there. And I was like, this is the most scared straight program I've ever heard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the idea that you might end up in some rent, like it's not even about going, Oh, you had to go to a dangerous neighborhood to get your drugs. Like, no, you had to go to some suburban people and just listen to them for three fucking hours. Like that's even if free I, pot, I imagine sucks, right? Like here's the scenario I'm, I'm inventing in my head. Ooh, Steve talks about pot on stage. Steve likes pot. Steve, you want to hang out with me and my three buddies? We're going to smoke up. You probably think, ooh, that sounds fun. Then me and my three buddies, who have no personality to offer to this situation, say, Steve, private performance, please. Be funny. You're Now you're on stage again. Earn your tokes. Yeah, that is it's funny you mentioned that. Woody. What happens? There was a guy in your chat last night. I uh, I tuned in for like a few minutes and watched live when you were talking to Wings. When you it was when you just had started talking to him. And no, I actually saw this uh, watching the video after the fact. Somebody was like, I guess you brought up weed or something. Or I noticed there was a notepad on your desktop that said something about weed. They give me donations, and so that I don't uh, forget to respond to them and they'll easily ask questions. I take notes and come back to them. But I just remember somebody somebody was like, yeah, come to Colorado, Woody. I'll smoke you out. And I'm thinking, like, do they not know this man? Like, like, do you would this he man really travel to, to another up. state and hang out with a stranger to save ten dollars? Like, Woody's <laughs> cheap, but he's not insane. <laughs> oh, that exact thing is like, look, OK, like that. That sword is a gorgeous gift. And I very much appreciate that. But I can't tell you how many times someone has messaged me, been like, hey, if you're ever passing through, city you probably will never go to, man, you can stay on my couch. And I'm like, oh. how? No, no. I am be look, first year I was on the road, absolutely. 18 years ago, that was for sure what I did because I had to. But the idea that like as an adult, I'm still looking to fucking couch surf. Like it's a su or even like the idea of like, oh man, come over, I'll cook you dinner. And I'm like, I'd rather just pay for a meal because half the time it's going to be a lovely conversation from a wonderful person. But I'm not willing to roll that dice. I am not willing no. for the other half the time. Where, and look, one of my favorite memories <laughs> on the to road. My house. Yeah, one of my Would favorite. Would you like to see my mod collection? <laughs> was a was a I I was I'd fuck me. It was my yeah. It was, it was my second year, second year on the road, and it was a shit gig in Florida. And this old couple comes over and just says, "Hey, you guys probably don't get to eat many home cooked meals on the road. 
you know, we'd be happy to have you over for dinner. And we were torn about it, but we're like, you know what? We were broke and we're like, yeah. So we went over and because I talked about being a baseball fan on stage, they had like the local high school baseball coach. They invited him over. He had, he had like coached what? some future major leaguers. Yeah. This was a guy who like, who had a couple of, a couple of previous people he coached make the majors and like it was a lovely conversation. I had wow. So you want to talk to him? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was wonderful. And th- what it I'm saying like is, sounds like he did, but I'm shocked. The odds of that are so fucking low. Like the uh, like when someone wants you to come over, it is mainly they just want to be near someone who has people watching them, and and then they want you to entertain them in person the way, or they want to be like you know secret best friends or whatever it is like it's just i'm not willing to roll that dice i'm i get I'm not, that I'm, you know what i get it in the form of like hey woody i'm watching your videos you seem really cool let's have a beer and it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> all right a couple things here one i'm rolling the dice on hanging out with a stranger which i don't really need to do two i have to drink beer the whole time like this just fucking sounds awful to me. You don't know me at all. Clearly, if you, think that's you don't a good know time. me yet, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's well, the- I, I get that. I get that from people being like, "Oh, I'm such a huge fan. I'd love to buy you a beer." I'm like, I've been sober for 16 years, and I talk about it a lot. How big of a fan are you that you want to buy me a yeah. beer? Yeah. If you think <laughs> like, I enjoy so drinking together, with Woody, like if a, if a fan really wanted to get together with Woody, I feel like the right move would be like, "Hey." Let's get together, Coldstone Creamery on me, and then we're going. And then we're going to the fucking trail mix section of whatever store we're near, and you buy whatever we're going you to want. Big lot. You just you want the one with I'll the M&Ms? The you want the one with the raisins? They're all yours, motherfucker. Like, that's that's the going, way you get Woody. I want to be Give me Coldstone Creamery and a bunch of uh, nuts and treats. <laughs> I'm gonna pull the handle on the trail mix machine. You hold the bag. And you tell me when to let go, <laughs> and I'll let go two seconds after and that. He, and he does it like he does it like like behind him, like it's a romantic comedy where he's yeah, like yeah, yeah, like, his like arm he's, he's got his arms around Woody, holding it, and he's like, like whispers in his ear. Cashews. <laughs> Woody's the guy at the cashew stand with a with a hefty flex bag attached to it. <laughs> she can't take no more, Captain. She can do it. I'm going to take a photo. Offering to buy Woody a beer is like someone saying to me, like, hey, let's hang out. I'll take you to Sunday Mass. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's like someone yeah. going to me, hey, you want, you want a salad? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not like any salads, like, like even the ones that have like tons of chicken in it and stuff. Oh, no. I was more just joking. Like, yeah, yeah I eat salads with tons of chicken or salmon. I didn't uh, realize I learned like post 40 that some salads are actually good meals. I thought salads were just lettuce and tomatoes and the other things. It all depends on if if they pile a bunch of meat onto a salad. It's not a bad meal. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. Dude, first day, first day I tried to eat healthy. Uh, I was in the middle of, uh, I was in the middle of nowhere, uh, Delhi, New York, and uh, trying to, trying to go to a gig. And uh, I went to this, uh, I went to this restaurant. And I asked for, I was like, let me get a salad. And I wasn't happy about it to begin with. I was like, let me get a salad. And it was like some, you know, chicken salad or whatever. And I had to ask him, I was like, grilled chicken, please. No bacon. And I was like, do you have any, uh, I was like, what kind of dressings do you have? They're like, well, we have ranch. I'm like, do you have any like, uh, you know, olive oil and vinegar or anything? They're like, well, we have light ranch. 
<laughs> light buttermilk perfect it was uh me asking them me asking them for no dressing i may as well have been like where can i try on my prom dress like the reaction they gave me uh, they couldn't give you hey do you have the ingredients vinegar and oil back there just do that yeah. just do that well that sounds absolutely ridiculous yeah yeah can, can so I you, have a, you can don't I want double thick ranch there's chunks in it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't we like bacon ranch. We have non bacon ranch. We have sausage bacon ranch. Sausage, it was, <laughs> sausage bacon ranch. <laughs> now, I'm trying to eat healthy tonight. I'm going to get a salad with uh, double bacon ranch on it and then triple the bacon and add so fried steak. Reason, the reason I, I started eating healthy in the first place was I got a, I got a false positive. Um, for being pre-diabetic, like basically borderline diabetic. And it was just, I had a blood sugar spike that day. And when I took, when I, I was getting life insurance, when I took the mm. test again, a, it was like, oh yeah, it was just a blood sugar spike. You're fine. But for two weeks, I was worried that I was pre-diabetic and I was like examining every choice I had or whatever. So I, I went to this, uh, so we were there for, you know, day and a half or whatever. And then I went to a grocery store and I was curious, this is actually where I was like looking at all the cereals and found the all the fucking healthy cereals had more sugar. And uh, <laughs> and so I I was talking to the clerk. She gave me a weird look because I put like I put a bunch of grapes down. I think I bought like I bought like grapes. I forget whatever else it was. It was just like fresh fruit. And she gave me like a weird look. And I was like, ah, I'm just trying to eat a little healthy. She goes, yeah, yeah, you know, that's good. You know, like sometimes when I want to eat healthy, you know, like I might do like a Diet Coke and a Diet Slim Fast. And I'm just like, oh, my God, everybody here is going to die. Like well, everyone she's trying here. to be healthy. Exactly. I get, <laughs> I get those diet cigarettes, you know. I try to be healthy. Yeah, I try and get the light ones. I hear there's fewer calories in a Marlboro light than a full. <laughs> and I also want to be like, you're like three hours from New York City. How do you have a southern accent? Where the fuck are we? <laughs> Pennsylvania, the, li- maybe. the light cigarettes are better for you. Are they? I mean, the, yeah. They I, taught I, us in school that people it, who use the light cigarettes use more. Does that sound? Does that tie into your life experience? Um, no, no. Like, it, but it, but it's more of a comparison. My understanding, Kyle probably knows more, is that like a light cigarette is like low sodium bacon, where it's like you're still not consuming something that's good for you. You're just consuming a. This much much better version for you. Well, as we all know, sodium's not bad for you anyway. Um, if you know what I mean. Science. Ne- ne- neither is fat, but the uh, uh, the light cigarettes have both less nicotine and I think less of uh, like the tar and the like the, the stuff that you actually don't want because we've we've gone through this before. But like nicotine's not bad for you. It's, uh, it's yeah. the other shit in there. Actually, why I put the light cigarettes on salad. You know, it's <laughs> totally bad for you, but carry on. Uh, I don't know. I don't believe that. Nic- nicotine is, is bad for you insofar as it's addictive and the and usual way to deliver that vessels. chemical to you. Uh, b- being a vasoconstrictor isn't necessarily bad. You know, it, yeah, it could actually be, it, it, it could it actually be, be if you healthy. Have underlying heart problems, which is another side effect of cigarettes. So, yeah, that that can be bad. But for the most part, it seems like they're 
you know. I mean, anything, almost anything in moderation is not bad for you. The trick is how much of it becomes moderation. Like sodium, you could have a good, you could have a decent amount without it being bad for you. If you have way too much, it becomes bad for you. Glass, hardly any. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, but, but, you know, caffeine is addictive as well. I've just Caffeine's been for sure ramping up my sodium intake my entire life. So I built a tolerance. That's how that works. Yes. It's and sugar to too. Do, uh, that's why I'm not diabetic. Huh? Just have more and more. Perfect point. I always tried doing a, I tried doing a joke for like a year. I kept trying to make this joke work about, type 2 diabetes is the only disease that you have that you can just once you have it you can just decide not to have it anymore yeah yeah <laughs> there are other diseases that there, are, there are cures for diabetes type 2 obviously type 1 is terrible but type 2 is the type where you get it and you can just be like nah and just change your lifestyle and not have it anymore and there are still people who are just like all right so how do i uh just take the medicine then and just keep <laughs> yeah. on this so every day or can you really Dude, undo type like two? Talking to someone Absolutely. Like, yeah. like all like the lung time? Came. I thought once you I'm sorry, Taylor. I thought once you got diabetes, you kinda had it and, and it's like, ah oh, fuck, you broke that seal and now it's broken. No, not at all. You can fix it's it. Not it. Like Woody, you are, no, no, Woody is you are right in a way. There is a level of type two that once you break that upper seal you can't go back but i think what steve's saying is like there, more commonly there's a level of type two where they're like oh my god like you're eating so much sugar you're so overweight either you lose weight and you eat better or this is your new life yeah i know my grandmother like reversed her diabetes yeah like, that's common got- if you catch it early and you start acting immediately you really got to ask yourself how much do i like my foot yeah how, yeah how important is this to me almost as much as sugar yeah. Well, I know I hate walking, and that's all I use it for. I'm a big fan of Jaeger. Actually, that's actually where the nickname Sugarfoot comes from. It's originally. Uh, Sugarfoots. Good-ass barbecue place. I don't know if that's yeah, everywhere. Peg- yeah. Peggy Sugarfoots. It's delicious. Oh. Peggy Sugarfoots. Yeah. It's a great restaurant. It's so weird that there are people, and I understand, like, that part of the joke I tried to do was, because I would talk about it, and immediately you get in trouble because you're, you know, oh, you know, you're mocking, you're mocking fat people, and how dare you? And I, I, one of the points I tried to make with it was that everyone has their shit, and your shit is no more important than anybody else's. So, like, if if your shit is that you come from a background where you're undereducated, um, you're you're poor, you didn't have the money to eat healthy, I get why you got there, but you now know that you can get out of it, and you're choosing not to. Like that was the the point, and I was trying to use humor to make the point, but it yeah. was the point that was pissing people off. It wasn't even the jokes. Is there anyone people in America that's like getting a whopper and blown away that it's bad for them at this point, though? It's like, a lot of protein. Everybody knows. Yeah, the, you get it. You get it without. It's really blood. not that much protein. Look at the. I know. Look at the not. ratio, the, the calories to protein ratio. Horrific. I do like eat a, a, good eat a swimsuit gym if you want a better ratio than that. Oof. Supersize like- Me first came out, I understand that we like didn't know a lot of that shit. But it became so common, such common knowledge, and we're, we're okay with it. The bit that did work that I would do 
was about how like we changed so much because of 9-11 and yet, you know, 3,000 people died in 9-11, 600,000 people are killed by heart disease and we'll go through airport security. And as soon as we give up all those freedoms going through airport security, we'll take a left and go into McDonald's. Like we, we don't give a fuck if we live or die. We just don't want to die randomly. Yeah, well, that's, that's fair the, enough. Like, if they were flying heart disease planes into McDonald's around the country, you would see a plummeting of sales. They didn't take the towers down with like cholesterol, that. all right? And <laughs> no. I'm going to take my no, their, their, their HDL is too high. <laughs> that's what they had to I, haven't had a, I haven't had a Whopper in so fucking long. Me I too. want one right now. Not me. Really I don't like that. I know. Woody hates them. Fixed, yeah. I, I get a fixed Tower 7 with a bypass. Burger King yeah. has, like, an aftertaste or, like, a coating or something you like yes. it some people I, that's I my like that's it. the best part i love the, the 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 taste whatever that is it's that they, they flame broil those things i know that that's probably it yeah I that, think. That, like the burger king burgers taste different than any other burger they've got this like smoky mm-hmm. kind of taste i love that it's my favorite no, part thing- i they're better than other burgers that like like of the fast food burgers burger king is one of my favorite ones of the fast food table burgers. on that steven taylor what's your burger fast food burger and you can't choose five guys that's cheating. No, you're right. There's no drive-thru. If there's no drive-thru, you can't choose it. There has to be a drive-thru. Okay, no drive-thru, yeah. then in and out. Okay. Uh, honestly, the one I like the most, and they're closing up all over the place, are Steak and Shake. Like, I love a good Steak and Shake burger. Oh. Especially, I usually get a Frisco melt. Just a couple of fucking hard-pressed right on that flat grill top. And then they douse it in Thousand Island. They got a bunch of cheese slices in there. Oh, it's so good. I fucking Fun love fact, steak. Taylor, that is the highest calorie food item on the menu at Steak and Shake. Look at my body. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like, I haven't been three of those motherfuckers on a whim. Yeah. <laughs> bun, you if you take if you took the bun of the Frisco melt from Steak and Shake. And oh, there's so much butter. It, on it. There's so much butter. It's juicy. you could bring it out. <laughs> it's juicy. And and that Thousand Island cheese sauce oh. that they put on there is incredible. I, but but even even when you're driving up to a restaurant, me anyway, if I, I pull up to a restaurant called Steak and Shake, which is referring to their 80 fucking milkshakes that they make. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I look at that and I'm just like, I'm just going to get the hot dog. I, I have a I, dumb question. <laughs> is Steak and Shake at all related to cookout? No. they seem the same. No, no, they're yeah, not yeah, different. Mm. Um, they, I thought steak and shake was all over the south. Do you not have steak and shake? Yeah, yeah. Really we cl- have cookout oh. here, and and oh, okay. so I don't know steak and shake. I can't say it's better, but cookout sounds the same to me. They also have, I don't know, 30, 80 milkshakes. Like it, it's they crazy. have an entire board just for the milkshakes. Yeah, and shit. It, it's next I level. Was, uh, early and, on, when I was on the road, and I was still like, still gave a shit about like kosher somewhat, so I wouldn't mix meat and milk. <laughs> My friends used to call that steak or shake. Ah. Like I just, <laughs> steak or shake. So you can't have cheeseburgers in that world, huh? Well, in that world, yeah. Now I don't give a fuck. I mean, yeah. No, that's you know, a, like that's, I also, I also threw away that sheet with a hole in it, and now he's eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you can't eat meat and cheese in the same sandwich. This is yeah. America. We need to make kosher eating illegal, or at least make them change that rule. That's absurd. You can't. Here's the dumbest thing about that rule, no, by the way. That. That's not American. So the dumbest thing about that rule, the reason for that rule, every every law that has to do with being kosher comes from being either healthy or being humane. The idea of not mixing meat and milk 
had to do with the fact that people were eating off their own farm often. And, and the, the translation of it is you don't risk stewing a calf in the milk of its mother. That was the, that was the premise of it. Yeah, that's dumb. But, yeah, but it's even dumber because then, because people were dumb enough to not understand, they then outlawed can't have cheese and chicken. It's like, but that that's not about it. That doesn't come from there. But then you can have chicken and eggs. It's like, but that's the same exact fucking thing. And like once and I was old enough to like realize and understand that, I was like, oh fuck this. This is stupid. So wait, I'm processing yeah, this. Yeah, you're Are like, you this, sure this, you can't milk this is a chicken? Ruining my palate. Can you not milk a chicken? I've milked a chicken. Right, Kyle's milk chickens before. Chicken milk is a is a thing, probably. <laughs> so. It's the best milk. It's like <laughs> almond milk, but it's a little salty. Are you sure you didn't jerk off a chicken? Um, first of all, you cannot <laughs> milk a chicken. Um, they are birds. I've learned from uh, the Falkers that you Wait, can milk Kyle, anything. Wait, Kyle, why can't you jerk a rooster off? <laughs> because they don't have penis. Because it doesn't have a penis. Because it doesn't fuck. It's true. I remember this. I think we talked about this once. <laughs> Taylor's so happy. Yeah. Oh, that was a they do a Chloe that was a, nice, that was a nice victory for me. They, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the, it was only a victory for you because of like, like, like usually when people say dumb luck, they mean it's hyperbole. This is literal dumb luck. It's a dumb thing you said, and you lucked into it being somehow factually correct. No, shut up, bitch. I was right. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I knew about the cloacal kiss the whole time. I'm uh, real big into animal husbandry. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a student of animal husbandry. If someone knows and they don't work in that field, it's terrifying knowledge. <laughs> What yeah. is a cloacal kiss again? That's how they next to each other. They both put up the little fucked up, like combined We've pussy got these two little genital mouths that just bleh, 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 and it's like that. And so the the rooster plugs his cloaca right up against hers, and then he just fires out some sperm. Oh my god! It's a little like sex. Cloacal kiss starring Sandra Bullock. <laughs> exactly. Not, a, not according kiss. to the letter of the law, though. Rape requires penetration, and therefore sex does as well. There's no sex in a cloacal kiss. I'm no, sorry. No, no there's penetration. No, there's no, no penis to fuck. It's, a, it's 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 one of these. It's not a tongue kiss. It's, right. Uh, that's how no, I imagined yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, it's not this. Uh, on the other it's, side, it's ducks this. do fuck. Oh, it's really they dirty. They have those weird it for some reason. Yeah. Do the the yeah the yeah, waves. I mean, so that's a very popular phrase. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, you know that from from. I kind of wish this is how I had yeah. sex. Now this. Kyle fucking quit it. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not video watchers. You're really missing out on a d- disgusting hand gesture, like, like 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 two cloacal mouths coming at each other, and then just a little bit of penetration as well, and then just this sort of yeah. If I were God, that's how chickens would have sex. This is how we all have sex. Yeah. Now I understand why Kyle's prison time went so quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, real quick before we jump more into cloacal kissing. You're going to hear a short little message from our final advertisement. Smart mouth. Everybody hates talking to someone with humid, <laughs> awful breath, and that keeps you from focusing on anything other than finding an excuse to leave. This is how chickens have fresh colloquies. Oh, am I, am I fucking No, muted? you're fine. No, I'm just being oh, rude. Okay. Please carry Sorry. on. <laughs> no, you're starting, you're like, speaking of colloquial kisses, smart mouth. <laughs> speaking of colloquial kisses, smart mouth. 
Now just think about all the times you were the gross smelly one and the other person was thinking about trying to get away. You probably can't think of any examples because we rarely have an accurate read on our own breath odor. In other words, you could be walking around with trash mouth not even realize you're grossing everybody out. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. Smart Mouth's clinically proven two-liquid formula combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day. Rinse once in the morning for all-day clean breath and once before bed to prevent morning breath. Just two uses a day, and you'll never, ever have bad breath. That's guaranteed. Whether the boardroom or the bedroom, having confidence in your breath spells success. Go to smartmouth.com slash PKA now for a free coupon. You can find Smart Mouth products in the oral health aisle at Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that is smartmouth.com slash PKA for your coupon. So check them out. Get some good breath. Being in quarantine is no excuse to be gross. Mm-hmm. So yep. get that on your Fresh cloaca and uh, the, the way to get that <laughs> guaranteed every time is uh, rinsing with smart mouth twice a day once morning uh once in the evening no more bad breath prevent it before it ever happens what's it called a buy something compound a buy come on buy. Help me. it's not biannual it's a buy something because you bisexual sexual no it's clearly not because no no of smart mouth regular mouthwash you just it's activated yeah, they take the two like different the, chemical I mean, compounds and they mix them in the cup, and it's something you activate. You do the thing. Well, like if, you, a, if you mix it, if you, if you pour the, the smart mouth in like a little yeah. cup, and you let it sit there for like ten minutes, it'll be green and it'll turn blue. And they say like literally use it while it's green because when it turns blue, it's no longer activated. All the zinc ions have well, been bound in that. Like you literally pre-mixed. pour it in different containers and see the color change over time. Hmm. That's how the joke Use it right when you pour it, boys. All right. Uh, I have two stories. (laughs) One is kind of a am I the asshole today? I fucked up. It's about beans. It was popular three months ago, so some people may have heard it. Before you do this, just a quick technical note. I noticed my camera has been blipping a little bit. Has that been bad? Uh, Is that just something? Now and then, you get a little stuttery, but your audio is pretty good. So that's the bigger thing. Just checking. Uh, And the other one is an eight-year-old thing that no one's heard about. With like a football injury. Do you want to do the beans one or the other one? What's the, the I'll football let Kyle injury? pick. Kyle, you there? Yes, I am. Beans or injury? Injury. Okay. Um, My beans. We can do beans later, maybe, or uh, or another show. I'm or... saying combine them. Okay. Find a way to combine them, Woody. Put them <laughs> in one story. So I went deep in this Reddit rabbit hole today. And found an eight-year-old post that this guy created about a dramatic event. And it just sunk in my head and I thought I'd share it. Here we go. Last semester at a certain college, I was assaulted by a football player walking around where he was trying to drive. By the way, it's important that the the person telling the story is a guy. He weighs 120 pounds, so I, I had it wrong for a bit. He was is he really a guy then? <laughs> he was 325 pounds. I was 120 pounds. And while unconscious on the ground, I lived a different life. I met a wonderful young lady, and she made my heart skip and my face red. I pursued her for months and dispatched a few jerk boyfriends before I finally won her over. After two years, we got married, and almost immediately, she bore me a daughter. I had a great job. My wife didn't have to work outside the house. When my daughter was two, she bore me a son. My son was the joy of my life. I would walk into his room every morning before I left for work and doted on him and my daughter. One day while sitting on the couch, I noticed that the perspective of the lamp was odd, like inverted. It was still in 3D, but just wrong. 
It was a square lamp base, red with gold trim on four legs and a white square shade. I was transfixed. I couldn't look away from it. I stayed up all night staring at it. The next morning, I didn't go to work. Something just wasn't right about that lamp. I stopped eating. I left the couch, only to use the bathroom at first, and soon I stopped that too as I wasn't eating or drinking. I stared at that fucking lamp for three days before my wife got worried. She had someone come and try to talk to me. By this time, my cognizance was breaking up, and my wife was freaking out. She took the kids to her mother's house just before I had my epiphany. The lamp isn't real. The house isn't real. My wife, my kids, none of that's real. The last 10 years of my life are not fucking real. The lamp started to grow wider and deeper and still has inverted dimensions. It took upon my entire inspective and all perspective, and all I could see is red. I heard voices, screams, and all other kinds of weird noises before I became aware of the pain. A fucking shit ton of pain. The first words I said were, I'm missing teeth, and I opened my eyes. I was laying on my back on the sidewalk, surrounded by people that I didn't know. Lots were freaking out. I was completely confused. At some point, a cop scooped me up, dragged slash walked me across the sidewalk and grass, and threw me into the back of the cop car. I was still confused. I was taken to the hospital by the cop. It seems he didn't want to wait for the ambulance to arrive and given CT scans and shit. I went through about three years of horrid depression. I was grieving for the loss of my wife and children and the knowledge that they never existed. I was scared that I was going insane as I would cry myself to sleep, hoping I would see her in my dreams. I never have. But sometimes I see my son, usually just a glimpse out of my peripheral vision. He is perpetually five years old, and I can never hear what he says. Um, and then it, he goes on to talk about it. But basically, this guy got hit by a football player, has 10 years of imaginary memories where he had a wife and kids, and then he came back too. And uh, he's, he goes on to say, I've had personal messages describing similar experiences and three posters saying that such experiences are impossible. Um, yeah, so he's, he's depressed. He lost his wife and kids that he never really had. It just fucking <clears throat> sunk in with me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't believe I, any of that. And uh, and I think even if any of that had happened, uh, he really dodged a bullet by getting out of that whole wife and kids thing. <laughs> also, what a dumb wife to wait three days before she was concerned about him staring at a lamp and not eating. Yeah, That's maybe she really could have pulled you back if she <laughs> she knows a little earlier, you dumb fuck. Maybe watch where you're going next time. No, nah, I don't you believe any of that. History is like the post before it is to be like, hey, can you guys recommend a good junior high school in the area? Like, well, <laughs> i'm checking out his post i'm sorry too. i don't i don't believe that well um, hey, look it's well written it's in it's an interesting story but basically what he's saying is i got hit i had a dream and because it was such a vivid dream i'm now sad it's not real yes we've all had vivid dreams that were sad aren't real i dreamt i won the fucking world series it's not it's not like i woke up be like i mourn the loss of my baseball career every day <laughs> Just yeah, but what up, he's describing, yeah, I can't pitch. What he's describing is extreme time dilation, which I don't think um, is is possible to that degree. Um, I think inception. we, pardon, Inception. You just gotta keep going, dream within a dream, and then you're fine. Uh, essentially, yeah, like, like Inception's silly, but 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 the idea of of time dilation is is a real thing. It's it's factual. Like I'm sure you've had that thing where you. You just kind of fell asleep for 10 or 20 minutes, but it seemed like you were having a really long dream. Um, and I think normally we have no idea 
how long, like we might have a dream that goes on for a long time that we're, that we're doing the dreaming thing that we're conscious of the dream, but you wake up and you're like, I wonder how long I was actually dreaming. Like if someone was in the outside running a stopwatch, I bet it was different in the stopwatch in my mind. And it is, it absolutely is. But not to the point where lying on the sidewalk before someone can render aid, you experience 10 years of memories. Like, 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 does this guy remember any news reports from 10 years of our future? Like, 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 is there anything like that? Like, of course not. Think so. right? No, no. It's just a memory that's implanted while he was to unconscious. He actually yeah. remembered the stock market and what happened with it. And he'd be uh, helpful. I don't think he thinks this really happened, but I think he mourns the loss as if it were real. Oh, well, that's even sadder if he if he knows it. Like, I was under the impression that he was suggesting that for all intents and purposes, while it wasn't real, he didn't go to another dimension, per se, mm-hmm. but he did experience these things, and therefore they are real, right? Like, if you, if you, if you fell in love with a woman, like, like, he had a whole courting process that he described where he had to, like, win her over and, and beat out other suitors. And then, you know, two children, he's talking about 10 years of memories. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't buy any of that. It's, it, it's, it'd be a cool twilight zone though. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it, yeah. I stick with what I said. I don't know. I think my interpretation's on target. I think that he woke up, realized it was all just a dream, but it hurt just as much. And now that could, now I've experienced I, I've had, that. I agree with the time dilation point that Kyle made. Like, I've had super vivid dreams. I have a tendency to dream very, very vividly sometimes. And like, you know, I'll wake up and remember the whole fucking thing. And over the course of, you know, probably the last 20 minutes I was sleeping for real, because, you know, you're not dreaming that the whole, you know, Mm. six hours you're sleeping or in Kyle's case, you know, eight to 12. But like the, the, the idea of that dream, you know, and maybe a dream might take a couple days. Like I've had dreams where it's happened over the course of a couple days. 10 fucking years of every moment in that like i can't i I do not think that that part's possible yeah i take a supplement that that uh helps with lucid dreaming and it actually has i think it has worked because almost every night now i have these really intense cool dreams is it for lucid dreams yeah do you take a supplement so you can have more interesting dreams yeah Uh oh it's not like a side I mean, effect a, of a supplement for some other reason. Uh, I mean, it's a sleep aid, but but the the whole thing is it it's like it says lucid dreams on the on the front. Hmm. It's a it's a um, yeah. Derek from More Plates More Dates. It's his company. It's a Gorilla Dream. I think is what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called I, Gorilla I, Dream. The first time I read when I was a kid, I read about lucid dreams, and in the in the thing that I read, it talked about how like. They realized they were dreaming, so they so they decided to fly. And that has stuck with me so much that every single time I've ever had a lucid dream, I fly. Mm-hmm. Like that's the that's the thing I do because that is is so buried in my mind. That, like I associate that with lucid dreaming, and and I'm never able as I'm waking up, I go lower and lower. Like I can't fly high. I can only go like maybe ten feet. And then as I'm waking up, I'm kind of gliding a little bit. Like I can't, I can't keep it up. And I realize I'm waking up and that's, yeah. that's how it works. But like, I never do anything in lucid dreams, but fly. It's ridiculous. I, used to I have... almost always fly. And uh, I often rape. 
<laughs> I used to have lucid dreams where I could fly. And when I was a kid, I was great at it. And the only thing is you had to like concentrate really hard to fly. That was like mm -hmm. the thing. And sometimes I wasn't able to muster that level of concentration, but mostly I could. And as I got older, this is like, you know, up until 10 or 8 or something. You know, I slowly lost the ability to focus enough to fly. And I think like what Peter actually Pan. happened was maybe yeah. I was copying the story, but in my in my head I had this idea that as I learned that you can't fly, that slowly became even my dreams reality. Interesting. Yeah, so when uh when I'm having a fully lucid dream and I mean it's it's to the point where I have the full where I sit, I'm standing there and I say, okay, I am in a dream. I am asleep, but I'm, I'm while I'm really asleep in bed, I am in a dream right now. And I can make this like the matrix if I want to, if I really concentrate, what do I want to do? Um, and then, but sometimes it's in between. It's like, I think I'm in a dream, but I'm not sure. And I need to be sure before I get to raping. You know, because there, <laughs> there's going to be consequences, and so like <laughs> Steve's not loving this, so so, so I'll no. pinch myself. So I'll pinch myself, but the problem is, I at this point I can feel pain in my dreams now, and so, so like like she. I'm. <laughs> oh, that's well, she couldn't at first, but if I concentrate real hard, she can. <laughs> 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 What? I refuse for this to be the end. You will not see me laughing at this story at all. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll pinch myself and I'll try to determine if it's a dream. But the problem is, like, now I'll feel pain and, I, and, and I'll be like, what? That did hurt, but did it hurt like it normally hurts? I don't know. I don't pinch myself a lot in real life, you know? I, I don't remember what... Eh. And then I'll, I'll be like, well, I need some more serious pain here, so I'll, like, I like stab myself or bite myself, like like really try to hurt myself, and then I'll be like, "Shouldn't that be enough of an indication that it's a dream that you're willing to stab yourself?" I need to be sure before I get to raping Taylor. Taylor. I've been to prison before. <laughs> you really dot all your eyes and cross all your T's in a situation like this. Look, you know what? I was a fool to ask initially. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, go go cloacal kiss somebody. <laughs> you need to be sure. This whole thing right now is a dream. It is not a it dream might be. because that hurt quite a bit when it I pinched myself. I don't know why I didn't mime pinching myself. I literally I did pinch myself and it made no sense. Just Actually, when I was pinching myself, when I just pinched myself, it didn't, I didn't feel like it hurt enough. And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> 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 uh oh. If, I would, if I'm dreaming, why would I have Steve on the show? <laughs> All people. It's a nightmare. <laughs> Book someone better. Yeah, if this were Kyle's dream, it would be Woody and I wouldn't be here. It would be like him, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who else? Who, who Four else would be frames on here? of just Kyle. See, Woody knows. Woody knows. Kyle one. That was a fantastic joke, Kyle. and I loved it. Oh, thank you, Kyle three. <laughs> Can I do that? Right Have here. we done the beans in the girlfriend story? We haven't. I'm. With bated breath, I await. Yes, I, I promise you. Beans. I think it's gonna it's gonna exceed your expectations. Okay, uh, no, no, no I, I don't have low expectations. I'm 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 very. Oh well, curious. I take it back then. Now, well, <laughs> all right. So here it is. Today I fucked up by demanding that my girlfriend show me where she buried the beans in the woods. All right. Oh, God. 
I admit I posted a version of this relationship in the relationship subreddit the other day, but they closed it with no explanation, yada, yada, yada. Um, with all that going on... All right, I'm sorry. Let me start over. I assume because they decided it was fake. I can see how they might think that, but this is true. This is a thing that happened and is happening, and now there's more to it. I actually got broken up with it. With all that going way, on... I, we. I know I'm interrupting this on purpose. Every time someone starts a story that way, that's how I know it's true. (laughs) With all that going on, we had stocked up on supplies, including some canned goods. I ordered a few weeks ago and 30 cans of beans, 10 black beans, 10 kidney beans, and 10 are pink beans. I also ordered 15 cans of chickpeas. I thought this would be a reasonable amount of beans and chickpeas to have every now and then. It would last for some time. This is three months ago. It's coronavirus stocking up. Okay. However, earlier this week, I opened the cabinet because I wanted to make a vegetarian chili using two cans of beans. All of the beans were gone. What the hell? So I asked my girlfriend, (gasps) and she told me she buried all of the beans in the woods. At first, I thought she was joking, but she explained no. She had buried these beans in the woods. What the fuck? I asked her to explain, and she told me that she was afraid that if things get bad, we might have to worry about looters or whatever, and that the beans would be in danger of being stolen. I thought that was completely ridiculous and unlikely, and she got angry at me and said she's protecting our beans. According to her logic... (laughs) The beans are safely buried in the woods behind our apartment complex, and if we ever need to get some beans, we'll go to the stash, dig up a can or two, but we'd prefer it if we could save them, you know, just in case things get worse. I said, why only bury the beans? Why not bury our more valuable items? She said the canned food was our most valuable item for long-term means, and that since we have fresh food and online grocery deliveries, it would make sense to continue to stockpile more beans. She intends to go bury more beans in the woods every week. This was too insane for me, and I got really upset. I demanded that we go to where the beans are buried, and she refused to tell me. She said that if I knew she was afraid, I would dig up the beans. And I said, damn right, I would dig up the beans. And she said, I will never jeopardize the beans. So the the following day, I tried to put my foot down. I'm not usually a foot downer, but there are rare issues where compromise is out of the question. And I foolishly decided that this was one of those issues. I demanded to know where the beans were buried. And I told her that if she was going to bury the beans I paid for in the woods that I would move out. We fought about it and I kept insisting. In hindsight, I should have just let it go and created my own hidden stash of beans in the apartment and given her time to cool down about this bean buying scenario. But I blew it all out of proportion. And it's weird to bury the beans in the woods, but why do I have to press it? What's the harm at the end of the day? In the grand scheme of things, but I kept demanding her to take me to the beans or at least draw a map or something. And take take me to the beans. Finally, she broke up with me over the beans. I've lost the love of my life because I couldn't let the damn beans go. I am in disbelief. She no. has moved out. Now, I am not only heartbroken, but I'm now paying full rent instead of 50%, which is a huge and financial your beans. <laughs> Too long, didn't read. I kept demanding that my girlfriend showed me where she buried the beans in the woods and she got so angry at me, she ended our relationship and moved out. My heart is shattered and my finances are jeopardized because of a bean hoard. No, fuck that bean whore. (laughs) Fuck that bean burying bitch, all right? This is nonsense. 
Women have no the concept of, of what fucking society falling apart is. You're gonna need. There's gonna be so much rape. It always comes back <laughs> to rape. Those beans are not gonna be yes. what they're looking for. You're gonna wish that you had left the beans yeah, in the house. They're gonna be looking for so your that, bean. Yeah, they're gonna be. So you're gonna wish that there were more beans in the house so they'd have something to do other than rape something you else more. to flick. That's what they're going to be flicking is your beans, bitch. <laughs> and your husband's going to be dead in the gutter with an empty stomach because you buried the beans. <laughs> and you know what there. she definitely didn't do? She definitely didn't bury the beans in the correct way. She definitely just threw cans of beans in the ground and threw uh, dirt on top of it. And it's like, bitch, those beans are going to be ruined so fast that dirt's going to eat right through them. Come on. Be smart. Six months. Be smart when you bury your beans. Those beans were already ruined if this was the beginning of quarantine. Already ruined. The the labels have peeled right off. You don't know what kind of beans you're getting. If I I came home one day, any day, and my girlfriend had hidden a huge amount of food in the woods, that would be an immediate problem. It wouldn't be a, we're going to see how this plays out. It would be a the fuck are you doing burying beans in the woods you retard what kyle's complaint that you won't know what beans they are in case you're making your post-apocalyptic chili and (laughs) (laughs) he's unearthing a can and he's like is this it no it's already full up on pinto fuck there's a follow-up to this story there's a, a subreddit oh. that I had never heard of called R Metal Detecting, where they got all enthusiastic and they're like, dude, I'll help you find those beans. No, I'll help you find these beans. And these metal detector enthusiasts offered to help him find his beans, which I think is great. I need an update. Did they find the goddamn beans? I don't know. How many can- <laughs> I, maybe I missed it because as the story got better and better, I became, I was like, wait, what? Uh, I, I really got tuned in. <laughs> 30 cans of peens. Holy shit! 45, 45 cans if you include the chickpeas. That's so many beans. <laughs> How big is a can of beans? I'm picturing like two to fish. Dude, this bitch can go fuck herself. No, That's it's, so it's, many it's beans like, to go a hide. A can of beans is this big. You know, it's like a soda can. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, yeah but 49 of those? 45. Uh, what, yeah. I'm so saying, is, what I'm saying is 40 or 50 cans of beans is a huge amount of beans. Of course. <laughs> and she I, stole them. For she, herself, look, I, I'm so weird thing. I'm so petty, and you, I get so you want it for yourself. Bobo Baggins. I tell you what, I would have done, and I'm not even kidding. I would have called the law. I would have called the fucking police, and I would have told them first. I get some evidence, right? I text messenger, hey, about those beans that you took out of the cabinet and and hid. I paid for those. Can we at least both agree upon that? She's like. Well, yeah, you paid for them. Okay, okay. I feel like I should know where they are. Will you tell me right now where the beans are? No, You're setting I can't up a do bean that. Sting. I'm setting her up. <laughs> I'm setting her up. This is a bean sting. All right. <laughs> then I call Johnny Law. All right. And when he shows up, I show him the text messages from the Bean Bandit. And one of two things is going to happen: either she's going to lead us to the burial site of said beans, or she's going to jail or or third option uh the cops will laugh at you and possibly shoot you for doing that i'm white okay it's just laughing. Well, what if they also <laughs> had a loved one steal their beans 
Yeah, oh, oh, they could be being sympathetic. We've seen this before, I, sir. <laughs> Just uh, step outside. We'll take it when when shit, when shit was stolen off my porch, and I had the person's face on video. I called the cops, and they were like, "We don't care. We're not gonna forty-five cans of beans. I don't give a fuck." I mean, that's a very not cheap that. thing, but think about the future. Oh, what I was thinking that you were gonna say, Woody, is that this chick was going to try and plant cooked beans. <laughs> that's funny too. in the woods that's, and that would have been infuriating <laughs> like the yeah. whole can like she's not even bothering to open the just can, can. <laughs> no she's just putting the can in the ground taking a whole like a life tree finds gonna, a way and the like, cans like of beans come of off beans. the trees hey, just reach up and pluck them is, off like apples if you open up the can and you plant it you get beans but if you plant the entire can you get a can tree no, oh, it's tr- much more a can, efficient. An enormous can comes out of the ground. An enormous can with can branches that then later have cans of beans coming down from them. Science. So it's actually much smarter. Yeah, Kyle, what do yeah, you science I, tonight? I hate that woman. I I hate anyone <laughs> that's that stupid, regardless of their sex. Um, and and he's better off because look, if she's planting beans today, God knows what she's gonna be doing in a few years. One of the dumbest things my mom ever did. And we almost we almost left her right then. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, um, but but I remember when 9/11 happened, she put a bunch <laughs> of gallons of water in the basement, and uh, I was down there. Uh, like, like like that's where Dad and I's like reloading bench was, where we reloaded ammunition and and did that mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, I noticed there was like eight gallons of water over you know under the the stairs that lead down to the basement. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, I don't know. That's weird, huh? I was like, we'll get wake upstairs. Mom, um, there's a bunch of gallons of water downstairs. What's that about? She's like, in case the, ter- the terrorist attack. And I'm like, describe well, this. Well, eight gallons hy- ought to do us through. <laughs> I'm like, describe this hypothetical attack. And keep in mind, I'm, what, 18 at the time? No, I'm like 16 at the time. I'm like, describe this hypothetical attack in which we really need eight gallons of water to survive. Well, I, you know, I guess they attacked the tiny town of Livonia, Georgia, and, uh, you know, population 8,000. First the chicken farms. <laughs> no, first the Twin Towers, then the chicken farms. Then the chicken farms, you know. They're, they're first right Livonia, Georgia, then New York. And, then, <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, okay, well, let's just say that that happens, that they organize, that they hijack more planes and crash more jetliners into our small town. How does that mean, how does that take our water away that we already have she's like well uh, i was like because we have a well you know this um we have a well in a generator uh, with, with with enormous amounts Crash of water. into the well how how many beans had she, she purchased? said she said maybe the water gets poisoned and i'm like well they're poisoning wells now because this is they're really bringing it to the little guy <laughs> if they're just if they're just like stumbling around in the scariest place in the world for a man in a fucking turban by the way the deep south of the united states walking through the woods i guess looking for rural areas that that live on wells and then poisoning the wells one at a time with i don't know a bucket of battery acid like no listen Ahmed. it is so retarded they will never suspect <laughs> I felt retarded it with my own plan. It is the worst tactical plan. They will never defend against the worst possible option. I we will attack Georgia towns of population 
I don't know what accent it is now, but it's clearly something <laughs> different. But we will go after Georgia towns of population 10,000 or lower. Tell me if I over. We so, will steal their beans. Uh, in, fairness, <laughs> in fairness, if they did that, people would be fucking terrified. Like, if you're trying to scare a population, you go after a small town because every small town will think that they're next. What, whatever happened to that arsenic or cyanide? Post office scared. Did they catch him? Did that guy just get away uh, with that? When was this that you're talking, Are you talking about? about right the, after 9 um, 11. The next oh, thing that, that happened. Was, no, that was that was um, anthrax. And yeah, they caught that guy. Um, that I want to say that guy was an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> uh, Are you serious? I want to know more about this. See if I'm right. Just, here's your Google search. Here's your Google search. Elvis impersonator. Anthrax 9-11. Hey, baby, I'm just trying to fucking murder someone at the post office. <laughs> he, had, he had a manifesto. It said, uh, I'm doing this, one, for the money, two, for the show. <laughs> Three to get right with me on this. No, no, I get it. I'm no, with you, Steve. Go, go, go. God damn it. That was way better than you gave it credit for. I tried to help you out. It was way better. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, there. So after uh, the first earthquake that um, I went through with my ex in L.A., and she had never been through one before, so she kind of freaked out, and she wanted us to have like an earthquake survival kit with us, like one at in one at home and one in the car, mm-hmm. and basically, you know, the standard stuff of like, you know, matches, a can opener, like just a couple things like that. Even that, I thought this is a little much. She had buried beans over, 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 divorce. And we weren't dating. We were married, divorced right then. She had buried 45 cans of beans because that is such a detachment from reality. I get that every one of us was very scared. The society was going to break down at the beginning of this virus. And people were, you know, when you get to the grocery store and there's nothing on the shelves, that's a very scary thing to see. And I get Mm -hmm. that. The idea of if you're in it a couple of weeks and they've restocked by then and you can suddenly order all the cans of beans you want on Amazon, that's when you maybe go get the shovel. Yeah. And and, and un- unbury the beans. Unearth be like, beans. Look, you don't ever bury the beans because you've got You know what I guarantee is I guarantee that bitch forgot where she buried all the beans. I think I think maybe she, she- did not make a map. Zero percent. <laughs> I, I, I um every now and then something will pop up on relationship advice and then I, I, I read the comments to see just how horrible the people of Reddit are and how like different <laughs> different their opinions are than mine. I saw one the other day. Uh my she's like a twenty six year old female, her boyfriend's thirty five male. Um I guess they were having a big fight. Uh and um and she she finally went to bed, woke up the next day, and they were all good again. And he's like <sighs> I should drug you more often. And she was like, what? He's like, yeah, I put a Benadryl in your drink last night. She's she, she's like, what should I do? And in my, before I look at the comments, I, I really wrap my head around this. All right. Was she congested? <laughs> All right. Probably shouldn't have put a That's Benadryl what the fight was about. in her drink. All right. But how bad, big of a deal is this? Well, it's Benadryl. All right. It's an over-the-counter uh, allergy medication. He didn't drug her in the traditional sense. This is not a Bill Cosby type scenario. And a Benadryl is about as mild as it gets. Like, like, like we give those to dogs 
when the fight, like Fourth of July, Kitty gave her dogs uh, Benadryl, and the dogs were laying there like, <laughs> like, like fucking stoned out of their minds. It was hilarious. I'm thinking, like, <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking, no big deal. I don't think I would do it to my girlfriend, but I don't think I've ever, get, yeah, I've never done it. If you're like the that. kind of sinister person that's going to drug someone to fuck with them, Benadryl would not be your go-to. Well, he you did it, go so much she'd harder. go to sleep, and they wouldn't fucking fight anymore. Like, like that's what he's like. Like that's why he did it. He was like tired of the big fight they were having, and he was like Benadryl, bitch, and like put her to sleep. The comments were like, "I'm so afraid for you. Call the police now." It is evil it, in a hilarious way. It's it's also it also shows how much of a wuss he is, is because the idea that instead of just he should have knocked her out. With, oh, <laughs> instead of just dealing with the moment and just. Like letting her argue herself out, like he he couldn't face that. He just was like, "I'm gonna find another way." Like in that way, it's it's not even just about like whether or not the Benadryl is too much. Like my dog takes Benadryl every day because he's very itchy. Like it's not a it's not a damaging thing, well, but it is also it shows how much of an idiot and a dick he oh, is. I bet he loves scratches, dude. E easy way to deal with with that is. <laughs> How about you just pop a bunch of Benadryl yourself, and then yeah. you can pass out. He had shit he wanted to do. Right. Meth. Look, uh, but 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 or well, meth would not help you with that. Don't, don't do meth. Meth is finish itself. Okay, can't just go to sleep. Could have given her a pot brownie. I imagine that'd make her a little more compliant. Maybe a little chill. Well, apparently it's like they start the the people am, of Reddit start like linking her all all these laws. They're like, he's committed a class two felony. Looks like your boyfriend's going to the lockdown. And just just, just like run everybody. I couldn't like one guy in the middle. It, it wasn't old enough for comment voting to be enabled yet. But this one guy was like, got to admit, funny as fuck. But every <laughs> oh, you every found my alt. <laughs> I was like, Taylor. But everybody else is just like. This is dangerous. This is a red flag. Who knows how it, he's going to drug you again. He did it once. He'll do it again. Like he's a, like because he like popped a Benadryl in her fucking beer. Now he's Bill Cosby and he's going to be drugging her all the time for fun. Like like to me, it, it just seems so innocent. Idiot. He could have he also if they're having a big fight, he could have also just been like, hey, can I get you some ice cream <laughs> or like something yeah. like that. But also like general rule work. of thumb. You shouldn't give people drugs that they don't know they're taking. How about that? How about yeah. you don't dose people with shit? Look, yes. I agree with you. Then I'll never I, try new things, Taylor. I, look, I would not do that, but like, um, well, I think it's okay to drug. For some reason, I feel like it's kind of okay to drug people with weed if they're already weed users. Like, I wouldn't do that to Woody. Like, like it, right. that would be but if I was up. Quibble Cop, <laughs> yes. Oh, I'd absolutely drug Quibble Cop. <laughs> I would probably drug Taylor. Um, you know, like, 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 because yeah, I'd drug Taylor. And uh, but, but I, but you know, if someone doesn't smoke or they don't, they've never done edibles, like that'd be real fucked up to drug them with that shit. I would much rather this have woman you. was. He was a chronic Benadryl user, so. <laughs> Benadryl's so like vanilla though. Like, like we give it to children and dogs. Like, like I just feel like it, it made her a little drowsy yeah. and she went to bed. It's not like anything bad happened or would have happened. She's with her boyfriend. 
It is just, it's the idea of like giving someone, I don't even like not knowing what's in my food. You know, I don't even like you know, the idea. Like, I don't, I don't like lobster. I just don't enjoy, I find it bland. And like, if someone like secretly gave me lobster, I would just be like, why didn't you just fucking tell me there was lobster in it? You know, like it's, it, I think it just shows that person to be conniving. Shitty. Like it's, I'm not talking he should be arrested. I'm talking about I'm that he's an idiot. too. I feel like, like there's something. I'm mixed. I, I need to know about the re, like more about the relationship, right? I saw one similar to that, Kyle, but the guy slipped his girlfriend a drink, like a maybe he put vodka in her soda or something like that. Yeah, right. I saw that and one too. The subreddit was like wild with how t- crazy that was. But like, if Jackie did that to me, like, how long have we been together? Like twenty five years now. Like that's it's not a deal breaker. It's like, honey, I didn't want that. You know, like let me choose this, but it's. There's enough um, deposits in the emotional bank account. That, that to is definitely, yeah. It's definitely different than someone who you just meet dosing them or, or well, we're throwing talking something in there. That boyfriends and girlfriends, like if, if we've been together for a fucking year, and me popping a Benadryl in your drink is not only grounds for a breakup, but grounds for calling law enforcement. I mean, it's not like. I buried your beans. We don't have to call <laughs> cops. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. It's not nearly as severe as that. But also, <laughs> who the fuck gives people Benadryl without their their notice? That's oh, weird. I bet it was one of those that dissolved in your tongue, weird. too. wonder how many it would take to also, hypothetically ooh, put a woman out. Taste all right. I'm good with those ones. Here, here's, how I know, here's how I know they're not in a healthy relationship. She's asking for relationship advice on Reddit. Yeah, that alone. You know how, you know how dangerous it is. Oh, what? I said I was saying. Do you know how dangerous it is to ask for advice on the Reddit relationship forum? Because I'm out there with an alt giving terrible advice, <laughs> and it often gets upvoted highly. <laughs> terrible advice. Of, where it's like it's time to end it all. Call in. <laughs> they break up like, over yeah, everything. That's exactly right. You need to if finish. You have just, no that seems to be the uh, the Reddit response most of the time, from what I can tell, is that if if it's someone, some woman posting being like, "Hey, my boyfriend uh, gave me a Benadryl and I didn't like it," they'll be like, "He's an abuser and a rapist, yep. and you should call the police." And also, my DMs are open. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, that, oh, absolutely, dude, this is really lame. Yeah, he, oh, yeah here, that's what it seems to be. Yeah, here's the whole. Here's here. I just found it actually, like forty one thousand upvotes. And like, like, I'm just going to go through some of the, the comments. The Benadryl one or the alcohol? Yeah, the oh. Benadryl one. This is absolutely terrifying behavior. I notice he was also trying <laughs> to get you away from your mom's house, trying to keep you away from a support network, maybe, question mark? Please get out as quickly and safely as you can. A guy who thinks this kind of behavior is no big deal, well, that's just really unpredictable. Don't expect him to behave rationally. What? Like, like, popped you. Have you ever, have you ever, like, it's allergy medication? Uh, you ever, like, you, you know, you come out of the, I mean, uh, okay, Woody, you wear glasses. Whatever you So do. you catch yourself, catch yourself in the mirror without glasses and you're fuzzy, right? Okay. You fill in the blanks, however it is your mind wants to fill in the blanks. Handsome. To make this relatable, Kyle. If you are a little drunk and you see someone at a bar, you might think that they're cuter because you're a little drunk. Mm -hmm. Internet is full of people who see these stories 
and then they just fill in those fucking blanks however they want to fill in those blanks and they write the rest of the story and as far as they're concerned on this story he has a hard relationship with her mother and he was trying to prevent her from the from being part of that network and the guy who gave me the sword is killing himself and they're just inventing (laughs) stories in order to entertain themselves which is why they're on the sub in the first place leave him and they yeah you can't tell them any different anytime i ever write a story about something happens that like someone was an asshole to me out in the street whatever it is they just make up reasons why it's okay that they were, and they give that guy the benefit of the doubt, even though I'm the person that they're talking to. Like it's that they're filling in those fuzzy fucking blanks, and and that's how the story happened according to their mind. You can't tell them otherwise. It, it's just one after another. Leave him. This is a big deal. Now he knows how to keep you at bay. He may exploit it for his gain. Seriously, you need to go now. Drugging someone is wrong. He could have done he could have seriously harmed you. This dude needs to be dumped as soon as possible. And you need to talk to a doctor as possible and possibly the police. You are underreacting if you are still with him. She lives with him. Oh my god, dude. Reddit is so fucking retarded. Like, see, the kind of comment I would leave on an alt under that would be <laughs> hey, you really do this. I can't that. tell anymore. Yeah, I do. I, I literally do. It's funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> but I'll go in there and I'll be like, hey. Quick little fact. Did you know the KGB used Benadryl-like substances in order to inculcate people <laughs> into the system and manipulate them? Yeah. Turns out that's true. Like I write in that like retarded like Reddit dialect. It's like a lot of ellipses and like stupid like, oh, you don't believe that? Yeah. Well, it's true. You write <laughs> stuff like that and then you will get people like upvoting you. And it's like, I just made this shit up whole cloth and people are buying into it that that's that's one of the most fun things about Reddit. Just just making shit up and and then seeing a bunch of other people think you know. Well, what the you're guy, talking. I mean, the guy didn't even know how much it was dangerous because how does he know how much farm equipment she has to operate that night? You know, like you can't be that's drowsy for something like that. It could be that could be really dangerous. Maybe she had a you know late night shift on the assembly line, and then you know uh, maybe she's installing a tin roof. Like there are all these things that you need to be aware for. And, and he's ruined all of that with the Benadryl. <laughs> I do think that it's shitty and stupid to give someone any sort of drugs without their knowledge. But of it's course. also they don't have a healthy relationship to begin with. And this this does not matter in their unhealthy relationship because all the other shit does. Well, I'm just saying, if you turn to Reddit for relationship advice and your relationship, Because it is full of bitter people who will tell you to avoid any sort of reconciliation whatsoever. If your significant other, if you find out that your significant other has turned to Reddit for relationship advice in the relationship. (laughs) If my girlfriend ever tells me she has a Reddit account, it's over. It's done. <laughs> no, my, my, my girlfriend is 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 tremendously offline, and I fucking love that about her. She'll be like, "Hey, did you see this funny meme?" And it'll be a meme from like six months ago, and it's so endearing because I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, she really doesn't know what's going on online." That, oh, that's yeah. great. Whatever I love that. Yeah. Like, like my mom is the same way. Like, 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 like her, her memes are old. Um, so, so, but it, it's great that I, that like, I have all the classics memorized. So I, today I sent her, um, that thing about the biggers. You remember this? Yes. Yes. It's where, funny. uh, it's, um, 
it's where this midget is talking about how they hate um, tall people and that and how they call them biggers. And, he's, <laughs> and and there's this part where like all I'm gonna find it. Gonna find <laughs> oh, Jesus. It. Yeah, you gotta find it. That, that's a very funny clip where, where way, all the majors talking about hating beggars. Picturing Taylor coming home one day, seeing his girlfriend <laughs> like just uploading a, a post of a cute dog on R slash awe. He's like, This is over. <laughs> I can't deal with you. <laughs> this is done. No, I I would give her a pass on R awe. Because I guarantee that's the only thing she would use it for if she was a Reddit user. But she's yeah, on that, rare puppers. That's it. That's an it's too much. Yeah, it's, that that's, fucking that's zoomies thing. Slope. Now she's becoming an internet person. Yeah, it's, it's she a she is slope. a white girl in twenty twenty, so she's all about puppers and uh doggerinos and all that shit. Oh, this is a rare pupper. And everybody's like, Oh, what a what a fluffy boy. Starts, what a big boy. She starts typing, what a chunker. It's over. <laughs> what a chunker. I think she literally said that the other day. Yeah, yeah, I gotta <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, hey, I went to your... <laughs> no, she actually, she listens to the show all the time. And so there are times where I'll be streaming or whatever, and I'll come out into the kitchen to grab a drink, go to the bathroom, and I'll hear like myself talking about something retarded and be like, can you... Can you keep my own voice out of the house, please? Like, I, I don't want to hear my own Dude, voice. I hate it. Every now and well, then, I hear. Well, internet's doing a great job of that. <laughs> <laughs> every now and then, that's I, a good one. I like that one. <laughs> Never mind. No, go for it, buddy. What do you no, got? It's, it's timing, man. <laughs> Their time is not I, the charm. I know how it is. I know how... Jokes like this. It, it's all about timing. You know how uncomfortable it was when Arian's like, "No, nah, man, get out your joke," and it's like, "I can't do it now." The line was really good when I would have said it. I was it better than whatever the joke was. Arian's like, "No, no, go ahead, go ahead." Like, no, tell you, there was this perfect setup, and Taylor had this punchline, but then there was like a like a break in the conversation, and then like me and Aaron were like, "Oh no, no." Tell your joke. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, the, uh, yeah, you. The time has passed. Oh no, no, <laughs> you have the floor. <laughs> That's part oh of, man, part I of hated life. that. Oh, did you? Uh, but you knew what was happening. You can see it. Was oh no, no, no! I, I, I'm yeah. joking. I didn't actually hate it. It was funny. I thought it was, but super it is funny. like a total thing where it's I, like, no, tell your joke, and it's like. And Steve would get better than anyone where it's like, no, the, the time has passed. If I tell the joke right now, it'll bomb and I'll get roasted even more. Like, but it, like yeah, I, one, timing is one of the tricks of stand up is you get interrupted. You cannot go back into the joke like you. Yeah. You have to find a way to organically get there. If you want to go back into the line, you have to like say something else that isn't a punchline or whatever. And then you can weave your way back in. But for the most part, you just move the fuck on. And all the time I see comics like try to go back in as if it's perfectly normal and it just it they just eat shit it's like that's the rule yeah. you cannot go back into a joke when it gets interrupted unless you do a joke about the fact that you're going back in right then, and then like they're with you i hadn't thought but of like, that but i bet that's the sort of like that's not intuitive i would argue and that the comedians probably often learn that the hard way like fuck i've tried this four times i'm sure because there's got to be someone out there who's, who's just like you know the thing about Cats. Somebody else like cats are gay. 
And you're like, <laughs> anyway, the thing about cats is uh, like that, that probably wouldn't work. Like trying to jump it's back in worse. after some dick. It's even worse if like, just be like, yeah. So the thing about be like, you know, my mom has a cat and the guy's like, cats are gay. And you're like, hey man, stop interrupting me. And then it goes back and forth and then club security takes him and pulls him out. And they just be like, so my mom got a cat. Like that's, <laughs> that's how ridiculous it is sometimes. And like what Woody said is, you know, you, you, you have to learn it by making that mistake, but some people do not learn it. Some people just continue to make that mistake and like, it should happen to you once. And then you go, Oh, I wonder why they didn't laugh after I went back in mm -hmm. or even two or three times. But there are people who I've seen them. They just they don't get the idea that like you cannot go back. That That is a hard thing, especially on a show like this. I, I can think of so many times where I would do Hispanic cleaning lady voice and then it would break up in the middle and like my impression is done and then I'll hear like what are like what was that last bit and then I'll go back in and it's like oh no now I've ruined it Steve, it's it's no longer funny I have a question all. Steve right no so we're four comedians we all do our thing right <laughs> I sucked afterwards when we're hanging out post show are the other comedians like all right we've just been stack ranked and we all know this guy is shit or is it like ah eh, we've all sucked like like how do the other comedians respond to somebody bombing if it's someone you don't know you assume that they bomb every time if it's someone that you do know and they've had a rough set then you roast them for it and it's <laughs> a lot of fun of course. Um, you know like you i mean that's it's so much like especially if it's a cl if it's a close friend and you know that they're funny it's a lot of fun to just be like, no, you know, man, this isn't for everybody. You know, uh, you know have you considered serving? You know, I mean, I think you could you could go back to that, right? You know, I was an IHOP. You, <laughs> you know, you might have an yeah. aptitude for delivering mail. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. But, and <laughs> what does that require? That's why I picked it. Someone you, don't you know, know what I love when they pump up the postal service like they're the fifth branch of the military or something. <laughs> like <laughs> if it's rain or snow or sleet, we will lose your Kyle, package. You're just you just don't like them because that's what sent you to jail. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the law enforcement branch. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, they are kind of hardcore when you get to the bottom of it. But... <laughs> so, kind of, the real there's some rough that, customers though. up there in package acquisitions. <laughs> I'll give them that. Fucking flip channels use that the one. The answer to that, though, thank you. The answer to that is really like if there's no one you want to talk to less than a comic that you think is not a good comic. Like there is, I actually, I am not friends with bad comics. Because, A, I, I book enough stuff or, or, you know, produce enough stuff in the industry that it would be very difficult to turn a friend down. But also, I don't want to be friends with delusional people. And if you've been in this business long enough and you're still not funny, I can't respect you. I don't give a fuck if we root for the same baseball team or if you're a good poker player or your your lovely dinner company. That doesn't matter mm -hmm. because you're so delusional about the thing that's most important to you. <clears throat> I cannot respect that. So I live in a world where I talk to a lot of people who are lovely dinner company, right? Like, like at this point, yeah. Kyle Taylor, professional communicators, right? That's, that's what they do. And uh, it's not just them. We get guests on. We have comedians. We have people who just are gifted at talking. 
And then I'll shift over to my real life to some guy who's gifted at like, I don't know, constructing cash registers or something, but not at talking. And I struggle. It's just like, oh, fuck, your story's wandering. It's wandering. Do you remember how we got started on this bullshit? This is painful for me. Is it painful for you too? Is everyone else here not noticing that this isn't working, this whole thing? Would it be rude to just walk away at this point? That's what I want to do. I want to autistically walk away (laughs) from a bad talker. Nailed it. Yeah, I know know what's happening. Someone someone in Woody's real life trying to tell him a story and him just being like, can we do a sponsor read or something? (laughs) Yeah, that's where I want to be. I just like it. It it was literally earlier today. I I was out with my girlfriend. We We were grabbing a couple, I guess, late afternoon drinks and getting some snacks at a restaurant. And as we're about to wrap up and everything's done, I'm like, I got to run to the bathroom. I got to go pee. And she's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to, you know what? And there was a woman sitting out on the patio next to us who was clearly homeless, very clearly. And she was having her drink and reading her book. And my girlfriend was like, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to pay her bill and I'm going to go say hi to her. I'm going to talk to her. I was like, please don't do that. Like I got to get back to the show. Uh, I, I really, I got to go back and do PKA soon. Like the, and but in my head, I was like, if she starts a conversation with this bitch, I'm not bailing her out for at least 20 minutes. I'm going to let her talk to that person. And so I go pee. I come back. I'm sitting there. Check paid. Everything good to go. And she is my girlfriend standing next to this fucking homeless woman's table. And I'm like half listening, half looking for stuff to talk about on the show. And I hear this homeless woman ranting. So it was like she was waiting for that one person to listen. And I heard Jews <laughs> half a dozen times in there where it'd just be and the Jews and, and you Jews know. also. And it was like, this is, you know what? I'm, I'm going to let her fucking sim with <laughs> this person that she decided to talk to. And so I, I let her simmer for about 15 minutes. And so I was eventually like, Hey, hon, I, I got to start PK. I assume we got to get back. And then she like came away. But yes, very clearly she regretted that decision because that homeless lady was fucking insane. Absolutely There's insane. no time in history that someone was ranting and used the word Jews six times. And they were like, you know who's a lovely people? You know what I got to <laughs> tell you about? You know who I really enjoy? My new neighbors. They're wonderful. They're Jews. And I love it. Like you never, you never yeah. hear that. A bunch of Jews moved into my town, and now our sports teams are better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it it was uh, was a little sketchy how she was saying Jew with so much Jew. Like every now and then, I have gone on the road with like a comic I don't know, and they're and and they're like hard to talk to. And that's so weird to me because most comics have opinions about everything. They might be terrible opinions. We will talk shit about anything. You could tell me something I've never heard about before, and I'll instantly have an opinion about it. Like, and it, 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 I may be being a dick about it, but I, but it's a conversation. And when if I'm ever on the road with someone who like I can't talk to, I'm just like, how are you ever going to make it as a comic? Like, I I yeah. don't understand. You're not a professional communicator, as you said, Woody. Obama used to say that about uh, his senators. He's like, by and large, everyone who is a senator up here has won a popularity contest. So, mostly, 
you know, they're, they're, they're pretty nice guys to spend time with. He's like, but every once in a while, it's like, how did you get this job? You know? <laughs> how did you become senator? Because that happens too. Yeah, I, I guarantee that's how it is in politics, the same way it is in sales, like Kyle would know, where you're like, man, you got a bunch of people who are really qualified and good at talking to people and, and getting them rolling on certain <laughs> thought patterns. But then every once in a while, there's a blithering retard that finds his way into that. Rich position. Donville. <laughs> I still remember that motherfucker's name. Rich I Donville, was... the fucking blithering Ooh. retard of the car dealership. Dude, he needed the money too. That was the worst part. Like, like I, I, if, if I, if I, if I sold twelve cars a month, I was swimming in cash. I had so much money as a nineteen-year-old. You know, it, it was, it was just all so much extra money because I had no bills. It was just free money. Mm-hmm. Rich had a family. He had wife and like two kids and he had like gotten fired from like a real job. Like, I don't know what he did before, but <laughs> like, like, but, but he had all of his old suits from his old job and like, he'd come in there with his oh, hair no. all slicked back and the dark circles, they got darker every day under his eyes and his suits that got more and more oh, wrinkled by the don't day. Respect me, like, picture <laughs> Gil, you, was it Gil from the Simpsons? Yes, it's Gil from the Simpsons. Oh, <laughs> yes, Gil's Gil. gonna get him this time. <laughs> oh, Gil, this is the day where you're gonna bring it home. Oh, uh, Shelly's been telling you, uh, Cheryl, whoever's been telling you for so long that it's not gonna work. Oh, you're gonna, gonna get, sell a get car together today, now, Gil. Gil. You're gonna sell a car today, and and Kyle's not gonna steal your chair. <laughs> Wrong on both counts, Rich. Wrong yeah. on both counts. You ain't selling shit, and I'm stealing your car because I'm 19 years old. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> my, like my I'm, favorite people, my favorite people in the world are comedians, and my least favorite people in the world are comedians. I would still rather talk to those least favorite people in the world than like someone who can't fucking tell a story. I, this I, motherfucker, yeah. this motherfucker was about to sell a car one day. Well, maybe, maybe not. He was at the point of a car sale where you have a customer sitting at your desk. You are going back and forth to a manager with the numbers, right? They're like, ah, I don't think I want to pay that, but I would pay this. And he's like, well, I'll go see what the manager says. And he's like walking back over with the papers. So while he's doing that, I'm watching discreetly from my desk with my with my best buddy. And I'm like, watch this shit. And so uh, I, I sort of walk over to his desk. And our desks aren't in like offices. They're in like a big common space. And mm-hmm. uh, and the customers are a bit distracted. They're looking at an SUV that's behind them. You know, we're in a showroom. So there's cars parked all around us. So they're kind of looking back at, I think, maybe even the car they were thinking about buying. And when they do, I just casually walk by, grab his fucking office chair, the salesman, and leave with it. <laughs> and I... Go- I don't just put it behind the next desk. I fucking leave with it. It's gone. It's on the other end of the showroom behind a fucking Honda or some shit. And then I just, it's gone. So now he comes back to his desk and he's like, well, I got some, where the fuck is my chair? (laughs) And you can tell he's just so (laughs) awkward because he doesn't have a chair now, but he wants to present these numbers. You can tell he's been thinking about, what he's going to say when he gets back to this desk. It's He's got it. I'll say this oh, and that. Oh, this poor bada guy. Boom, bada bing. And now uh, this massive wrench has been thrown into the works. That is the fact that he doesn't have a fucking chair. He can't even sit with them. So he's just 
awkwardly stands there, sort of leaning on the desk, and we're just watching, just melting down, laughing our asses off, because he didn't belong there. This is the guy with all the kids yeah. that you're fucking with? Yeah. Kyle, <laughs> you, yeah. You, Those hungry, shit. hungry kids. <laughs> Kyle, do you know how he eventually killed himself? Or you yeah. It? Yeah, it was pills. <laughs> My God. It's sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some carbon monoxide nah, from some car himself. he couldn't it's sell. It's still <laughs> sad. It's like no. it, it, the, he did. Well, we had to push him out. You know, like like it's like um, I don't know what to describe it as. You know, it's it's like we're in the ocean and everybody's sort of kicking, treading water for survival, and we've only got eight gallons of water because that's all mom put in the boat. And you just look over there and you're like, that guy is really having a hard time treading water. You should check under the stairs. There might be more water. I think that maybe if he were to die today, we'd all have more water and maybe the Coast Guard finds us. And that's that was the situation with Rich. He was There was only so much water. So if I understand this right, you're 19. You have so much money, more than you know what to do with. You're so I, fabulously rich. I'm just, you I'm have, just buying paintball stuff yeah, yeah. That, I, that I don't have time to use. So yeah. what you should do is bully this poor guy with a wife and children who's having a hard time. He's at a real low point in his life so yeah. that you can have more Coast Guard water or something. That's exactly what we did. <laughs> and he, uh, he, he was moved from sales moves quote unquote uh he was actually um told that he was not going to be selling cars anymore because he couldn't sell cars he was never going to be able to sell cars he was wasting his time there and 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 just prolonging the the slow death that is a bad car salesman's life and so they moved him to like this internet department so then he worked for us as like a secretary which was much better now he would like butter customers up over the internet and then he would come to someone like me and he's like all right kyle this guy's coming in to look at this truck He's, he can do this, this, and that. And then I'd sell him a fucking car because I, I can do that. And he, he just couldn't do it. He was never going to make it. He was, we were putting him out of, his, out of his misery while entertaining ourselves because we were working fucking 80 hours a week. Woody, I think what you missed in the story, the moral of the story is that Kyle's a hero. Yeah, I am a hero. there's an act of kindness where he saved this guy from making more yeah. money. I saved lots of people from making more money. <laughs> and it, it, yeah, absolutely. No, he wasn't going to, he was never, see, he wasn't going to sell him a car because he couldn't sell him a car. What he was doing was wasting water. He was wasting customers. And we all hated that. Like, like you're going to sell every customer a car, but there's a percentage at which that of failure, at which point you're just like, dude, dude's just dribbling it all. Remember when Frodo, I, I hope Taylor's here, here in this part. Remember when Frodo and Sam are, uh, are climbing up the fucking mountain of, mountain of doom at the end and, uh, and, Don't spoil it. And Frodo's out of fucking water, and Sam's like, "Here, have some of mine." And Frodo grabs Sam's water, and he like spills it all down his chin. He's wasted a huge amount of the few drops they have left. That was rich. Rich needed to go, and so we got rid of him. And we did that to lots of people. If somebody came in and they were good at car sales, we couldn't fuck them up. But if, if I took a good salesman's fucking chair, he'd have come in there like the Fonz and like slid on the desk or something, <laughs> or he'd have told them all to come with him. Rich had a meltdown by the end of that day. Like, like he got pissed. He got all red faced. Like, oh, where's my chair? People are taking my chair. Ah, get out of here, Rich. Go back to the BBC. I got to say, Kyle, I wasn't on your side until the Lord of the Rings analogy. And now Thank I get you. it. Yeah, now you understand. You didn't understand yeah. it then, but now I get it. Circle of life. There's only so much water. There's 25 yeah. fucking people drinking out of it. They add a 26th person. And if that person can't fucking drink without dribbling it down their chin, we don't want them there. It doesn't matter that Kyle had more water than he knew what to do with. 
the was, you know I, I I earned every drop of it. Um, I when I bought a car, <laughs> um, the salesman like I was I was already I had walked in going here's the car that I want I saw that it's on your lot um I'd like to buy it and they're like do you want to test drive it I'm like I've I've driven one before I'm sure it's fine I'd like to get in and out of here as quickly as possible they already had the sale just happened to be the the person who I was talking to is the one who gets the sale yeah and like I, I'm sitting there and uh, it is, by the way, I walked in right before closing. So there's no reason for another customer to be coming in after me when I've already been at the desk for 20 minutes. So someone walks in with what looks like an empty envelope, dressed the same as all the other salespeople. And the woman who's trying to sell me the car just go, just like, oh, hey, Dave, good to see you. What are you doing here? And he goes, just, just paying for the Prius. That's what I was. That's what I was buying as well. It was just paying for yeah. the Prius, and uh, she goes, "Well, how do you like it?" And he goes, "Well, what I feel doesn't matter. My friends are all jealous, and isn't that the point?" Hmm. Oh, I just God. look at her. I just look at her, his and I'm friends just like, are all jealous of his Prius. It's a setup. They're fucking selling fu- or a boy. Yeah, and I just say uh, to her, and I go, "I'm already buying the car. What are you trying to do?" She's like, "What?" <laughs> Whatever you're talking about. I was like, that guy just, he's going to another, you know what, fine, forget about it. So then when I was with the finance guy afterward, I asked him, I just go, hey, how do the commissions work with with the sales here? Do you get any of it? And he goes, if I help sell the car, yeah. I go, so if you help sell this car, you get like half the commission? And he goes, yeah. And I go, put down that you're the reason I bought the car. (laughs) (laughs) smart i was just like fuck that asshole like i was already i was already buying it that stupid community theater bullshit she tried to pull on me (laughs) not that stupid so you know it cost her whatever a thousand dollars or whatever the hell the commission was good and the finance guy was very pleased with how that went down it wasn't a thousand dollars but but it cost her money that's good that's good he was he was a nice guy I like pettiness as well. So that that's that's. I love that they had it. a ringer come in. I love the Prius. I can't wait to get going. Zero to sixty in a minute and a half. <laughs> Count me in. Yeah. <laughs> I um, zero to sixty in theory. Um, they were selling. I'm sure he was just like a couple down. They were trying to sell me some additional warranty, and my philosophy on these is that if it was a good deal for me, then you wouldn't sell it to me. Right, like that's the thought. You know, obviously they've worked out that if I yep. pay an extra thousand a year on this thing, I probably get less than a thousand a year in repairs, and that's why they're selling it to me. That that's that's my so it's in my head. So he's laying it out, and I listen to him politely, but like obviously I'm waiting for it to end. And uh, no, so he goes to a cheaper mm-hmm. option, a cheaper option, and we go through a couple of them. And I'm like, dude, like I just I lay it out there. This isn't happening. And he's like, well, if you're going anywhere, at least get there fast. And he skipped to the end and we signed the papers. I loved it. Yeah, um, it is a good deal a lot of the times because what what they've actually factored in is over over the course of all of our customers, how many will actually have X, Y, and Z issued that costs one, two, and three multiplied by how many customers will actually remember they have a warranty and use it you know, minus what you're paying times X amount of customers. 
Uh, like we sold this thing called permaplate, which didn't even exist, which uh, was supposed to be like a fabric, <laughs> um, uh, like like uh, coating that that repelled stains and liquids. And it was uh, supposed to be a fabric coating. <laughs> yeah, like like we had these swatches of fabric that had been treated with a thing called permaplate, and you could pour like fucking Coca Cola on these like so, um, uh, cloth seats, and it would just roll off like water, like it was glass. Pretty cool, I guess. You know, if you got kids, especially, and and you've got cloth seats, uh, but but we and and also in the paint, it prevent it was supposed to prevent like sun damage, UV damage, and fading and all that bullshit. But the thing is, we didn't actually put it on the cars, like ever, <laughs> like, because because I remember it was seven hundred dollars, it was seven hundred dollars for the, to have permaplate applied to your car, and uh, I remember asking a manager once, I was like, so um do all the cars already have it on them and then we just try to sell it or do they apply it if we sell it? Cause it's an, it's an addition thing that I would sell as a salesman, mm-hmm. um, you know, like during the car sale, it wasn't the finance shit that happens with the warranties. It was before that. <clears throat> and he's like, yeah, something like that. And I was like, <laughs> what? Well, it's either one or the other, either it's on them all already or it's on none of them already and they're gonna put it on he's like you know there is a third option you know it's really about yeah, peace of mind put it on nothing <laughs> like, what do you mean it's about peace of mind he's like well you get a warranty when you buy the permaplate and if you get a stain then uh you know we fix the seat i was like okay all right but there's a good little bit of of advice if a salesman says that it's for your peace of mind you don't need it. <laughs> what it was guaranteed. Look, it the thing was, I could sell permaplate for a hundred dollars or a hundred ten dollars. I would just make numbers up sometimes. I've sold it for a thousand before, like like like, like just, just making the numbers up as I went along. Just sell it for whatever, and they'd be like, "Sure, whatever, fuck it." Oh, a hundred dollar permaplate? Yeah, just write it up. Let's go, because it's just extra. And what you were actually buying was a warranty. There was no coating on your car. Your seats are regular fucking seats, but you just bought a warranty that says if your seats ever fucking get stained, they'll replace them bitches. It was a huge value when you got to the bottom of it because no one, and I mean no one, ever came back in and said, I've got a stain on my seat. They never did it once. I've never heard of it. No one no one ever saw it happen. It never occurred. No, everybody forgets. Oh, you mean it was a huge value for you as a salesperson? No, no, no. For you as a customer. If if I were selling uh, that car to to my best friend in the world, I'd be like, let's get the permaplate on there, get it on the contract. We'll let's just do it, make it hundred dollars or two hundred dollars if we can. But if you've got to pay seven hundred dollars for this, let's do it. Because if you ever fucking get a stain on your seat, they're not just gonna massage the stain out. They have to replace that motherfucker. They have to replace the. They have to refabric your whole. Well, seat. What I'm getting out of this is you would have upcharged your hypothetical best friend. I'd have sold my best friend two hundred dollars. I'd have sold my best friend one of the most fantastic warranties in existence on the planet that allows them at any time for like Man, five you really years. Put into the bullshit, didn't you? <laughs> no, it was real. It doesn't. And not only would you no have bullshit. sold it, you would have not sold only- it to your best friend and had an extra empty seat right next to you. <laughs> as sure as there are two chairs behind my desk, for some reason, <laughs> this is a good deal. <laughs> no, even better. You see this, this chair right here? 
chair. This is what, this <laughs> you see this chair right here? It's been coated with permaplane. I just pour a whole Coca-Cola on it. <laughs> you notice how that's soaking in and really staying in the fabric? Well, it doesn't make a fuck. Because the warranty still covers it. Am I right? 20 tell minutes Rich. later, Rich's <laughs> ass tell, is covered in soda. <laughs> Isn't that right, Rich? He's over there with his pants off in the sink. <laughs> like, There's some, some poor guy who's just like, man, I, I don't... the mustard out. <laughs> I, I don't make nearly enough of this part to clear the mushroom out. Oh, yeah, the, the salesman, Kyle, he says to them, it will get mustard right out. What he does, he spray the mustard. I begin to suck it up, but it never get out. <laughs> Thankfully, he put them away before they noticed. <laughs> I, feel I hate my, I want to go home. Warranties. I feel every warranty, I feel like they have some actuary who's figured out that you know they're selling me thousand dollar thing because they know it'll have less than that in repairs. It's about how there's actually people, you're, you're a million percent right. Uh, and the thing that like Kyle is saying, hey, uh, I'm sorry, Kyle's saying, hey, if you take advantage of the warranty, it's actually become a better deal. The trouble is, I feel like I don't. I bought warranties on a handfuls of, of furniture, and like even though I think I, I, not long ago our couch dog peed or something like that, so I call them up and like, hey, we got the full warranty, and they're like, oh, this isn't really the number. You need to call this other person. You need to work with the salesman who sold it to you. Who doesn't work here anymore. And there's this runaround that we eventually found was like more of a pain in the ass than like steam cleaning the couch. Yeah, yeah. I've, used, uh, I've definitely used Apple Care. That sure. is an exception. Yeah. Um, and I've used, I've used warranties on like expensive electrical stuff. But the thing that you're not thinking of, of with insurance and warranties and stuff like that, the other calculation they do is investing the money. Like if they break even on all of it, they still made, depending on what they invest in, 5 to 10%. Or you could so, have. What? Or you could have. That same or, time yeah, value of money applies have. to your money too. Right. The the idea like when, you know, my 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 ex was a, you know, was a uh, parallel parker that would sometimes ding car. And so like on that <laughs> fucking warranty. I feel you, bro. You no. Know? So, it, yeah. So it, it depends on it depends on like your peace of mind also and insurance in general, like my health insurance. I get health insurance with a high deductible. Because my health insurance is not there for when I get sick. It's there in case of catastrophe. Mm -hmm. Like The only reason I want it is because in case I have to go to a hospital and they charge you $300,000 for whatever the fuck it is, I want that to be covered. I don't care yeah. if I spend 1200 a year on doctors like on or or you know 3000 or whatever when it, when I could have only spent 2500. Like I don't give a fuck about that. I give a fuck about what happens if I am stuck in a hospital for a year. So yes. Depends yeah, on how you drive. Enough. Yeah, yeah. That, I we don't do that. We have a, a lot of insurance, but I think we should do what you do. It's just you know. And also for car for car insurance, I make sure that I have a deductible or I have something that covers glass because the only thing I've ever had to do is you know aside from like an accident ten years ago, like on a daily basic, you know the the basis of owning a car is fucking chips on the windshield all the time. Someone kicks up a fucking rock, get a chip in the windshield. That's covered. So if that's covered, we get that covered what? too. We get that covered too. Yeah, if as long as you have something that covers that, like the rest of the shit, you're not going to fix if someone scratched you with a shopping cart. You're not going to fucking take your car in for that. But if you don't fix the chip in the windshield, mm -hmm. the whole thing's going to crack. So you have to. So. Yeah, I want to say the thing for the windshield costs like 
150 to 300 dollars somewhere in there you could negotiate of course and they would actually yeah. handle that shit because I, I had a customer come in once and they was like yep fucking chip in the windshield let's go and they were like fuck you actually came back huh <laughs> yep i do that and they had to call like the glass repair people and they came out there and you know they inject it with a, epoxy or whatever the fuck they do in repair the, the safe whole glass. light people the thing safe is light repair safe life replace a new windshield is nice and it's not that expensive <laughs> You know, like instead of 150 up front that you may or may not use, you pay 300 on the back end when you do need it. And then you get your new windshield and you're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize how much I'd love a new windshield. I can't believe I put off getting a new windshield for so long, although it was expensive. I know glass Mm. was going to be different for different cars, but I want to say mine was five or six hundred dollars installed. And they Um, they get pretty they can get pretty pricey. I mean, I've put, you know, some years on the road, I've put, you know, 40, 50,000 miles on. So you're going to get, and also a lot of highway driving, you're going to get trucks kicking up chips. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's an important thing to be able to have, especially because I have to cover it on the rental car. Because I that's that's the fucking scam. That rental car insurance is bullshit because if you have a decent credit card, you're covered. Yep. Like If you have a decent credit card, your deductible is going to be like $25. Yep. yep. Yeah, I, I used to work at a rental car place and I remember they would train us to combat the credit card response where they'd be like, some people will say that their American Express covers their rental insurance. And then after doing like a little bit of cursory research, even writing to people, I was like, oh, well, it does. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just, it does. Like there's no reason for them to buy anything else. And you don't, what you really don't want to do, don't use that MasterCard or uh, Amex insurance. That's going to make your your rate go up more than your insurance would. Because they'll try and fool you at rental car places and be like, well, your insurance might not cover this car. And it's like, no, it does. Unless you buy the most bullshit liability only insurance, you're fucking fine in a rental car. I got a rental car here four days ago and my girlfriend booked it all and she was like, hey, Fox rental car has the cheapest rates. And I was like, oh, I know Fox because we all, you know, when I worked at a rental car place in the airport, we all saw the other fucking stands and fox is full of degenerates and shitty cars and i was like whatever can't be that bad we'll get a fox car we get we have a mitsubishi uh road shaker i guess (laughs) i I don't know what the name of it is but i know that if you go above 65 miles an hour this thing trembles absolutely trembles trembles. it's the opposite of the plot of speed yeah, it's, it, like it's a, terrible. It just, and it, it is a rental car. <laughs> it's a rental car with 34,000 miles. And that may oh, not sound wow. like a lot, but if you work in the rental industry, a 34,000 mile car is like meeting a 30 year old dog. It's, it <laughs> it's like a 45 year old There's prostitute. a reason that it's as shitty as it is right now. Yeah, it's, it's a meeting a 45 year old prostitute, a 25 year old dog. Those are hard miles. What happens if you put that it in reverse on a highway? <laughs> well, and now every run, only one more car into, I'll be like, why does it drive so shitty? And then I'll be like, oh, wait, uh, I know why. Because I used to drive these and you <laughs> whip them around like you're mad at them <laughs> most of the time. Also, the, other, the other thing, if I, if I could give anybody renting a car advice, never fucking get the, uh, the gas. Never. Like in in order for that math to work, you have to return that car bone dry. You have to push it into the lot in order to make your money yeah, on that. That yeah, never like, prepay your gas. Make sure if you're going with a skeevy rental 
model company, you take account of all the little tiny nicks and dings on the car prior. Like if yeah. you're going through like Hertz or Enterprise or one of the big ones, like the, they're not going to hold your feet to the fire over a little slack. That's my biggest one yep. is bring it yes. back full of gas. Because if you make them fill it up, they're going to charge you like 12... They're going to charge you the same price it costs to get drag race racing fuel that I used to buy back in the day. You can buy 110 octane ga- racing fuel cheaper than what they've got over at fucking the rental car place. Name one. CarMax or whatever. The fuck I, I remember. I remember people coming back into the return lane when I worked at the airport and they would forget to fill up. And I would like go and check the gas and the mileage and everything with a little handheld return thing. And then I would like enter in. They'd be like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I, we forgot to get the gas. And I was like, oh, it's okay. I'll tell you how much it is. Now, And it would be like almost like a quarter tank. And like before I would hit enter, it would be like $95 charge for gas. And I'd be like, no, back it up. Let's say that it's three quarters full. I feel like <laughs> a crook doing this and i would just i would just retroactively change it for them oh, nice. i wish i'd been the i wish i'd been the one with my hands on the scale sometimes, <laughs> sometimes i do like you I, know I get it's a, a little, little below a quarter actually <laughs> i get a little cheap on the full tank thing because you know you fill a tank and it hits the f then you can fit like three more gallons in there sometimes you know, depending on the car or truck but all i need to do is fill it enough so that we can agree it's near the f you know yeah. it, like, i can save myself yeah. six dollars I, I would always I, I'd take be the, the one side guy of the lowering person. a fucking string down in there. Like, like, yeah. Full means I can uh, see it from the fill spout. A little bit of kerosene <laughs> mixed in there. He's getting cheap on us. Like, yeah. No yeah. The other, the other trick I would do is, sorry, my camera battery ran out and defaulted to a You're weird good. wide angle. But the, uh, the other trick that I would always do is you fill it up about 20 miles from the airport. Because yes. it, it still it still shows full. Yep. And like if they're gonna gouge you so much on this shit, I have no problem taking a gallon of gas from them. Yeah, that's like similar the, to my tip. The amount, of, the amount of fucking times what Taylor was saying about how they're trained, the amount of times that they'll say to you, like, Well, which insurance do you want? Not like do you want the car rental insurance, yep. but like as if you have a choice of like, do you want the basic or do you want the advanced? And it's like, I want the none. Oh, God. I'm just telling you, pro tip, Steve, you want a free upgrade into anything you want, book something little and then yeah. tell whatever agent there that you'll buy roadside assistance protection if they will give you a free upgrade because they'll get credit for the sale and you get a free upgrade. Oh, I got a, I got a much better way of doing it. Go for it. I, uh, I, actually, pra- I actually practice my acting in this in this environment like i've decided what i do i book an economy every time and i get i get to the counter and first of all i don't book with fox because you try to pull this shit with like fox or dollar or budget they'll just be like we don't give a fuck we hate our jobs we're putting you in a bicycle no they might mug the yeah (laughs) yeah if you if you rent with a reputable company um you know they're like i think there are five reputable companies if you rent with any of them so i get to the counter i have an economy and i just say to them i go uh, what size did they book me in? I booked my own thing, but I just say mm-hmm. they as if it's a company. They say, oh, it's an economy. I go, oh, my God, again. Of all things today, first the flight's delayed, then my luggage, now fucking economy car. You got to be kidding me. And every fucking time, it is literally every time it's worked. Sometimes, you know, sometimes they'll go, okay, compact. Sometimes they'll go like midsize. I've had them give me a convertible. They're oh, just yeah. like, ah, I'm having a rough day. Let me help them out. Sometimes, and a lot of the time, they're just giving you something that's left, like leftover, 
if someone asks for an upgrade, it's like, hey, we got this fucking 40,000 mile Mustang convertible that nobody wants. Throw it to that guy. Tell him it's a free upgrade. Like that's usually how it goes. An an easier way to get discounts is you go up there, just like Steve said, you book your own car and then you get up there and you say, I'm here with Pepsi corporate or with, with any corporate account. I'm here with Monsanto. I'm here with Pepsi. I'm here with Coke. And if they say, I, I don't see the uh, the discount corporate code put in there, you just go, <laughs> of course, again, c- can you go in the back and, and find out John? the code? I don't remember the letters. <laughs> and then what they'll do is they'll go in the back, they'll figure out the corporate code, come out to whatever corporation you said you work from, type that in, and then suddenly you're paying a third of the price because they have corporate, you know. That works. Uh, That'll actually work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> My favorite uh, dumb rental car salesman moment was uh i rented a car i rent and it was uh they gave me a convertible and um i go out and i put my luggage in it and i go to start the car and it's got like a little rumble to it i was like ah fuck i don't i'm not gonna i'm not gonna drive eight hours on this shit mm-hmm. and so i flag the salesman over and i go hey th- this car the engine is rumbling already and he listens and he's like oh yeah that's a problem you know, okay we'll head in and i was like is it possible to just switch it out i have all my luggage here already you know, and I had like a bunch of bags. It was the beginning of a long trip and I had already put them in the car and uh, I was like, can you just switch it out? And he goes, oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry. And he takes the keys and he like locks the car. And I just look at him and I look back at the car because it's a convertible and I just take the bags out of the car. He just locked. <laughs> like, what are you? What? Are, how would this? Uh, yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck is that about? Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, the, the whole rental car industry is is ridiculous. They let their employees do whatever they want with pricing. It, it's don't buy shit from them. My advice. And oh, I never buy anyone who buys a rental car. I'm just like, are you fucking insane? Like you're gonna you're gonna buy a car that people because when I drive a rental car, I don't give a fuck about the mm-hmm. transmission. I don't I don't like slowly press the gas because I know that over the course of years that wears it down. <laughs> And by the now way, imagine being an employee <laughs> and, and how, how they whip them around and drive them. If you're buying yeah. a CarMax <laughs> and you notice they have like 14 of the same car that you might be interested in, it came from a rental place. That's where they get them. They just yep. got a bunch of them. Those are all rentals. That's why if you get a rental facts. car, like a used one with less than 10,000 miles, it's probably not bad at all because okay. like, Reputable companies like Hertz, Enterprise, whatever, like they have liability issues if they don't get all of the maintenance done on those. You buy a rental car at 30,000 miles, good fucking luck. Mm. That thing has been fucked in. It has been fought in. It has every <laughs> bit of debauchery <laughs> it's killed a man. has occurred in that <laughs> Honda you're about to purchase. I don't Do know what mean. to say. I bought this used car. Now I'm pregnant. I think yeah. it was semen <laughs> on the seat. <laughs> Should have got oh, the man. perma plate. <laughs> oh man that's funny oh your favorite uh viking show is back on the air woody uh norseman oh, the, the comedy oh. yeah season three is on netflix thanks for telling me that i've been looking yeah i i, I, I don't know I'm, I'm i actually have no words i uh finished avatar last airbender because it's been big on reddit i was like maybe i'll like this i liked it but i don't have a show right now so. Yeah, uh, you know, it's only six episodes, but every season has been six episodes. Uh, it's a prequel, though. It, it sort of shows you what's happened before season one. Even I'll give it a chance. 
Yeah, I don't mind it. It's like background information that you didn't have. So it's, you know, I'm digging it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, let's uh, wrap up. I know Taylor's on vacation. He's got family and friends there that he needs to get back to. Thank you. Leaving early uh, uh, this evening. He wants to be able to say goodbye to them. So um, let's, to uh, let's get this thing knocked out. <laughs> Steve, Steve, where can everybody find your stuff? Uh, so the sign I'm in front of is Nowhere Comedy Club. Um, I perform full sets there. Uh, as well as I do uh, a show with uh, Daniel Muggleton, who's an Australian comedian called Ask Us Anything. Uh, we do that every week, and uh, where it's a it's a ninety minute of ad lib where people participate. Uh, if you want to see live comedy, whether it's me or someone else, um, we've had uh, we've had Nikki Glazer and the Sklar Brothers and Todd Barry and Greg Proops. Um, so just nowherecomedyclub.com. So check that out. Awesome, cool. Oh, and I do a free live stream. I do a free live stream four days a week uh, on my YouTube. Um, so just YouTube slash the Hofstetter. Hell yeah. All right. Any uh, outros? Any- no, no outros. We are all good. PKA 501.